to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. It is a new year, 2016. The Pulp Mech Show. Presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you this Monday night. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. Yeah, seriously, we really do. It's been it's been fun, and uh, it's been a good time, and things have been uh, great. So it's, uh, it's awesome to have you guys here. Another year, another new year. 2016 is in the books, and... Uh, yeah, 2016, 2015 is in the book. 2016 is coming. Appreciate you guys all listening. It's been a great time. Uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, and Nitro Circus all on board with us. It's been fun. It's been good. Looking forward to uh, having you guys on, listen, listening all year. We uh, got our co-hosts lined up. We got our guests lined up. Um, and uh, it's been good. It's been a lot of fun. We have the Race Tech Suspension email segment. The BTOSports.com tweet at Talon. We'll get to that in a second. We have the X-Brand Teros. We've got the NFAB question of the day. We're going to have the Gear Oil, Gear Alloy cold call segment. Something we're going to try to do. we got a new guy on board with us. Wheels and trucks, uh, wheels and trucks go together like uh, peas and carrots. And ga- gear alloys, since introduced in t- 2004, they've dominated the light truck and SUV market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes, featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts. Gear Alloy, they are the proud sponsor of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team. Jessica Patterson raced there the last few years. You may remember that. GearAlloy.com or ADTWheels.com. Get your truck and gear with Gear Alloy. We're thank, thanks for those, those guys for coming on board. We're going to give some sets of wheels away during the year. have to do something pretty gnarly to do that, though. It's not going to just be some dumb phone-in segment. We're giving a set of wheels away. Check out the website, though. We're working on a discount code for you people also, and uh, you can uh, support our sponsors anytime by going to sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com while you're listening to the show on the Stitcher app or while you're listening on the uh, Pulpamex app. Any way you get it, you can do it. Gear Alloy, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. They're here for the entire year. It's been good. And, of course, our existing guys, too. It's been fantastic. They've had great, great success from... Uh, having you guys uh, purchase their products from us, and uh, it's been great. It's been really fun. There's serious shit going on with those guys. All of them. All of them have serious shit going on. And um, Anaheim 1 is coming up just a few days away. Exciting times. What will we see for Anaheim 1? Will we see a mud race? I don't know. We'll have to check it out. We'll have to see. Weather doesn't look that great. The show tonight... Eli Tomac, Monster Energy Kawasaki. Eli Tomac will be on. Nick Way just announced his retirement from the sport. Nick Way will be on. Larry Brooks, perhaps the sport's winningest team manager, he'll be on. He's working with the Blue Buffalo guys. So we can talk about, a little bit about that. I think we're going to have the 7 Deuce Deuce on also. So that, uh, that that's always a good time. With me in the studio tonight's show, former top mechanic of the year and uh, – Guy who's uh, done it all in the sport. He's uh, wrenched for so many years. Now he's uh, stepping away from the wrenching, but uh, we still love him. The great Tony Berluti. What's up, Berlute? Steve, how are you today? Thanks for coming in. Your holiday's good? 
Yeah, yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah really good. Oh, good. Man. A little good bit chilly here in Vegas, though, huh? Oh, dude, right? Yeah. It's definitely kept me off the mountain bike. Not just that, because let's face it, I'm lazy, but the weather has not nah, been, it's been cold, it's man. It's been cold. People, I, I don't blame you for not mountain biking. In people that. don't understand. It's been, no. it's been freezing. They go, Vegas, come on. It's hotter than hell there, right? Right? No, yeah, no. exactly. No, it's not. Berlute running the Team Australia. Motocross the Nation's 09 hoodie. Yeah, you like that, huh? Well, hold on a second, bro. No, I, no, I, I brought this. I wore it just for you, Steve. Because you said on record, hey, when you worked for other countries, you worked for France, you worked for Australia, yep. you would never wear their team shirts because you're American. Well, it's an American event. I'm American, but I can wear it now. I, hey, I, I just I, thought, I, nothing, I, thought, I, thought, I like the Australians. I thought those colors didn't run, Berlue. Hey, <laughs> this is just a shirt, and I wore it just for you, Steve. I love it. No, it's nice. Look, I'm not. I'm not that, I would wear that all day long, but I, just I didn't thought, wear it during the race. Come on, I know. I'm right? American. <laughs> <laughs> I know these colors don't run. I absolutely, I know that. Oh uh, yeah. The, the great Tony Berluti in studio. Berlute, another year is. Uh, coming up and uh you're not going to be on the line and no we've talked to you about this a bunch you're fine you don't really miss it do you just a few things i miss yeah. you know yeah. there's people i miss and right. i'll miss being on the line yeah i like that yeah. you know but yeah. at the same time i don't miss the pressure though yeah the did you feel the pressure right? oh yeah. yeah i tell this story all the time like my last few years at yamaha i was getting this i had this issue going on this health issue where if i drank a hot cup of coffee or a real cold glass of water, I would immediately get a pain in the side of my stomach. Like it would be like somebody stabbing me wow. over and over. And I couldn't figure out what it was. I went and got um what do the pregnant chicks get? An ultrasound? Oh yeah. I had uh, I had an ultrasound done. <laughs> yeah. I had they went down uh, my throat with a camera. They put me on some different stuff. They're like, What is going on with I'm like I literally had to wait for stuff to cool down or warm up if it was cold wow. before I could drink it. Because every drink, every sip, it'd be like someone was stabbing me. Good thing they didn't find a baby. They found nothing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not kidding you, Berlute. I never, I stopped being a mechanic and it never, is never come back. That, wow. I'm telling you, it was stress. It was, it was, it was stress. But they didn't say like an ulcer or anything like that. Huh? No. Hmm. They were thinking that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's never come back. It's never bothered me since. It's never happened ever since I quit being a mechanic. I 100% believe that that was a stress-related thing. I call it a pressure cooker job for sure. Yeah. I mean, the excitement's all good there, but it's definitely a lot of pressure. And like you said, the workload's heavy. That I, Dude. You know, this time of year is very uh, pressure cooker. Yeah. You know? I mean, honestly, I, I would come back and do it if I had to, you know. Uh, feed my feed, feed Pookie and the dogs. I would come back. I, I would be a mechanic again. But yeah, I don't know, man. I, it'd have to be really bad for me because so, looking back on it, I did it for twelve years. I worked so many hours, and if you broke it down, what you got paid, it was never enough. It yeah. was just for the love, man. Yeah, you for know? sure. Yeah, I so, agree. But yeah, Anaheim one is coming up. Hey, um, Gibbs, we let Gibbs go. I don't yeah. know. I didn't tell you that. So we let Gibbs go. We're looking for a new producer. Okay. For 2016 season and beyond. Uh, Tits Legendary has been in the last couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Um, he brought in uh, his buddy Travis. Uh, the first week, uh, we brought in Talon to try out. Both guys kind of worked with Tits, kind of figured things out. Well, now, Berlute, we're throwing them right into the uh, pressure cooker. Uh oh. So, yeah, right into it. Uh, so, in the studio without Tits by himself, the Lone Wolf, Talon. What's up, man? Not much. Happy to be here again. <laughs> You're so, calling him the Lone Wolf, huh? He's named after Lone Wolf. Yeah? He really is, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Lone Wolf part two. Yeah? Part two. Yeah. Dad Volan, liked, huh? Dad loved Volan. Really? Go, go figure, Interesting. Right? 
Right on. I hey, I, I grew up with the Bolin, so yeah, that's congratulations. Yeah. I like your name. Thanks. Yeah. Um. So you're ready over there? You handling it? Everything okay? Yeah, it's going good so far. A couple got, calls already. We got two calls on hold, um, and we'll get to them. Um. But uh, so yeah, we're we had you in. We all liked you. Problem for you. We all like Travis too. So we got an issue. But uh, <laughs> um. So we're traveling. We're trying you out again. So, um, everything else good? You go off road. You met Kiefer. Yeah, I met. And you never listened. You never listened to your show. Pull, pull your mic a little closer. Like swing it. Yeah, yeah, Kiefer didn't like me enough to listen to my show. Yeah, he he saw Kiefer and then he was like, "What do you think?" Kiefer's like, "I didn't listen to you." He, <laughs> Kiefer was in for the other guy. So, oh, God. he's a big off road racer. He loves off road. Yeah, awesome. How long have you been racing? Some guy said you were on a team or something. Uh, I used to ride for Beta's like satellite team for the Hair and Hound series. Nice. So. Yeah. yeah. He's a big deal over yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like it. Pins it over the over the desert tortoises and the cacti. And no, stuff. come on. Don't even say that about the desert tortoise. Oh. You give us a bad name over oh, here in the oh, yeah, desert. Yeah, because all those people complain about it. I was yeah, joking. Yeah, okay. I don't know anything about that. But, um, uh, so, yeah, um, you're in that seat. You're guiding us. You're handling everything. Yeah, hopefully don't, I don't mess up too bad. Tonight. You know, when you call Tomac, don't be like, hey, Tomac, <laughs> I think you're doing a good job. You look really good in the guy. Yeah. So I'll try not to pull that mic closer to your mouth. I'll try not to. Like, like and I'll try to pull this closer. Swing the mic. It's okay. Steve's and all his. You got to talk into the front of it. You got to talk like it's a directional mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. All right, talking to the front. There you go. Talking to the front because it's directional. Um, all right. So hey, just uh, welcome aboard. Uh, do your best, and uh, you know we'll see what happens. There's like okay, bug ring inside of MX Sports. Uh, Tony, Tony, Tony says on your side. Um, Eli Tomac, Nick Way, uh, Larry Brooks, and the Seven Deuce Deuce all on the show tonight. Uh, which one are you looking forward to talking to, uh, uh, Berlut? Because if you really, Nick Way announced his retirement, so that's awesome, and we're gonna have him on. That's great. Eli Tomac's a big effing deal. He could win this Supercross title this year. Absolutely. Seven Deuce Deuce. I mean, I love the we Deuce. We love the Deuce yeah. Deuce. Yeah. And then Brooks, uh, he doesn't do a lot of interviews. He surfaced again with this uh, Blue Buffalo Yamaha team. Yeah. And uh, that's a strike for you, Talon. We just heard that noise. And um, <laughs> I want to hear what Brooks has to say. Michael Lieb and Benny Bloss are on their team. 250 West Coast. They got the Slater skins. Yeah. You know those things? They yeah. Got those, they got those skins. So uh, you know about Benny Bloss a little? Bl- Bloss? Bloss? How, is, that his, is that how you pronounce it? Bloss or Bloss? I don't know. I that was Benny Bloss. Okay. But, um, Anyways. That was, that's one of Robbie's guys. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah talk, dude. He, yeah. Wrote for, uh, he wrote for Cycle Trader. Rock like 6'4 or something round. like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he's a big dude, so we'll see how he's going to do. Um, and then, uh, be, like I said, we got uh, lots of things going on. Um, let's do – hey uh, – Let's do the gear alloy cold call while we're on it. Let's do it. Let's see if we can get uh, the great David Villeman on. He doesn't know we're calling. Um, you got his number there, Talon. Give him a call and just tell him, uh, I don't know, tell him whatever you're going to do. All right, we'll try it out. It's your job now. Uh, Raining Yellow, what's up, man? Man, it is good uh, to hear Mr. Tony Berluti in Raining studio. Yellow, how you doing? What's up, dude? Uh, you know what's funny is the last time you were on, I wasn't able to call. And I had read that you were on, and I'm thinking, you know, shit, I haven't heard this guy in a while. And on the show, you actually asked if uh, asked about me. So it was like, I always do. I always ask Steve about you when you called in last. Right on, man. Yeah, it's uh, sucks not hearing you. Everyone's on the Kiefer bandwagon, but uh, ah, uh, what are you me. gonna do? No, we, what do you mean? We, he, he's Berlut was in a month ago. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Steve, yeah. come you know, on. With the <laughs> I should be on more. <laughs> Get your agent to, to negotiate. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be sending my agent. We'll we'll, we'll get it handled. Raining yellow for sure. Yeah. yeah. Let me know. You know, if you 
Steve's giving you a hard time. Let me know. I will. You got you got yeah. some guys in high places. We can take care of Steve, huh? You're ridiculous. Absolutely. We got we'll cement shoes. Something. All right, right Rainy Yellow. Well, hey, we'll yep. see you this weekend. Anaheim one. He's right gonna be on. there. Yep. Have right, fun. Yeah. See ya. Are you going? Uh, not not this one. Not this one. Yeah, no. you're gonna go do a couple. Or? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I want and I want to go to Diego last year, right? Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. I want to go to the new uh, Phoenix. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like round. Well, there's two of them there, right? No, no, just one, one. Just one in Phoenix. Round five. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little ways down. You know, yeah. so usually the second round. Second round. So, yeah. Michael, what's up, man? Uh, welcome to the Pulp and Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. What's happening? Nothing much, guys. How about you? Oh, we're good. What's your question? Um, I had a question about how uh, it was mainly towards for Eli Tomac, but I know I'm not going to be able to be up for uh, to ask him it, but um. It's about his suspension. I know he's riding the KYB stuff, and the Kawasaki comes back with the Showa stuff. I was wondering how is that allowed? You know what I mean? Well, it's funny you say that because for a long time, it really wasn't allowed. They didn't like doing it. But back in the 80s, Berlut, they did it all the time. Um, and then somewhere along the lines, Showa guys, Honda ran Showa, and Yamaha ran KYB, and that was it. You never even tested anything. And then somehow in the last three years, it's switched now. Kennard tried KYB, loves it. Celia and Kennard are both on KYB. Showa, Kenny's on KYB, Roxon. Well, that's t- funny about Tickles on Showa. Because uh, um, Celia was on, on Showa last year. Yep, and he switched to KYB right before he got hurt. He yeah. was happy with the Showa. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so you know what, uh, Michael? You're absolutely right. Like, the. It wasn't allowed for a long time. People were pissed, but now they're opening it up, and and I see no problem with it. Like, like the 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 manufacturers say, hey, we don't want our star rider running a bike that we don't sell. We don't sell the bike with uh, KYB suspension. Right. But you don't sell it with a Yosh pipe. You don't sell it with those graphics. You don't sell it with those bars, handlebars. Exactly. Uh, you know, gra- you don't sell it with any of that stuff. So why the f should suspension matter if the rider likes it? He likes it. Makes, but, makes yeah. the other manufacturer work harder at did making you, their stuff better. Did you ever try Suzuki, some different stuff? Did you ever run? No. Did you always run KYB or Showa? Always Showa. You never ran KYB? Okay. I thought early on it was. No. no. Yeah. You know, like in 80, or excuse me, 90, I think our stuff came stock. With, with Our, our 125s yep. came with KYB okay. stock. Yeah. And then we put Showa we on put Showa on. Yeah. Yeah, and even like the Cowies, I think the Cowies are... Um, KYB on Cowies have two, been KYB forever on the 450. Well, yeah, and then I think the 250F is Showa. Right. Production. Right, production. Right. So, like, who cares? Like, whatever, you know? So, mm-hmm. right right now, Michael, when you talk to suspension guys, when you talk to riders, in an air fork system, it's almost universal that uh, KYB has a better air fork system than the Showa's right now. And that's what you've seen everybody so then, switch to. So, then why isn't the Kawasaki production bikes all switching back to KYB and Suzuki? Well, because that's just, I mean, that's so many different levels from racing. That's uh, how cheap they can buy the product, how much they want to develop it, how much they're in partners with them. I mean, these are all Japanese companies. A lot of times these companies will do, they'll split the even the brand of tires. You'll see Bridgestone's on one and Dunlop's on another and Showa's on one and KYB's on another because they want the manufacturers to keep testing to get the business of putting on a production bike. Like, it's a very okay. political. So. It is political. They don't want to be partial. The Jap- uh, Japanese Suzuki, speaking for them, but yeah. they didn't They didn't want to, you know, they wanted to share the love, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, and you know, right now with 
RCH and running two different brands of suspension, well, guess what? Right now, the KYB guys are going to be trying like hell to keep Kenny on top of the podium, and then the Showa guys are going to be working with Tickle, and they're going to try to do the great, and it's competition, and they hope that it brings up everybody up to a new level. That's the thinking. Yeah. So. I wonder if Brock had the opportunity to try the KYB. No. No, no? I never did. No. Nope. Not according to people I talked yeah, to. Yeah. 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 You're, so. you're more in the end than I am, believe it right. or not. All right. Thanks, Michael. Hey, are you guys giving anything away, or are you guys saving that for somebody? We're saving it, buddy. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of giving giving things away, Roost MX is almost giving it away right now, Berlute. Roost MX, 30% off this week. Pulp 30. Uh, tonight uh, through Friday, 30% off online. Every product they have except custom pitch shirts. RoostMX.net, and they're also bringing you Tony Baluti tonight. These guys have been in business for 17 years. They're not your average graphic company. They do a lot of graphics for privateers as well as the Cycle Trader Yamaha team, and they've got uh, some great products. Pulp Nation section on the website, an entire Pulp Nation section. Uh, and then for this week, Pulp 30 saves you 30% off anything they have. And they also have custom stuff too, so go ahead and get some custom graphics made or uh, trailer graphics, helmet kits, anything, sticker kits, anything else. 48-hour turnaround, RoostMX.net. Bringing you Tony Berluti, thirty percent off this week, Berlute. Nice, so fantastic, and really uh, good. We know those, we know those people down there at Roost MX. They're top notch. So, and uh, we're also we are going to give away um, Carbon F2 Fly Racing Andrew Short and Trey Kennard replica helmets. Nice, one of each. So for one of them, go to contest at pulpamexshow.com. Just email contest at pulpamexshow.com. Put the uh, uh, fly helmet in there, and we will give you. We'll just randomly pick one. We don't want to, um, you know, discriminate against people that can't listen live. So we'll give one helmet away on contest at pulpamexshow.com. Carbon F2 fly racing helmet via Andrew Short or Trey Kennard replica. So Talon, uh, our first gear alloy cold call segment of the year with David Villeman was a failure. Yeah, failure. He didn't answer. He, he didn't want to talk to us. Did it go to voicemail? What did he do? He didn't even go to voicemail. Just went straight to. It just said he. It just he didn't answer, and it just ended. Wow! Oh, no, no voicemail at all. No voicemail. No. Talon, I'm thinking you probably dialed something wrong. Does it shouldn't have a voicemail? I can oh, try calling him again. Hold on. Let's try here. It's okay, Talon. You know, it's fine. Let's see if we get him. Uh gear alloy cold call. David Villeman. See if he answers. He's going to see Pulpamex pop up, and he's not going to want to pick up. He's got a new gig this year. Hello? Bonjour. Comment ça va? What's up? <laughs> hey, this is the Pulpamex show. You're live on the air. Awesome. This is What's the, going on? This is the gear alloy cold call segment. We wanted to talk to you, DV. Berluti's in here. Oh. Um, David, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? How's, how's, how's the, uh, the poker doing? No, he's, he doesn't play poker oh, anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he's really busy training. Oh. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played in a while. Really? So you haven't even seen Le Big then? No, I've seen the. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen Le Big. Uh, yeah, I've seen him uh, for his wife's uh, 40th <laughs> birthday. I went to Vegas for that. Oh, but, okay. That was nice. Yeah, um, listen, all right. Look, I don't know what you're doing. right. What are you doing right now? What did we bug you? I'm at the shop right now. Oh, man. I, I like the commitment. DV. Um, yeah, 6 p.m. still at the shop. I've, I've been here since uh, 8.30 this morning. <laughs> I love that you're working this hard and you hate it, too. Um, hey, did you fill in that spot yet? So um, Darian Sanai uh, got hurt. Did you fill it in? 
Um, no, we tried um, we tried uh, another French kid that was uh, actually doing pretty good in French Championship, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it's going to work out. I think he comes out uh, comes from an injury, so not feeling very good. Mm-hmm. So so far, I think we're going to be only one rider for for a few races. Okay. After I don't know, you know, we have to see what's uh, Darian. Um, if he's gonna come back, or we don't really know what's wrong with his injuries yet. Okay. We know we know what's wrong, but we don't know how long it's gonna right, right. to to get back. You know. So Maxime Despray is the guy right now. Maxime Despray, yeah, Despre. that's it. The the lone soldier. Um, that should be uh, that should be. He's good though. He, he's a main event guy, without a doubt. And maybe you can get him in the top ten. He's he's been impressive. I've saw him. I saw him all off season. You know. Yeah, I know. It's you know, but French guys, they you know, we do good at home. You know, when we come here, it's different. You know, tracks different, mm-hmm. jumps are different, mm-hmm. whoops are different. Not so, you. you. You you did good here. I know, but there's only one me, buddy. Ah, uh, that's true. <laughs> wow, there's only there's only a few of us that did good. You yeah, Sean and then JMB and then. You know, right away, uh, CP did good right away. But there's right. some guys that, you know, have been struggling. You know, and um, uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be tough for us, to tell you the truth. Oh, okay. But, All right. Know, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll walk at it and see, you know. TV pulls no punches. Cross yeah. US, you know, it's going to be, been working hard, but. At the end of the day, uh, you know, I'm not on the bike. You know, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not on the game. You said you're not David Copperfield. You're David Villeman. You are not. Yeah. <laughs> you are not yeah, David Copperfield. Like I don't. I don't do magic. You know, we work hard. I think we we improved physically and the riding. It's 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 good. But some days I'm I'm like, yeah, he's a top ten guy, and mm-hmm. then. Someday, like today, we tried our race bikes. Mm-hmm. Today, I'm like, I don't know if we're going to make the main <laughs> kind of day. You know, so. Welcome to DeCoster's world or any of these team managers, Stevie's that way. Wait a minute. What's wrong with the race bike compared to your practice bike? <laughs> no, nah, but we, it's, it's nothing to do with the bike. You know, oh, I think actually okay. we're going to do something. Uh, we're going to put the race engine on a, on a practice bike for Anaheim because he has more time and. It's gonna rain for the next few days here, sure. so we won't be able to ride Supercross. I think that's that's the plan that we're gonna do now. It's just ride the the practice bike at the first race with the race engine. I think it's, it's gonna be more comfortable on that. But um, yeah, some days I think it's, it's running well, and then I don't today. You know, ride very well. Like he wasn't feeling it, and then <laughs> it's tough. Like. Um, and I talk about like uh, French guys in general, mm-hmm. uh, me included. When something is wrong, it seems like it's it's more wrong for French people than Americans, you know. <laughs> and we kind of like we we get bummed out and then down on on ourselves and and not perform when something is not going great, you know. Why is that? So, I don't know. I think that's the the way we were raised, or I don't know. That's kind that's of like, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. I think you know Americans like they they lose an arm, and they still gonna go hundred <laughs> percent. You know, right, right. Well, that's you know, that's awesome that you're us, admitting that. Us is like us is like uh, we lose a nail, we don't. You know, like, we can't write. So and you know what? It's kind of like 
and I put myself in the back too. I think it's kind of like we have to have everything good to to perform, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And, and I think that's the way we were raised. I think. But interesting. And um, yeah. All right. But you know, it's difficult. It's rookies. It's a private team. It's not like you know. It's mm-hmm. easier when you're Aldon Baker or like working yeah. with champions. You know, like or. Sure. You know, you know it is. Yeah, um, I, I, what I would, I what I would give to be able to tap into your headset and record what you're yelling about on the on the headset at Anaheim. I'm oh, actually I would not it. really yelling. I'm just saying. <laughs> but sometimes when I say the truth, it's not good. <laughs> no, <Wow>. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, hey, we didn't want to take you too long. Thanks for picking up. It's the Gear Alloy Cold Call. So we'll get you some. We'll get you some rims for for participating in this. How's that? Some what? Some rims from Gear Alloy. Rims? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. <Great>. Thanks, TV. <laughs> see well, you. Good night. All right. See you, man. See you, David. All right. All right. David Villain, everybody. Gear Alloy, cold call. Bud Kawasaki? Yeah, Bud racing Kawasaki. Yeah. So I yeah. probably should have said that. Uh, they had two guys. One guy got hurt. Uh, JT, welcome to the show. Tabnan. Flyracing.com. Check them out. Flyracing.com. Fly Racing. Official gear of Adam Internet. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, speaking of Adam Entenap, uh and the TPJ thing, how b- fly racing back with TPJ this year and, and the whole army of riders? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's one of our cornerstone privateer projects, no doubt. And, um, yeah, should be interesting. Uh, Teddy Parks in his giant 10-gallon hat raising the game every <laughs> time. Um, all right. Hey, we don't have you. We only have you for a limited time, so let's uh, – Let's get right into it, Talon, uh, onto the X-Brand Goggle segment. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Uh, Nick Way wore X-Brands, Berlute, Yeah. when he raced. Yeah. Would you say that was why he retired? <laughs> no, I would not say that, actually, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, and uh, Brock Tickle wears them. Kyle Chisholm, Freddie Norn, Matt Bichelia, Daniel Baker. I'm trying to get the answers on some other riders that I haven't heard, but um, we're working on that. You got uh, what? Four days? Five days? Well, I'm not building anymore, right? Oh yeah, I don't build them. So who's doing it? I don't really know. What? I don't know. I've been trying to ask Rich, the owner. He's not telling me. So you're just putting the deals together? I'm putting some deals together. Swiss Core and Moser think that Rich is going to be like, hey, Mathis, like one last time, dude, can you build them? You know, like in the, in the cop movies, in the buddy-buddy cop movies? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, I'm going on one last mission or whatever, you know? So. <laughs> Dog hair and all. dies when they do that. One of them always dies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly how it goes. Um, oh, by the way, people, uh, Pulp MX, uh 10 is now the code on btosports.com. We've changed it. Pulp MX 10. So stay listen, stay listen to the show. We're going to change it up every three or four months. So that's the new code at btosports.com, Pulpamex10. Um, okay, Talon, so um, you got uh, initiated by Moser for these. These are his questions. Moser made these questions up. He sent you a text. He would not give me the questions because he didn't want me to see them. So he sent you the text, and then he immediately asked you what you were wearing. Yeah, what I was wearing, come on, just right. wouldn't, wouldn't tell me who he was. Right, W-O-O-D, Wood. Yeah. Right, yeah, yep. that's Moser, oh my everybody. God. <laughs> so, okay, these questions are, are submitted by Corey Moser. They're for Berlut, JT, and I. 15 seconds, Berlut. Right on. Stick to it. I'll try. All right. Don't let him push you around. 
Hey, by the way, how you doing, bud? Oh, I'm solid. Ready, solid uh, as a rock. Actually, yeah, ready for the season. Actually, right I on. wouldn't have thought I would say that a few months ago, but you're in a, you're in Houston right now. Uh, I'm on my way there. Yeah, I'm oh, in Salt Lake at the moment, but headed to Houston. And then when do you go to A1? When do you go to Anaheim? Friday. Friday. Then I hmm. go to an open house Friday night, and then go time. What's Houston? You're doing an open house. Uh, it's a you know mid-sized city and. Southern Texas region. He's such an asshole. <laughs> oh my god! Because you said what's no, Houston? No, I'm just I'm just doing yeah, that travel yeah. as we just standard um, work. Right on the uh, the BTO Sports VIP program. You good? You dialed? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, uh, I still have a couple for this weekend if anybody's interested, but uh, uh, it's coming around a lot. Uh-huh. I think uh, I think people are pretty preoccupied with the holidays, but even today, man, it's been pretty crazy. Yeah. Hey, let's get to this phone call before we get to this X brand. Sorry, Derek. What's up, man? How are you? Derek, Doing you, good. How's it going? Hey, did you get that Pulp Mex code? It's Pulp Mex 10 now. I did. Yeah. I did. You answered that part of it. Okay. What's um, what's your other question? Then I wanted to say, I wanted to ask you and Tony, since you guys have been in the trenches forever, and uh, you inspired me to do a bike build, so I'm redoing an old 125. Nice. And was curious, is it worth it to go with the bitch and works pipe look and have the extra work, or is it going to end up? looking crappy being rusted out not being worth it in the long run no you gotta for me yeah, I would pipe's ne- big i would never put a plated pipe on a bike oh you said plate oh it works oh you know the works finish the yeah. The, the yeah i wouldn't i'd go with the work i see some, just take look, you care can do, of it you can do whatever you want because it's your bike i see these project bikes with with plated pipes and i'm like no i agree no i'm, I'm with i had I'm one when i raced thing. when i raced pro for I sure. had one because Expense. I just I rode all the time and I didn't mm-hmm. want to bother. But if you have this mint project bike that you don't ride that much and you just use some con- use some uh, green Scotch Bright pad and some WD forty and for sure I agree up. with that. That's that's my opinion, Derek. What okay. are, what are you Sounds building? What, what is it? One twenty five Yamaha. Yeah, it's a YZ one twenty five. What year? So it's actually it's not that old. It's oh six, but uh, oh. Oh. wanted to have something with the modern suspension and everything like that. So. Went with the new, right. the newer suspension. Oh yeah, no, that's but, good. I would do plated, man. I mean, I would, I would do works. I would not do plated. But JT, okay. what about you? Plated, non-plated. Uh, it just depends on how much maintenance you're wanting to do. If you're going to ride it or if you're going to set it up. I mean, obviously, I think the works style looks cooler. Uh, that's you know, it's, there's no doubt about which looks better. But it's kind of a pain in the butt if you don't want to work on it all the time. Okay. All right, there you go, that Derek. Sounds good. Thanks, man. And I gotta say, I like having the new producers. They're doing a good job, both of them. So yeah, we got a tough, uh, we got a tough job between Talon and Travis. You know, so Talon, well, the the strike against Talon is he couldn't get DV on the phone, and he loves off road. So that's two things right away for him that's just gonna take him down, just down. <laughs> now we're, we're 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 trying him out. Thanks, man. All right, thanks. See, you. JT, I'm not gonna get too much into it, but can you believe the uproar and the debate? via emails and social media about this boots and helmet and gear deal. <laughs> That's what we do, though. I know. That's but, what we do. But people, like, <laughs> they were some passionate responses. Oh, for sure. And I, I think a lot of it is, you know, people are, you know, budget conscious. And I get that. That's never been my argument. Hey, if that's what, you know, worked yeah. out for you and, yeah, and no, it's no. the best decision, I'm all for it. I'm just more of, you know, if you're going to go pick stuff out off the wall that you can go buy, yeah. and that's a different conversation yeah. for me then. Talon, did you hear that show? Did you hear that argument from last show? Yeah, I'm with Kiefer. I think I think you need to wear. You can't. Right, you're, you can't switch you're fired. the. Uh, you're fired. Yeah, I'm fired. Um, 
What's the story on that? Okay, Berlut. Yeah. Do you think wearing fly gear, pants, jersey, gloves, with a fox helmet is fine? No. All right. Well, you're, not, I you're mean, fired too. well, because it's it's they've they've got a helmet for it, and I know they got boots now, but yeah. in the professional level, I'll say. No, that, I'm just saying, just for a local level, like just. No, the question was, is, you, is it cool? Do you look cool? Yeah, like no one's saying it's not fine. Like, sure, I, sure, you can look, you can look cool. Thank you. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I mean, if it's it, if it's if the colorway is close to what you're wearing, uh, exactly. you know, I, th- that, exactly. I think that'd be all right. All right. JT's argument took a huge blow when Clement DeSalle photo surfaced. Uh oh. So. No, because I think there's more to it than that. It's not just like, oh, this is cool. I think there was uh, there's a little bit more beneath the surface on that. Yeah, whatever, bro. Okay. Well, I Fox mean, that's how it you. used to be back in the day, right? When there was when Bell was the only helmet, and then yeah. you know, JT were yeah. You know, yeah. Don't bro me. And then JT finally came out with their own helmet. Uh, yeah. Remember? Yeah, big deal. All right, okay. So the X Brown goggle tear off segment, Jason Thomas. FlyRacing.com zone. Max told me we can give away two helmets, JT. Can you believe that? Has he lost his mind? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to speak to him about that. Yeah. Uh-oh. And, uh, reel him in a bit. And the, oh, and the great Tony Berluti, also in uh, in studio. So, all right, let's go, Talon. All right, Berluti, this first one's for you. During your amazing wrenching career, which Supercross season were you most excited to start? Uh, I'll say 95. 95. Huffy? No. Yeah. Huff Daddy? Yeah. Huff Daddy, yeah. Yeah, we had a really good year, and we I, I felt that he was going to win every race, the, you know, and right. so probably 95. Yeah. Well, you worked for Huffy in 94, right? 94, you, you 95. Did, you didn't work in 93? No. No. Huffy 95 t- was a really good 125, right? That bike was really good that year. Um, uh, Suzuki made great 125s, but yeah, I mean, it was, the 94, 95 wasn't a big difference. No, I just I remember Red Dog saying how good the '95 was, and then the '96 was terrible. Yeah, so yeah, well, the, yeah, from '95 to '96, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the '96 had the conventional forks on it. They yeah. redid it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, you can grab that. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it, it's one of those things like. And then Red Dog said that you guys kept having trouble oh, with um, uh, the ring catching on the port and the exhaust port in 96, that they kept blowing up. Well, and... that's after we, you know, try to get more power out yeah. of it, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we had to change them out just like about every moto <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Jeez, that's know. what it was, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, who'd you work for in 93? Uh, Matasevich on a 250. Oh, on a 250, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, all right, next question. What do we got? Talon, Lone Wolf? All right, Steve, Ow! this one's for you. Do people ever do that to you? Uh, I actually got it this weekend just from the show. <laughs> so people are already listening. See how, see, see how you corrupt on. and do things, Steve? I know, right? Yeah. It's, it's effed up. All right. All right, Steve, this one's for you. Which rider will come up just short of qualifying for the 450 main at Anaheim 1? Ooh. You know, I saw a list on Vital MX the other day, and there were legitimately 22 guys, which leaves no room for anybody else. Of of top riders, twenty two like supported, good four fifty riders. Um, God, I don't know. Fifteen seconds, Steve. Come on. I think the seven deuce deuce will come up just short. I do. I know that's not a huge like putting myself out there. I I love the guy Schmidt, somebody like that. Yeah, but you know Berlu, you know who made it last year? Tevin Tapia. Yeah, the first one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And no one would have predicted that. So no. who knows? Yeah. 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 
And it's a, it's a mutter. Yeah, it, it's anybody's guess. Yeah, right now the rain, I checked, checked right before showtime. Uh, rain all week, then Friday partly cloudy, then Saturday a.m. showers. Wow. According to weather.com. So. All right. Okay, JT, this one's for you. Who will be the highest and lowest finishing fly-sponsored riders at A1? Oh, oh man. You're Maybe trying to get just me in answer trouble. the first part. <laughs> yeah, just answer, just answer the first one. Uh, highest finishing. Oh, that's still going to get me in trouble. I'm going to go with, for me, it's between Trey and Millsaps. And... Hmm. Yeah, you have a coin. I'll say Trey. You have more faith in Millsaps than I do. Absolutely. Yeah, I do. yeah, yeah. you do. I've, yeah. Got, well, I've got a little bit more inside info on him right. than you probably get. So. Yep. All right. Should be interesting to see. All right. Next question. Okay, Berludi. Which rider did you feel the most confident and least confident about going into a season? There again, most confident, Huffman. you know, would have been Huffman and then uh, least confident. Oh, please say my Bonnie. Please say my Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's relative to the rider you're working with and what you expect out of them. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know when I went to Hart and Huntington at first, and you know I'm working with Blos and stuff. I was we're happy to qualify, and I was happy to get him in the top ten, you know, or help, you know. But um, I'd say Renard was, you know, sometimes. <laughs> It was difficult. And you love Renard. Yeah, I love him. I right. Absolutely. Right. Sure, yeah. yeah. But, wait, like, in preseason, his arms are pumping up, and you're like, oh, yeah, here, exactly. here, we, here we go. Or a shoulder popping out in the whoops, you right, know? Right, right, right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's never a good thing. All right. Okay, Steve, what words of wisdom would you like to pass on to the new X-Brand goggle builder? Um, Take a roll off to the line. No dog hair. <laughs> They said it all. These two assholes said it all, so whatever. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, exactly. Go after yourself, everybody. Okay, JT, in Shorty's absence, who will pull the A1 hole shot? Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say it's going to be a KTM still. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be Dungey. I just like the way those bikes work, and I think, uh, I think he's got a lot of confidence, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'll pick Dunge. I, I mean, there's it's, there's no telling, but it, you know, any guess is as good as mine. But I'll take Dunch. Hey, how about a white KTM, like maybe number twenty one or something? Um, yeah, I feel like Husqvarna <laughs> USA would probably object to your comment, but probably a fair fair guess as well. well <laughs> hey, look, he pulled all three at the monster. Yeah, that's Cup. what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I was. I was just saying. Does that count? <laughs> I love how those guys. At Husk- <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does. I love they, how those guys at Husqvarna. They try to claim their bikes, you know, not a KTM. Like they're really adamant. It's a Husky. Really? Yeah. It's just like shut up. They're it doing is a that. A little different. Production's a yeah, little different. Yeah, it is. Subframes yeah. different. Oh, I know, but come on. I mean, just stop it. There's no doubt where the technology's coming from. Right. Which is cool. I'm fine with it. Just you know. Eventually, yeah, that might change, huh? Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. I mean, they're building a brand. You know, that's the whole thing. So. Yeah, they really are. Are you gonna freaking argue with me, Meathead? That's what I said to them. All right. Next question. Okay, Berludi, Final question for you. What is the most likely mechanical DNF we'll see this Supercross season? Most likely, uh, which class? Uh, let's go really 450. Say. Go 450. Um, a bent front rotor. Nice. Nice. Nice pull on that one. I like that. It's good. All right, next question. 
Okay, Steve, final question for you. If Wade raced his Supercross season, what would his fi- his highest finish have been and his overall season finish? Uh, who knows? A 10th th- and uh, a 16th in points. One thing about Wade, he can stay healthy. He can he can ride the laps, you know. Absolutely. Like, you know, he's very consistent. So. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Uh, one oh. more for JT. Which brand will have the overall best results in both classes at Anaheim 1? Uh, I would say in both classes, I have to pick one. Uh, I would say either Yamaha or KTM, and I like Jesse Nelson's 50 class to do pretty well. I think maybe Webb wins, but I'll say KTM overall because I think Nelson will be right there. K- and 450 class, KTM will be all over the map, so not worry about that. How many KTMs are going to be in the main event? How many in the main? Oh, uh, two, five. At least five. Uh, I'm trying to think who else could make it on a privateer one. Uh, there's five fa- five factory supporter ones. Is that right? Um, Mar- no, six. Six, six but Shorty's six. out. Oh, yeah, no Shorty, right, yeah. Uh, I'll say six. I think one privateer one will get in there. I don't know who, but yeah. there's six out there. And then if you count Anderson and Purcell, right? Yeah, I mean, if you want to throw those guys yeah, in there, yeah. then yeah. 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 I mean, you're getting close to starting to push 10, start adding those guys in there. Uh, do we have any um, Do we have any privateers on KTMs that could do something? I honestly don't know. I can't think Everyone's of any. such a toss yeah. I, I never know what any of these guys are doing, like Tapia and these guys. Like, I don't know what they're going to show up on. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if Schmidt's on a Suzuki or on a Honda. Right, exactly. And he's, you know, he's a guy. Oh, yeah, he did? Gear, and I don't even okay. know what kind of bike he's riding. It said Suzuki on the uh, the entry list. I looked at the entry list. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah but he's been riding yeah. Yamahas. At least that's the last time I saw pictures of him. On yeah, him. exactly. I think I saw that too. Right. So. Yeah. Hey, uh, JT, what's uh, what gear is Brayton wearing? Uh, that would be fly. That's what I thought. So I was. Yeah, he's on BTO KTM. Yeah. <laughs> so they all, that's part of the deal, right? Yeah. It's, okay. It's, you know, it's been, yeah. shoot, man, it's been since 2007, I believe. Something like that. Right on. That yeah. long. Hell, hell, I mean, you think I've been doing this for a while or no? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it uh, should be interesting to see who does what. Right, is, that, is, that it? is that it? Yep, that's it. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Pulpamex 15 uh, gets you 30% off. I think we're going to change it to Pulpamex 16, seeing as how it's uh, 16 right now. But uh, Pulpamex uh, 15 uh, gets you, uh, saves you some money at the xbrand.com, ekspran.com. Choice of champions everywhere. All right, uh, Talon, let's, we don't have JT for that long. Let's move right into your section, the BTO Sports Tweet of Talon. Okay. Intro. Oh. It's all right. No worries. I went to the tweets instead of... I jumped ahead of myself. Tweet a tits intro. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from... BTOsports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. BTOsports.com, Pulpamex10 is now the... Uh, is now the code at btosports.com. They got OEM parts. They're proud sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team with Short and Millsaps and Brayton, like we talked about. And uh, these are questions submitted to at Pulpamex Show on Twitter. And uh, Talon picked the best ones. And we usually just call it Tweeted Tits. We're, we'll name it. Well, the cool thing is, is that um, 
your name is Talent. The other guy's name is Travis. So it really still works. Tweet at still works. Yeah, yeah. It still works. I like very, that. Very excited about that. So, uh, and um, these are the best questions. All right, let's do it. JT and Berluti in line. So. Okay, the first one is from Ernie Roach. He asks, will Josh Grant be on the gate at A1? Uh, I'm, I'm, gu- I'm guessing yes. I say no. I'm going to say no. I, I haven't seen any videos of him. I haven't seen any teams. I, could unless, he, they're, unless they're putting it out at the dunes, I don't think he's <laughs> going to be ready. I mean, he could show up. Like, wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be just so Josh Grantian to show up <laughs> out of the blue at Anaheim? He, you know, it's 20 minutes from his house or whatever, you know? I just don't think he's ready. Like I don't. I haven't is, seen anything, is he ever, heard anything about him riding Supercross. Has he ever? No. Has no. he ever been ready? Uh, I don't know. That may not be fair. He did win Anaheim one before, so I, yeah, that's way better than I ever did. So I'm not going to take. <laughs> hey, he rode far, really but. well at the GP too, but and I would never thought thought that. But uh, he's amazing when he wants to be, right? For sure, talent has never been an issue. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, talent, talent, or talent, because talent's right here. Uh, we'll go with both. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're not streaming right now. We're, we shut down. I don't know what's happening. I'm working on that, people, though. So if you're uh, if you're listening and wondering why you can't hear live right now at this moment, which you you can't hear us live, so we're working on that. Um, all right. What else we got? Tyson Stagall has a question for Baluti. All right. Being away from the sport for a full year, what is one thing that surprised you about the fan perspective of sport? Of the sport, that one doesn't really make sense. Should write it first. Being away from the sport for a full year, what is the one thing that surprised you about the fan perspective of the sport? Uh, that that's tough because I'm not there. I, I will have to admit that for myself, being on this show, I get more fanfare from being on the show than I did, you know, in my 26 but what do you years. Think- well, I, come on, Berlute. Really? I'm not kidding. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But what do you think, Berlute, um what do you think is something that the average fan doesn't understand about the riders or the sport in general that, like, I think that's what Tyson was getting oh, at, okay. right? Like, kind of like... As a fan, yeah. How? what's your perspective of the sport? I gotcha. Uh, I think it's getting getting bigger and better. Um, yeah, I... I uh, and I love it. You know, I love being on the sidelines watching. I because I, I can watch it. You know, I can I can watch it, and I can go wherever I want on on the track. You know, Supercross outdoors. I can walk around the. Well, obviously, I got a seat in Supercross, but still, you can walk around and you know see the you know different jumps, different o- obstacles that I w- wasn't able to see. You know, when I'm down on the uh, starting line. Okay. I think one of the things, too, that um, uh, people don't understand is that um, if you don't go to the races and you just watch on TV, the TV package is really great and everything, but you miss a lot. You do. You miss a lot of what's not going around around you. So, But when you're down there, you miss a lot that you see on the TV the next day. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 If you do both, you got it covered. No yeah. doubt. So. All right. Okay, Matt Marriott had a question. Are turn down stock hubs as good as a Talon or Kite? That's funny you should say this. Uh, some guys are doing that. Some guys are turning down their stock hubs. Uh, Danger. I've, I've heard it before. Yeah, kind of, right? Um, nah, that's dangerous. 
So I wanted to uh, ask a, a guy, a wheelman, who um, might know this, uh, John Anderson from W Wheels, WUSA.com. Of course, uh, you know, he sells Kite and Talon, but I wanted to ask him what he thought about this question. He said, uh, and his response was, since stock hubs are typically very light, the idea of putting a cast alloy hub on a lathe and eliminating material does not seem like a good choice. All OEMs reduce rate as much as possible to get the overall weight down for the consumer. There are people that do it, but I would be willing to bet that they don't have liability insurance in the event of a catastrophic failure. <laughs> it would be a great question to ask. Often people talk about turning down hubs. It means you're eliminating casting marks for a cleaner factory look. If you look at what factories use for their own racing programs, no team uses OEM hubs. And in fact, as of 2016, they all use billet hubs, which I didn't realize Johnson's magnesium hubs aren't really used anymore either. Uh, Suzuki quit using yeah. magnesium clubs after after two strokes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we went to I, aluminum. I didn't realize that. Yeah. He said, Factory KTM, JGR, TLD, BTO KTM, Rockstar Husky use Kite or Talon. The factory-level teams like Honda, Suzuki, Kawasaki, PC use billet alloy hubs from Japan. These are not available to consumers. or in fact, not available to purchase by the majority of teams. So it's also very expensive. So basically what John is saying that... Uh, it, if you turn down stock hubs, it's not stronger. It's actually weaker. And uh, although it may look cool, he's not suggesting anybody do it um, because you may not get reliable results. So You might ask Larry Ward about it when he raced uh, Tokyo, Japan one year. Oh, yeah? Why? What happened? Uh, he was riding, I believe it was Yamaha. And uh, he was over there. And I don't know, the, the bike he got it from, the Japanese guy, they, they turned down his hubs and he happened to break one. Oh no way yeah oh wow yeah i didn't know that um yeah I, I i know some guys do that for like the looks you know yeah it looks cool yeah yeah definitely jt walk away from that speaker wherever you're at if you can i'm trying to i'm in an airport they're everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> all right next question okay dave court wants to know who has ridden a stock or mostly stock bike and made a main event in supercross dude i I don't know. And, and JT, anybody come to line? Anybody come to, anybody come to mind? Other than who's running a stock bike or close to it or whatever? Yeah. Uh, I bet there's quite a few 450 guys. Sure. I don't know about the main event, but in the night show, I bet. I I don't know, man. I would I would assume there's more than a few stock engines. I mean, maybe they have put an ignition on it or something and pipe and silencer. But if you have a good if you have a KTM or Yamaha, especially, you don't need much engine work. I'll be honest with you. This thing well, rip. didn't um, you didn't, definitely need suspension? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah that goes up, and you'll kill yourself out there without suspension. Stock 450s, plenty. I agree. Didn't yeah. um, I want to say like somebody made a main recently with a stock exhaust on their 450? Barry Carston? <laughs> it's happened. No, <laughs> I've it? seen it happen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've seen that. So. Stock exhaust is rough though. That the the porthole in the end is so small, it kills your kills your torque. I I wouldn't suggest that. Yeah, no, I do wouldn't. But I want to say somebody did it. Like somebody was well, successful at it. Different years, it's changed. I agree. Like you, Suzuki's is tiny now, but yeah. back when they're normal size, yeah. I mean, the, the stock pipes weren't bad. Right, right. All right. Next question. Okay, Dio wants to know. How often do you suggest a muffler repack for us weekend warriors? What do you think, brother? Well, that's that's a loaded question. I mean, it depends on how, if you're riding in the sand, you know, you should do it, you know, more frequently. Um, if you're just out in the desert bombing around and you're not on it, you know, 
wide open for a period of time, you could probably do it every six months. Oh, yeah? yeah. I think so. Okay. All right. it, it's relative to the skill, right, Steve, and right. How, much, how, how much you're on the throttle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If, you're, if you got the throttle open all the time, you're burning that packing up. All right. All right, next question. Okay, final question from Ben Coates. 2016 being JGR's final contract year with Yamaha. Will they re-sign with Yamaha or go with another color? What do you think, JT? I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, barring some sort of meltdown over this Cooper Webb deal, um, I think it's worked out. You know, Barsha is locked in there for, what, two more years? Three more years? Something yep. like that? Yep. Um, so I, I don't – I think – JGR's done a great job. I think they brought, you know, Weston Pike up last year quite a bit. I mean, he's getting on the podium. I think they've kind of sorted out the Barksha issues they had. Um, obviously, Phil has, you know, exceeded expectations, I, I thought, all year. Uh, so, yeah, I would see – I wouldn't see why Yamaha would want to go away from that, you know, unless there's something I don't know about. Well, at one time, I think JGR wanted to go away from Yamaha. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think they figured that out because Yamaha wasn't very forthcoming from what I was told. No, I agree exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that that was the deal then. But no, I think the relationship and the bikes are great now. I think this Cooper Webb thing has the potential to cause some waves, though. I heard he already re-signed with Yamaha. Did you hear that? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's not true. Okay, all right. Yeah, I thought it was already done deal. So I've been hearing that yeah. from a pretty good source. So it'll yeah, be it'll be interesting I, I, to see. Yeah, I don't think so. I know he's pretty close, but I think he's close with some other deals too. So, are you yeah. saying that because they that that's the team he'll have to go to, or because you know Yamaha was talking with Reed to go to a factory team this year? Right. That's what I I've heard that Yamaha themselves are maybe wanting to hold on to Webb and not let JGR have him. You know, or, or send him to JGR, I should say. So that that's where I would see a riff if Yamaha tried to keep him in their truck. Gotcha. Um. All right. Is that it? Yep, that's it. All right. BTOsports.com. Tweet at talent. There we go. Some good questions. Good job, bro. Um. Yeah. We don't have an outro, I don't think. I there's, should know this better. No, there's no yeah. outro. Okay, so Pulpamex10 is the discount code on there. JT, are we done with you? You got to go? Um, I'm boarding right now. Okay, never I mean, mind. We'll whatever. let you go. Flyracing.com. Jason Thomas, our own. Uh, he's uh, going to Houston, hawking fly racewear across the country, and then he will be at Anaheim 1. Jason36 at AOL.com. BTOsports.com. VIP slash VIP. Yeah, what, what, what is it? BTOsportsracing.com slash VIP. That's it. That's it. Go there. Yeah. and uh, If anybody anybody wants to do anything this weekend, uh, let me know. It's obviously last minute, but I have some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to come back on when I land. I think I'll be. You'll still be on when I land. So I'll okay. let you know. Well, apparently we won't be on live right now. We're, our server has an issue, but we are recording it. So just text me, buddy. We'll try to get you back on. Okay. See you guys. Right, thanks, Jason Thomas. Everybody. Hope you have a. Yeah, he runs into some hot chicks. He seemed honry tonight. <laughs> he did, huh? Yeah, he did seem. Yeah, he seems really honry. Ah, well, maybe he's stressed. He's at an yeah, airport. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's stressed. Know. Airports will do that. Hopefully, he sees a hot chick on there. Or the stewardess is fine. Right. Um. All right, well, let's, uh, let's take a commercial break. We'll discuss this more. Uh, BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. The Pulp and Mech Show 2016. We are coming at you. First show. Servers down. We're off to a banging start right now. Oh, my God. What We're happened st- now? I don't know. You have to call again? No, Swiss Corps is on it. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I blame Talon. Everyone on Twitter is blaming me, too. So. Oh, yeah, there we go. Perfect. That'll work. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a commercial break. The great Tony Berluti is here. To- Eli Tomac from Monster Energy Kawasaki will be back. Talent's here. Pookie's here. The Basset Hounds are here. Stick around. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Pulpamex Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulpamex Show. Use coupon code Pulpamex when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people.
Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come in the corners. And What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelins uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Bolt on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with eight pinch bolts instead of four and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. 
Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hotcam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hotcam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hotcam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. 
And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULTNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. attention let's talk about wheels wusa based in orange county california the nation's leading supplier of high quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport they carry the top brands like talon kite did excel as well as galfer and brembo brakes all the w wheels are built by the same guys that build chad reed's wheels whether you have a new bike you're looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels w can get what you need Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freebird. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels. You're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take take the the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. 
see you on the track. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machine from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. coming in next show. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to have him. Uh, Michelin's Randy Richardson, great guy. So Yeah, I might like to come and say hi. Oh, yeah, by all means. Yeah. Um, it'll be Kiefer and uh, and Randy. Come on right back. On. I'll remind you. Yeah. But anyways, uh, Michelin Starcross 5, brand new tire, Balut. It's got everything you need in off-road performance uh, for riders of all levels, no matter the conditions or terrain. Four versions, hard, medium, soft, sand, Michelin Starcross 5. Contain a completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design. Durable yet flexible sidewall, more pliable bead package for easier mounting. You know you MichelinMotorcycle.com. They can be purchased wherever Michelin motorcycle tires are sold. This thing is brand new, taking the world by storm. Great tire. We've had good success with the ones that we've given away so far. And people uh, are loving it. Huh? People are loving it for sure. Yeah. The great Tony Berluti in studio. Thanks for uh, listening, everybody. We're going to have uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac on and um, talk about his new ride. Wow, that's when you big. Look at the, when you look at this title, like, 
Berlut, how do you see how do you see anyone but Dungey, Roxon, Tomac winning this? Canard? Um Canard? If he stays healthy, Canard to me <sighs> is as fast well, or yeah, not but, faster. But if, right? Than anybody. Like if. I hear yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, man. Stu- I think you can even throw in. Stu? I don't think. You can't put no, Stu there. No, I didn't put Stu there. Okay, I was just thinking if you were going to put th- Stu. I would even possibly, and I know you think I'm nuts, but throw like a Dark Horse 21 in there or something. Yeah? You think? Coming out of the gate? Absolutely. I don't know, man. Maybe. This guy's getting, yeah. getting better all the time. No, he is. Absolutely. To me, though, uh, Eli Tomac, Ryan Dungey, and Kenny Roxon are going to be going at it for this thing. I, I really think it's going to be phenomenal. One of these guys. And maybe we see somebody like Anderson step up. I don't know, you know. But and and you're not even mentioning Seeley. I think Seeley's going to be great. I do, but a championship guy. Did you see that uh, poll he had in uh, Racer X? I see he was winning it. Yeah, for a bit. I know. I don't know who ended up winning it. Or I don't what the know deal either. Is. Yeah. Uh, Hot Cams, the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams is a proud supporter of our show. Thirty percent off Hot Cams. HotCamsInc.com. Type in the discount code HotCams2015. We'll get that changed to 2016. HotCams unleashes power within a lot of privateers. A lot of riders on a lot of teams in the pits are using HotCams. So um, check them out. And uh, HotCams is pleased and proud to bring you our next, our first guest, really, uh, of the evening. Brand new Monster Energy Kawasaki rider. Uh, like we said, one of the favorites when you're talking about titles and race wins. And I think this guy's going to be the total package. Let's get him on the show. Eli Tomac, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, uh, all good. Just waiting on the California rain that isn't here yet. Dude, I know, right? <laughs> Everyone was making their plans, and then nothing's happened. So, well, yeah, it's like 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 last night we like didn't water the track, and then we like get to the track super early, and then it's like blue sky. Right. <laughs> I checked the weather right before the show to see to talk about it on the show. Friday partly cloudy. Sh- Saturday only AM showers. You know and. Yep. Maybe this is not going to be as as everyone thought. This is massive mutter. Yeah, I mean, I I do think it is coming, but um, mm. anyway, yeah, that was the big scoop in, in the SoCal news, but it never happened today. <laughs> and then and then you being like just a guy that doesn't want to be in SoCal that much, you're like, let's go to Colorado, Dad. Let's go home. Right? Well, yeah. Well, well, I mean, but anything that that rains here now goes to Colorado and snows. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac. Seems weird to say. Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac, but... You did you did good. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to do that. Hot Cam's bringing you Eli Tomac on the show. So, uh, let, let's go back. Let's rewind a little bit. Uh, we knew that for most of the summer, um, you were going to go to Cowie. We all expected it to happen, and it did. But the negotiations, and I haven't talked to you since then, so the negotiations uh, for you, obviously, you're one of the hottest young riders out there. You were the guy that everyone was trying to get. Why go to Cowie? How, what happened? What was the package that they presented to you to make you want to switch to green after um, you know, a lot of successful years at Honda? Because I know the Honda guys wanted you back. I know other guys wanted you. So what, what, what made Cowie the, the reason? Um, I, I was at the point to where I wanted to go to the place where I thought I had the best chance at winning, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I felt like I, could, I potentially had you know, something – or something could be better, and I could do better. So um, I guess we're going to find out within a few days here. <laughs> but um, so far, you know, you know, so good, and it's. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know for for the amount of time I've, I've had on the bike, it's been it's been really good. All the testing and getting the thing dialed in, and uh, and honestly, I, I feel like for the amount of time I've had on the motorcycle, mm-hmm. I think 
you can do too much in the off season for how I feel or where I feel like I am right now, right now for the amount of time I've had on the motorcycle. So I'm not saying being a slacker right. or you should be a slacker, but <laughs> like, I think you can definitely override, you know, like too much. So, right. um, yeah. So I, I feel like I'm in a good spot. Like I'm not, I'm not worried about having enough seat time going into Anaheim. Yeah. And you know what, as a former mechanic, I've seen guys test themselves into the ground too. It can happen. Yep. You can you can have yep. you can tire yourself out by riding too much, killing yourself. It's a long season, as you know. And then I've seen guys just test themselves into a standstill where they start just thinking like, "Oh man, I this was better over here and that was better over here." Well, unlike road racing or anything with a with a pavement, like the tracks change lap to lap, the lines change, the bumps change, and you just can't always compare it that way. Sometimes it literally is just ride it. Yes. Yep. Yep. And that's, that's another thing too. Like, you know, I had to like, I just, I only had so much time, so I kind of had to just pick and choose and go with mm-hmm. it. And I feel yeah. like I'm in a good spot too. So right. yeah. Um, the, uh, and the, and the KYB suspension brought over, uh, I know the Cowie guys, you know, they were on Showa to get you. They yep. said, Hey, let's, stay, let's, let's go with KYB. Will Wilbur, mm-hmm. uh, your teammate, we'll talk about him in a second. He's still on Showa. That's an interesting dynamic to watch for all of us in the media. But, um, Man, it was working pretty good for you, <laughs> beginning of it, the nationals. So it, it, it was. I mean, that for me at the time, that that really, um, I don't know, kind of kind of saved my bike. I thought, mm-hmm. you know? yeah. Um, especially, I don't, I don't know. There was there were some things in Supercross that did better, and some things in, in outdoors that did better, and it even it even showed when Trey switched too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so at, at the time, it, it was it, it just worked, you know, for that bike, and and that's what I what I've been comfortable on. When I look at a Honda, uh, what they've been doing over the years, and they started in '09 on the bike that nobody liked, but they got it got better and better. When I look at a Honda, they're trying to make it compacter, shorter, smaller, tighter. They're they're really looking at making this uh, low center of gravity. And when you look at what mm-hmm. Cowie did in the 2016 Berlut, like they did a lot of those same mods. They brought everything in thinner, tighter, smaller. Like I see the same kind of thing that Cowie's trying to do, and maybe they're doing are going to do a better job than Honda, but. Same kind of mentality. Let's get this bike underneath the rider and not so big. Do you agree? Um, I would say, in the way it when you're sitting on it, yes, I agree that mm-hmm. it's, it's for sure like skinnier underneath you. It it feels like the Honda would between your legs, you know. Mm-hmm. But the on the track, it it doesn't have that feeling. Like okay, it's it's, it's kind of what you want for stability and and more safety for sure. Yeah, like it's maybe not as twitchy. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, yep. Man, that must have been good to be Eli Tomac last year when everybody wants to sign you to ride your bike and pay you millions of dollars. That must have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been so cool to to be go, going through that and having everybody courting you. And as you're ripping off moto wins left and right and supercross wins, ah, life must have been good for you back then. Um, hey, so yeah. Uh, hey, um, so the shoulders—you had double soldier, double double shoulder surgery, uh, missed most of the off season, um, and then you're back on the bike. Are you? Are the shoulders a hundred percent? Are you still have room to go? You think, or how close are you? On the motorcycle, I would say they're they're a hundred percent. I would say if I was if I was in the gym doing, I don't know, if I was, I don't know, doing something, swinging the golf club, or sure. Swinging a baseball bat, it would be uh, not quite a hundred percent, but motorcycle, it's it's really no no issue at all now, and that's literally come around like the last three weeks to where I 
where before the, those last three weeks I did feel them, and right. now it's like it's I don't even think about them. So um, for for those, it's it's no big deal. Did you think so. about just getting the one fixed that you'd hurt at uh, at Lakewood, or was there another issue with the other one that maybe I don't know, or like was it a case where you were like, ah, I'm gonna go under the knife, let's do both of them, or was there thoughts? Uh, no. No, not at all. I mean, so I, I dislocated the right one. That was the one that they had to put back in and place at Lakewood. Mm-hmm. And that ended up being, like, the minor injury because oh. when, you, when you dislocate your shoulder, you tear you tear your labrum up. That's, right. I guess, the thing that, that tears or blows out. So, anyway, that wasn't a terrible tear, so they were able to fix that pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so going back to the crash and the dislocation, like, Later that night, like my left my left shoulder started just really hurting, and I couldn't really lift it up off the bed. I was like, "Man, what the heck?" <laughs> right. Um, okay. So then, when I actually went and got the MRIs and came back, they were like, "Holy crap!" You know, your your rotator cuff is is destroyed. That's like your rotator cuff's like four four tendons yeah. inside your shoulder there that all connected all. Yeah. I tore three of the four, so it was a pretty huge. Oh jeez! Huge deal. I don't think I yep. knew that. I don't think I heard about. I thought it was something older. Yes. Same crash. <laughs> no, oh my God. no, no. So the so the left one was the rotator cuff. That was the first surgery, and then the right shoulder I did three weeks later, and that was the one I dislocated, and that was the labrum. So. Um, oh jeez. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And after doing that, <laughs> having one limb down is no big deal, and having two down is a disaster. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, right? Oh, I can imagine. I, can't, I was double yeah. slinging for like two and a half weeks. It was oh, pretty, pretty terrible. Can't even imagine. Yeah, it'd be terrible. Um, yeah. And then for you too, like you're a golfer too, so that's gotta hurt. Like you gotta be struggling. Dude, with that. My my golf game is basically <laughs> retired. It, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know because you love the golf, so that's got yeah, that's gotta I be did, tough. Yeah. I uh, I tore my rotator cuff in my right shoulder in 92 and didn't go surgery just went like pt just physical therapy to try to get it back and i wish i would have went surgery because i'm telling you i throw football like i I think i I think i can't say i throw like a girl i think that's politically not correct but i throw like a girl now man i got no strength like in my right shoulder because i don't know i just never had it and it's just it's just gone it feels fine but just nothing there wow yeah atrophied or something i don't know who knows it was a long time ago um Hey, uh, uh, so yeah, the Monster Energy Council. One thing that Berludi and I, as former mechanics, pumped that you got to take Brian Kranz with you. Your old guy, he's been with you, I think, every, your, since your rookie year, I think. Maybe not, but been with you for a long yeah. time. So that's yep. cool. Since that, rookie Supercross. Yep. Yeah, so that's awesome. Good, that good is, to see. Yeah. Because, um, you know, like I said, as former mechanics, it's nice to see. I know, you know, they had Williamson, they got Wiggins, they like them, they're happy. And nowadays, that doesn't always work out. So awesome job for, for Kranz to stay with you. Yeah, yeah, that that was nice, and that just helped the whole transition. You know, I mean, it's you know, switching brands is is pretty huge deal. So, being able to take a couple guys over was, was nice for sure. Because mm-hmm. um, I I took Gilmore too, the the suspension guy I had. And hold on, though, Gilmore's had, on, Gilmore's yeah. on the payroll for Cowie. Well, he's not officially. Oh, okay. But he's like yeah, yeah. contractor. Okay. So yeah, um, okay, good, yeah, awesome. But yeah, yeah. So so I I have Kranz and then I I have Gilmore with me and then and then you have the rest of the Cali crew. So right, it's it's a good it's a good mix. Yep. To get Eli on the show, I texted him and I said, "Hey, can we come on the show?" And then he said, "I hated what he said, but this is how I knew it was going to go." He goes, "You got to ask Williamson." <laughs> so I had to text. So Williamson texts me, "What do you got to ask me?" So then I'm asking him if Eli can come on the show, and then this is real. <laughs> 
Yes, because this is how these guys work. Because when they're at the sh- <laughs> when they're at the track, they're probably making fun of me, talking shit on me. Eli said, "Hey, Mathis asked me on the show," and then it goes from there. And I know how it goes. And Williamson's making me bring the Cowie team a, a cardboard thing of coffee from Starbucks for the first round for Eli Tomac on the show tonight. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually paying money for Eli Tomac on the show, dude. That is exactly how it happened, too. Yes, I know. I can picture. I can picture Mike. I know how this goes. And uh, well, you know, look, look. Hey, you're you're one of the guys that could easily win this weekend. Uh, you're on a brand new bike to get you on a show six days out from the first race of the year. I'll buy the damn coffee. Is he is he Fahey's, uh helper or what? Yeah, I, I guess he's crew chief. Is Mikey crew chief, or is he just in charge of coffee? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. Hey, yep, I, I heard is is yep. is Dean Gibson doing your engines now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I heard, I heard he went there. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Dino Bambino from San Bernardino. Yeah, San Bernardino. I used to take Dino around. He had to stay in the Chaparral truck when he worked for Chaparral. They wouldn't, they had to, he had to ride in the semi. So I took him around in my box van when I worked for Ty Birdwell. So there we go. Um, as usual with you, Eli, there's a ton of questions from fans. You want to get to them? Let's, uh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. We might have asked some of these questions already, but let's see. Tyler, welcome to the Pulp MX Show. What's your oh, question hi. for Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomek? Oh, Chico Huh? You there? Chico Okay. Right, That's super weird, Tyler. That was strange. All right, Derek, welcome to the Pulp Show. What's up? What's your question for Eli Tomek? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. I just, uh, I just had a question about some suspension stuff. Uh, I know you guys talk about it a ton, but the KYB stuff, that's going to be some spring now, right? Not a, not an airport? No, it's it's air fork. It's a, it's dual chamber into a single, single. Like the Showa has air in one side, and then you're, all your damping in, in the other, where KYB is okay. literally split down the middle. Yeah, still on yeah, air. I just, yep. Okay, I bought I bought the 16 Cali 450. And I was kind of like... Uh, you know, I've, I've been trying some of the indoor stuff out mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. we got a little indoor track. And I have a problem with, you know, it, it's stiffer than hell coming into corners and chop and whatnot. But when that thing bottoms, it clanks and it bottoms hard. But I've seen, I, I watched. You know what's drive. funny? Hey, Derek, you know what's funny? Is you're describing what these guys talk about all the time with Air Forks. Um, that's exactly <laughs> it. Right, Eli? It bottoms. But yet, when yes. you make it stiff to not bottom, now it hurts your hands. That's that's what you guys. Well, yeah, it, it sends a <laughs> yeah. ding through my wrists. Yeah, it's bad. Right. This is what. All, I, yeah. Go ahead. I swear to God. I swear to God. I watched. Um, I, I know that you know Eli's obviously on factory stuff. Yes. I just can't understand. I, I watched James Stewart over jump a big ass double in Supercross into a corner, and I swear to God, he didn't even touch the landing. He didn't touch any of the downside of this landing mm-hmm. and he didn't get one bit of head shake right into the corner and i just i wonder how stiff or what do you guys do with that suspension that you can't i mean even if you bottom it out you don't get any sort of head shake or Derek, know, if i'd have done that my face would have hit the bar well yeah go ahead eli uh, I, I will say, like our our supercross stuff, you wouldn't you would you would not want to take that on a motocross track. You would get you would get pretty much beat to death. So that's that's why you can overshoot something and launch into a berm and, and not get head shake and not go over the bars. Like there's there's so much damp yeah. in it and spring your air in it that that you wouldn't want to take that on an outdoor track. No, I could I could see that being like. Yeah, like kind of Tyler. When, when I, I mean Tyler, when I get on these guys' bikes, when I get, take them off the stand or when I'm sitting on them, they don't move. <laughs> and I'm fat, and dude, they don't move. Like, yeah, what these guys is running indoors, 
is not even comparable to you know what you got for valving or what you need or anything else. Like it's insane. So. Well, yeah, and I can I could only expect that. I mean, if you're trying a if you're trying a, a rhythm section or something at Supercross for the first time, and you got to case something. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you don't grease it every time in practice, even if you're Eli Tomac. But yeah, you know, no, you, be, you don't. Up so you're not busting your ass. Cool. Well, hey, thanks for the call, okay. Derek. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thanks, right, guys. Thanks. Yeah, it's funny, Eli. That's him him describing his problem with air forks. It's like that's what I hear from all you guys. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah. you know, I had more air, but yet it's, you know, but honestly, and I, you know, you're going to be politically correct here. And, and, you know, if you want, you can chime in, but everybody I've talked to from suspension guys to riders, I, I made about, I spent about two hours on the phone a couple months ago and I called some guys about the different suspension. I'm like, why are they switching to KYB? What is the deal? Like it's, and, and everyone said the single sided show of stuff, you got to put too much air in it. Um, it's too, it's just. It's not as plush as the KYBs. You can't get it as plush with that system. Berlut, you're saying you agree with me? Did you yeah, hear the same for thing? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think there's two things going on there. I mean, I'm still a fan of the springs, right? But springs on both sides. Yeah. So if you're going to do air, put it air on both sides. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think so. I do. I don't know. We'll see yeah. what happens. But um, it seems like KYB right now has an edge air fork wise over Showa. We'll see how it goes from here. Yeah. But, yeah. For sure. Um, all right, Tyler's back. Tyler, uh, what's going on? I don't know, man. I guess Crazy Lady just took over my phone line or something like that. Who was that? that Tyler, you were talking in baby voices. Yeah. Tyler, it was really super weird. That, that wasn't Powder me, your right. ass or something. <laughs> what's, that, what's your question yeah, for Eli uh, Tomac? So, Eli, I mean, obviously you're switching to a new brand. I'm finally glad to see you get on Monster Kawasaki. You know, you're the number one guy now. Um, so how does that change your approach this season versus the last two with Honda? Does you know, being the number one guy and the main focus of the team, does that prepare you differently, you know, on the mental side of things, or does that give you kind of an edge in confidence? How does that really go for you? Um, I mean, for for mental, like, no, but support-wise, it's like, you know, now, now I'm a full, a full-blown factory guy instead of being, you know, where we just kind of lease the bike from Honda under the Geico wing thing. So now I'm just, I'm literally just a factory rider. So in that point of view, it's like, you basically almost have unlimited resources. You can you can just get what you need and, and you have it right away. So that that would be the plus side for sure. Yeah, I feel like that's something that you were just missing for so many years. You know, like you said, you're kind of you were under the Honda tent, but you didn't necessarily get all the benefits of it because, like you said, you leased the bike kind of from Honda. So I feel that now in Kawasaki, you can kind of switch and change whatever you want to and adapt the bike more to your riding style. For instance, the suspension you you were doing great in the outdoors. I mean, now going in with that confidence, I mean, nobody in the past, you know, 10 years, I would say, has been beating guys by a minute or more. I mean, I think you would probably have to go back to the James Stewart 08. I mean, dude, you're doing this to people like Dungey and Roxon like it's nothing. So, I mean, props to you, dude. I'm excited to see what you can do this Saturday. I, I, I really think you're going to do something crazy this year. So, right on. I'm, I'm pulling for you. Thanks, Thanks Tyler. Man. Thank you, Tyler. All right, fellas. Thanks. Yeah, Tyler, big, big Eli Tomac fan. Um, Hey, what about Wilbur? What a teammate. What a guy. Wilbur. Hahn. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. You guys are going to have some fun. Yeah, he just he's the guy that, you know, keeps it keeps it going, you know, keeps everyone alive, I would say, around the track. So, yeah. 
um, yeah, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And uh, um, again, working with the Cowie guys like Theo and Dan and and everybody else, they're a well. I don't know if you noticed this. I mean, you brought your mom, dad, Ricky, Krantz into the into the Cowie program. I've hung out with those guys quite a bit, first with Red Dog and after that and everything else. But they're um they take it seriously, but they're 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 lap. They have a good sense of humor. Big B, those guys, they they really do work well together. Yeah, like there's no, I mean, I I've only been here so long. But yeah, I would yeah. say, I don't know. Everyone's on the on the same playing field. You know, no one is trying to be above the other or vice versa. So yeah, it, it's good. Yeah, they just they they take it seriously, but they're you know funny at the same time. So yes, yeah, um, yeah. You know, they're, they're, I think they realize we're not curing cancer here. I don't know. Maybe that's just me or when yeah. I come around or something. But you know, I like that. So. Um, so yeah, so now with no rain, you may be riding this week a little bit more than you thought. Yeah. I mean, like I even, I even rode Sunday, Mm -hmm. you know, because I was, I was like, oh man, I need to get one more ride in. But, um, but yeah, so we got Sunday in and we got today in. Um, so yeah, we might be able to sneak in, you know, I don't know, Thursday's press at Anaheim. Um, but I kind of think we're going to get rained out Tuesday and Wednesday. So we'll see, but, uh, not, not too worried about it. Yeah, no, it should be interesting to see. Well, hey man, thanks, uh, thanks for taking the time to come on. This is a, uh, a good. T- I'm, I'm glad I spent that coffee thing. That'll be well spent. I think it was a good interview. So uh, I'm happy with buying that coffee. Um, thank you for coming on. Good luck this weekend. Like I said, I think you're going to be one of the guys battling Roxon and Dunge and probably a couple other guys for this title. It should be really exciting, man. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And uh, thanks for coming on. Okay. All right. See you guys. Th- thank you. See you. Later. Bye. Eli Tomac, everybody, brought to you by Hot Cams, hotcamsinc.com. Save 30% on Hot Cams, 20, 20, Pulp Max 2015 code, hotcamsinc.com. A lot of uh, easy way to burlute to change your bikes. Power, more power, move it around, is put a cam or cams in it. It's really uh, an easy mod. For sure. So uh, check out Hot Cams. 250Fs. Uh, question for you, Berlute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mike, what's up? You got a question for the great Tony Berluti? Yo, guys, what's happening? What's hey. up? Yo, real quick, since I figured Baluti was on, quick question. Sure. Um, uh, 30 plus, I like to call myself a writer. Um, 34, been racing since 30. I like to think I go, okay, locally. Went to Tennessee, everything was cool, so on and so forth. I like to go fast. Um, gave up on the four-stroke deal. Uh, bought a very low mileage 04 RM250, and as... It goes first right out, smoked everything. Crank, cylinder, piston. Oh, jeez. What happened? What'd you do? Uh, we have a track up here. I'm those from, things uh, require oil. You got to mix oil with gas on those things. <laughs> ah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, well, it, upon further investigation, um, the uh, air filter wasn't making a good seal against the lip. And up here in Washington, up at uh, Woodland, motocross tracks on old riverbed. So it's a real silty, sure, super like like baking soda shit. Yeah, and it, dude, it just sucked. Long story short, dude, my bad. Smoked everything. It should be done here uh, real soon. Get got that all done. I wanted to chat with you real quick about, about three things. Real quick, obviously, clutch in the past, uh, kind of a. Um, weak link and the RMs, I owned them forever back uh, in the early 2000s. Other than like a Henson basket, pressure plates, so on and so forth, 
Bert Loop, what do you think? How's the suspension on an 04? Should a guy just go with what I've got going there? Or, or, um, what do you think about maybe upgrading to a later model, maybe fork or something on that? Thoughts on that? Um, actually, I don't think the fork and shock were a big problem. I think you could get them dialed. I think you could valve them to make them right for that bike. I, I actually have an 04 myself. And, um, oh, nice. Um, they've, the forks, you know, went to a bigger pistons, you know, later on. And I'm not sure if the 07s or something like 06, 07s went to the, the bigger show of piston in those or not. I, I can't say for sure. That would be a little better, but I, you can actually get those things to work pretty well if, if you get somebody well, that, to dial you in. Racetech.com. Well, that's right. Yeah, Racetech. Racetech. Racetech.com. Yeah. Mike's 2015. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Uh, also, like I said, a uh, long time, ever since uh, 16 years old, been in the industry and whatnot, um, bike shop, rat, everything else, kind of hip to all that. Um, so I was kind of hip to, to the, the piston size and whatnot, but I figured the 04 and up stuff was pretty good yeah. on that. So if I find a, you know, racetech.com to dial that in, um, you know, that. That's badass, and there's nothing else a guy needs to do with any sort of clamps or anything. Like I said, long-time Suzuki rider, uh, ditched the four-stroke, found this thing, picked it up. Everything is just bitching on it. Um, do you have any uh, recommendations, anything else a guy can do to that thing to make it bitching? More bitching? You know, uh, you know what really works? Oh, sorry, brother. No, go ahead. Um, the uh, V-Force. Put a V-Force in it. They work good on two-strokes, uh, man. They really do. No, it, it, yeah, that uh, actually sourced that right before yeah. I smoked everything on it. That 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 was bitching. Every time um, I dynoed one, every time I worked on a dyno or had a rider and put a V-Force in, they loved it. Yeah. They, they just throttle response to power to the way it goes. It's a good, solid product. Yeah, our guys used them. Yeah. You know what you can try, too, is... The, the later models, like the 06, they went with a, a spacer a spacer between the reed and that. And you, you could throw that on there and try that, too. That, that, oh, that, that could help you. Oh, a plate there or whatever? Yeah, it, you can just buy a production from Suzuki, buy it, and just have to use a little bit longer bolts. And then you could use a V-Force reed on that. It just It's a little bit better, I believe. And uh, it's it's actually the same part as the Yamaha, actually, that, that spacer plate. Yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, color me crazy, but, you know, back in the day, then basically uh, Suzuki, when they did their engine, they were like, Yamaha, you nailed it. Yeah, no, they they copied it. the Born Stroke. <laughs> they copied the intake. It was uh, yeah. yeah, right when Carmichael's first year, 05, I think, uh, yeah. 04, whenever yeah. they came out with the new two, my, RM250. All right, hey, man, we got to run. Thank you, though. Thanks for oh, calling. Hey, real quick. Hey, Berluti, got yeah. your parts in the garage you want to sell. No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't really uh, <laughs> no, do I'm much good, of that. Dude. It was a joke. All, All right, guys. Thanks, Mike. Talk to you later. Thank you. Appreciate right, it. Jose, what's up? You got a clutch question for Tony Berluti? No, it's Josue. It ain't Jose. Josue? Yeah. All right. Sorry, bro. Yeah. All right. Hey, Lou. What's up, man? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, no, I was gonna ask you. He said something about clutch baskets. I haven't been listening to the whole show, but. Do you like? I always go through clutch baskets and you get those notches in them. Yeah, and I can't. Even, I can't push my bike in gear with the clutch in. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, and we shave them down. Like we'll we'll get it smooth again. But I mean, how many times can you do that? And is there? Is yeah, that transmission oil you run or that that you know <clears throat> following them down. That's just temporary because now you got a play that goes back and forth and just smacks back and forth. You know, so it's yep. it's so. Uh, it compounds the problem, really. Um, I, for sure, you know, a Henson basket, if anything, the outer basket, you know. It's hard, yep. hard, 
Hey, yeah. Suzuki's are notorious for bad clutches, huh? Uh, like, yeah, they're they're yeah, they're just quality metal or what, what is it? Spring yeah, tension? Well, I, I I think I've seen it. I've seen it with all yeah. brands. Okay, if, yeah, and it's relative. It's relative. Yeah, I mean, it's relative to how hard the guy uses, especially the outer basket. I just always remember Suzuki guys having issues. If with anything, yeah. there is an issue sometimes with it, kind of like chattering. Okay, like yeah, when yeah. you go to start, yep. and and even if everything's bitching in yeah, there, it, yeah. uh, and that's that's a little bit of an issue. But uh, oil wise. <clears throat> I think you can you run just a good, you know, like a 1040 Valvoline mineral oil, you know. So you don't even fuck with, like, the 8090 Honda? The 8090 Honda? Yeah, the, the red bottle with the little... Oh, I've, I, I'm not really too familiar with it. Um, I'm just letting you know that you can do that, but you can, you can try that. You know, it's, it's, it's really thick. My know? dad was always right. a Rotella guy. Yeah, the tranny, you know. Transmission fluid. Rotella, that's yeah. like a shell oil. Shell right? yeah. tra- car transmission guy uh-huh. fluid. So, so the thicker. So basically, I mean, if if I were wearing white gloves and you had a you know a ketchup popsicle, you would <laughs> sell me on on the Henson Club or. Oh, absolutely! I would. I mean, we're you know something a hard something that's harder than stock for sure, and yeah, and the stuff how, is. I mean, how much, the stuff is how phenomenal. Much can I get out of it though? Oh, it it lasts. It, it would. La- you wouldn't have an issue. I, I'd, and if 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 you did, I think they would even stand behind it. You know. Oh no shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks, man. All right, th- Thanks for the call. Yeah. Thanks. All right. All right later. Tony Berluti, everybody, helping people out. That's what happens. Listen to me. <laughs> he understands what goes on with people's bikes. Uh, all right. Let's get to this call, Matt. What's going on? Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Use the code Pulp MX10 when you're checking out and uh, save money. So what's up, Mike? Matt. Sorry. What's up, Matt? Oh, what happened to PsychoTrader.com being a fly racing team? Because I know, like, Cole Nichols and Tommy Howe, they're in fly. Yeah, they uh, they don't have to be that way anymore. They're not a fly racing team anymore. They were, and then uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know if uh, fly didn't offer them the same deal or if they didn't want to go that direction. I want to say that they kind of told, in order to get some riders, they said, hey, you guys can keep your gear money or whatever. So, Are they still on EKS? Uh no, team? no, not a team deal either for 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 X either. No, so just one of those things. Like when you're a team, if you're trying to get riders, you can say, "Hey, like we'll pay you this much or whatever," or you can we can say, "Hey, like you can you can keep keep the gear money you get in, and we don't pay you anything." It's like six on one, half dozen on the other, you know. So, yeah. all right. So cool, man. Thank you. All right, thank you. No problem. Uh, Race Tech, we talked to that uh, caller about Race Tech suspension, and uh, they got a quality motor uh, service going on over there. 65 years of championship winning engine building and tuning. Race Tech engine services, dyno track, and flow bench. It, flow bench test 100% guaranteed output perform your highest expectations. They've uh, they've got everything you need for engines and suspension now, Berlu. They get you know what they're doing. They're killing it with taking air forks and turning them into springs. I've seen that. I they think really that's a are. Great they're doing idea. a good job with it. Yeah, that's. Hey, do you agree with me though? Like uh, that guy that complaining about his oh, air forks. Sure. That is what. That's the million dollar problem. <laughs> like, hey, they're bottoming. Okay, let's add more. Air. Hey, it's pounding the shit out of my hands. Okay, let's take air out. Hey, they're bottoming. <laughs> I, I'm wondering. You know, I mean, the magazines you read. You know, motocross action or whatever. I mean, they're. They rant and rave about the, the Yamaha stuff, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. still got springs, and, and and I I truly believe that it is the best stuff. Yeah, as no. far as in production form. Pulp MX twenty fifteen, Pulp MX twenty sixteen saves you money at Racetech.com. Just get your suspension done. Nothing else. Get your oil changed. Get your seals done. 
Right? Yeah, all, I mean, all dude, that all that right? is good and helps, and you have to have it done. Right, exactly. Um, I would I would do the spring thing you're talking about with them. The conversion, if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're an air yeah. guy, yeah, yeah. Kiefer is in here every week talking about how he hates air forks. Yeah, <laughs> every week. So, all right, Chris. And he is, rides well. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Talon just saw him out riding. Says his his corner speed was phenomenal. He's good. He's real. Yeah. yeah he's fast. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Try to turn your mic. There. Go. Yeah, he's fast. I knew he went up to Canada and raced pro and stuff, but until you watch them ride in person, you don't really get the full. So you thought the Canadian Pro Series was maybe a bit cheeseball, Talon? Is that what you said? No, but you know how it is. Until you see <laughs> yeah, a yeah. pro rider ride in person, you never really understand how fast they they actually are. I remember when uh, Troy Adams and Demuth were out here in Vegas and they were riding at Boulder a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I was riding then too, and I th- I've told the story before. I've told all these fucking stories before, but. I, I would ride with Troy Adams, who you know, top ten guy. You know, and I, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stay with him. You know, <laughs> like I'm gonna just he he's cruising. You know, he's not doing a moto, but he's cruising. I'm gonna try to stay with Troy Adams or hold him up for two turns or three turns or whatever. And until you get on the track with these guys, you know, you just don't understand how fast they are. No, they're you're coming in second, they're coming in third. You know, like it just well, you'd like take Kiefer for instance. You know, and if you ride with him. The guy's amazing. I've I've seen him ride. I mean, the guy yeah. rides really well, but yeah. but yet he'd be hard pressed to be a top forty guy in a national, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, probably at least a top twenty guy for sure. Top I think, twenty I think he'd qualify. I don't know, maybe not, but yeah, exactly. He'd get lapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and and, and believe me, no disrespect. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? no, no, absolutely. Not. There's just different levels, you know. No. At the top level, it's amazing. So here's some emails, uh, courtesy of Race Tech. Uh, Chris sent this in. I agree with ninety nine percent. 99.9% of what Kiefer says, but on the topic of head-to-toe matching gear, him and JT are out to lunch. They sound like guys who have the luxury of choosing between multiple sets of gear on any given day. I'm running Fox F3 boots from 2006, a Fly F2 carbon helmet, and any of the few pant-jersey combos I've gathered over the years. So, here we go. P.S. Project 88 looks good. Thanks, Chris. Nice. Um, geez, here's another... Here's another thing. Jay sent this in. Uh, I drive a lot for work. Your content keeps me entertained. To weigh in on the Fox Pants fly boot discussion, uh, fly Fox boots should only be worn by a rider wearing fly Fox pants or gear. So if there are seven or eight companies, fly being one of them, only one-eighth of the market should buy fly boots to look cool. Further, they have a choice of A-Star, Garnet, or CD. So in theory, their market is only one thirty-second, one-eighth divided by four different boot manufacturers. Of the gear buying population, obviously this is assuming each gear and boot company has an equal market share. So that's what I'm saying too. Like this guy's got a point. Like Fly and Fox aren't building, getting into the boot market because they just want one thirty second of a share. They want the, the more of a, of a market share than that. So they're fine with it. So uh, I think Gibbs' departure from the show will ease tension in the studio. He seemed like an angry little guy. I think we need an update from DV on the Rocky style training he's implemented. And uh, thanks again from Jay. Yeah, I didn't tell you this. You, you don't, you're not a big social media guy, Berlu. No. But DV was at the Bud Racing Race Shop, and there was no jump rope. And so he got extension cord, <coughs> and his guys were jumping rope with extension cords. <laughs> hey, so what's his what's his role there? Team manager or trainer? No, what's... rider coach. Yeah, rider oh, coach. Okay. Yeah, I think they got a manager. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right, okay, so Chris sent this in. Hey, four-time, it would be cool to hear a discussion about Steve Brune and his impact on motocross photography and media. 
I've heard DC blackballed him or something, but in the early 2000s, he had quite a presence and impact within the sport. In some ways, he was like you, in so much as he often provided more information was not readily available anywhere else. Can you come on and talk about him and some Bruin stories? While I'm contacting you, let me say Weimer and Celia are awesome guests, and thanks for the content. Cheers, Chris. Um, well, DC didn't blackball Bruin. You remember Steve Bruin? Absolutely. Yeah, he died. I, he, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Bruin was a good guy, and I got along with him well, but then at some point, I don't know what happened to Steve Bruin, but he went crazy. He excused Feld of stealing his cameras from the tunnel at Anaheim. Wow. He thought Davey was, Davey, the guy who let him stay in his motorhome, let him stay in his parking lot all summer, you know, helped him out whenever he can. Now Davey was evil, and I was evil because I was working for Coombs. Again, somehow he he thought the GPs were better, which is cool and fun and all that. And he got in his head that everyone was out to get him. I, do, I seriously don't know how the guy flipped. He just flipped as like a human being. Like I, yeah, I didn't know those personal right, parts, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I kind of agree with the guy. I mean, you and him were similar in a way. I mean, um, he was more photographer than you, but yeah, yeah, he took photos. Yeah. He wasn't afraid. He's he wasn't afraid to call it how he saw it. Also, you know, no, he wasn't, and, and we say, were friends. And then, yeah. some, and then, I don't know what happened, man. The guy went a little nutty. Maybe he got on some kind of uh, something. You never know. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was uh, he was a good guy, and then when he started accusing me of. Uh, writing certain things for certain reasons. I'm like, you're high. I just wrote that because of this. I don't have some agenda where I, I said this because Coombs made me say this <laughs> because he knew that a week later you're going to do this. Like, I'm just like, are you nuts? It was weird yeah. to see a guy who was my friend turn like that. Yeah. I don't know. Somehow he started going to Europe and he liked the GPs and now the GPs ruled, which is fine. And everyone over here was the devil. Like, saying Feld stole your camera equipment? Like, really, Brune? You know, I, I really like Steve, but he was eccentric. He was, yeah, he was yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. No, for different sure. a little bit. But, yeah, uh, so anyways. Peyton okay. Manning got cues for HGH. I saw that. Yeah, and he did well. <laughs> do you think he starts for them? Absolutely. I do, too, yeah. Yeah, how can you now? Yeah, I think so. I would have never thought they'd put him in, but Me anyway. Neither. No. All right, Keith sent this in. Um, I have an idea for a change that could really change the sport. I understand that Supercross isn't considered a team sport like football. If a QB gets hurt midseason, the team can still win a championship. I think the point should stay with the team, and each bike is a team. This would force teams to have filthy feel ready to hire, ready to fill in or hire a privateer rider on a factory team if a rider got hurt. What are your thoughts? Well, it's like NASCAR. NASCAR is the team points. Um, but the problem with your theory is that you can't hire anybody to do any good. Like everyone has rides. So that's a good theory. Like if Ryan Dungey gets hurt, you could put a rider on there and still win the championship. You know, he rides for Ryan Dungey so or whatever. The car racing. Yeah. Which is, I get the guy's theory, but no one's going to do any good because they all have rides. There, so. there might be a couple guys that can maybe scavenge a few points, but would it make a difference? I doubt it. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. So, NASCAR, yeah, you can throw, you know, Kyle Busch can have a broken leg and you can throw somebody in that car that's going to maybe get a 20th and, you know what I mean, for a couple races until his leg gets better, right? Yeah. And that's what you're talking about. All right, Rob sent this in. He's got a long email with a lot of thoughts. Let me skim it here. Uh, he thinks manufacturers should add a safety to transmissions of bikes to prevent them from going into neutral while the bike is riding to prevent injuries. Uh, I mean, I... I I get his thought, but um, 
I guess probably you, harder you, to do. You could do that in a electronic transmission, but like how are you going to do that in a manual transmission? Yeah, right. right? Um, this guy, he also thinks that um, who the fuck comes up with the track layouts because some blow donkeys, which I'm with him. But he's also saying that fellas should design one good track for each venue and keep the same track each year. I'm not with him on that. He says live TV ruins attending the event in person because of the interviews and things like that. I don't really agree with him there. They're two different deals. He's glad Aaron Bates is gone. Um, uh, that's wants, been a couple of years ago. Yeah, he wants to know what happened to Brandon Jessamine. God knows. Is, is this a, a, an old email? Or? No. Oh, okay. I'm just curious. Okay, he says he's a kook two-stroke guy. And uh, please take a few minutes to tell us in detail what all the guys did to factory YZ250s. The bikes are basically the same since 01, and tons of guys ride them. I have an 09, and I love it. You mentioned things like works carbs and stuff, what made them different. What would Bob Oliver do behind closed doors to make these things so nasty? All right, Rob. Um, yeah, we had works carbs. They didn't have the choke. They had no choke on them, so they're really short. So there was like um, they were right up against basically the reed cage. And we also, I don't know if production carbs had that, but the um, what's the jet? The nozzle. We would change the nozzle a lot on our bikes. The the needle where the needle goes down. Yeah, in the carburetor. That's nozzle. Yeah. yeah. Can you do that on production carbs? I don't think you can. Uh, now you might like near the end or something. Uh, of carburetors? Yeah, yeah, no, you could on the older car. I mean, the new ones, you don't do that, like the four-stroke ones. But the, No, the, no, but I meant when carburetors were around. Well, like that one that you were working on for the... Uh, yeah, Project Idiot. Yeah, we, you could, there's all kinds. Oh, you can? Yeah. Okay, the, yeah. Okay. okay yeah. so we did that. V-Force reads. I don't, I don't have the squish. I could look in my book somewhere and find out the squish of those things. Oliver could port those things in his sleep, though. They were... Perfect, and, and they were a great motor. Uh, we ran a lighter crank than stock, and we would fool around with flywheel weights a lot. Uh, I don't remember the crank weight, but we had works cranks. Single ring pistons in 250s. Uh, we found those worked better. Know, anything else I'm missing for works parts? I don't know, why is it 250? Ignitions. Ignition, yeah. Ignition, we, yeah. where you could really... Yeah, we had our ignition before they were mapping... We had our, our ignition run off the shift drum location. So the pin, we put a hole in the case, uh, drill a hole in the case, put the solenoid up there. So there's a, now we'd have a shift drum with a pin coming out of the backside. The pin would rotate on, this, on the connections on the, on the electronics and tell the ignition what curve to run for where the shift drum was to which gear you were in. Mm. Did you guys have that? Not quite like that, but yeah, we, we had a, a sensor there that would tell you what gear you're in. Matter mm -hmm. of fact, we... we uh, we had one for us that operated on the start, you know, like what they oh, come yeah. with the button. Yeah, we didn't have that. Yeah. Not on two-stroke days. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't have any of that. But we had curves for start. We had curves that worked. Change per gear? Per, yeah, per, per, per gear. No kidding? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, factory Yamaha, bro. Okay. Um, Spencer said, I want to say thank you. I've been reading your stuff since 0506. You actually gave me some of those Mathis stickers. Back in the day, and you also got me some Ernesto Fonseca after stickers after he got hurt. I was so cool. I was pumped. Thank you for all your hard work and free content you put out. Thanks, uh, Spencer. Appreciate the nice email. All right, here's a technical email for you, Berlute. Uh I bought a 20... Cody said he bought a 2016 450F YZ. He had to take it out of the track to see what all the hype was about, and he, was, he wasn't disappointed with it one bit until the bike stalled out on him, and I noticed all my oil pouring out of a hole in my crankcase cover. This was shocking to me, being I was the only one on the track, and it was a sand track, so how would I catch a rock? 
My question is, do you think there would be any damage done to my motor because of this? The bike isn't seized up. It seems to have good compression. Yamaha says they'll warranty the cover and rings if needed, but I have to pay for labor. So I just wanted to know if it sounds like you, I would need new rings. No. Okay, crankcase cover. Is he talking like he, the clutch cover? He had a hole in his crankcase cover, okay, so I don't could, know. Okay, it could be. The, 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 it, and it depends on where the hole is, but right. I think I think he's fine because the, the oil is pretty far down in the cases and mm -hmm. the sump, you know, so... Yep. I think if he caught it in time, I think the biggest thing is maybe pull the cover off and make sure there was no debris, no dirt that got in there and clean that out. But I, I don't think he'll have to worry about changing rings. All right, there you go, Cody. Ten-time Mechanic of the Year winner. Tony Belluti <laughs> says that. All right, commercial, I wish. commercial break time here. Uh, Larry Brooks coming up next. Uh, Nick Way coming up as well. The 7 Deuce Deuce will be on. We did the Gear Alloy uh, cold call. We did the Race Tech uh Emails. We did the BTO Sports tweet at Talon. We did the X Brand Goggle Tariff. So we're we're clicking along, Talon. I don't know um, how much fun you're having over there, but it's fun. It's more difficult being the lone producer back over See, here. See, maybe but... now you appreciate Tits a little bit. Yeah, it was a lot easier having him here, but I'm figuring it out. Tits, come home. Tits, please come home. Um, all right, we'll take our second commercial break of the night, and we'll be right back with Tony Berluti, Larry Brooks, Nick Way, Seven Deuce Two. Stick around. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code 
Pulp MX 2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha's own Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Bolt-on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and blighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium is a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, in talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it. it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. 
and uh, that's not to mention their their casing technology but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track so there you have michelin starcross 5 hard medium soft and sand new off-road and motocross tires now available wherever michelin tires are sold check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com Proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of hot cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, hot cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5-10% to power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's, unleash the power within. Usually... Safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. 
you can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, 
Pockets. Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know, know these, these bars, bars can take the abuse you give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Some queen right there. No, v- it isn't. Via Metallica. Oh, via Metallica. Come on, Steve. Wow, let's give credit to credit. That's credit true. Dudes. Queen. I gotcha, gotcha. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, thanks to John Anderson from WUSA.com for talking about turning down your stock hubs, bro. Don't do it. Guts Racing, the official <laughs> seat foam of uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit, RCH Racing. You want anything to do with seats, bases, seat foams, seat covers. You worked with Guts, uh, Berlut, when you were at RCH? No, they just came on after oh, they I did? left. Okay, yeah. well, that's a nice segue. Guts Racing, they've got uh, some of the lightweight phantom seat foam out there. Great guys, great stuff. The hey, stuff is good. I just put a Guts seat cover on it and it fit fantastic. You the did? Other, like the, in the, the garage? Other, yeah, the oh. other day. Oh, nice. On the Yamaha. Worked out really nice. KTMPartsExpress.com. Use the code PulpMX15 for anything you need for your KTM parts. The number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. These guys got 15% off and use the code PulpMX15. So KTMPartsExpress.com. I think they're doing well. Um, and uh, they do good service. I've heard... Um, for good things from the guys at KTMPartsExpress.com. You need to get a KTM and a ride, Steve. Roost Graphics. Also, Roost has lost their mind. 30% off all week long. Pulp 30. RoostMX.net. Check them out. Uh, like I said, all week long they're doing it. We're giving away a Fly Race and F2 carbon helmet, either a short or canard replica. All you have to do is uh, email contest at PulpMXShow.com. Pick a random winner from there, and you get a free helmet. Pretty good deal right there, brother. Are you kidding me? we got to give the other carbon one. Carbon fiber? We got to give the other one out, 
And uh, but I, but I don't know how we're gonna do it. I, I got to think of a contest. Should have really thought about a contest before I did, really, you know, came back from commercial. But uh, I guess what an idiot I am. I know, Tony. I know. I'm an idiot. All right. And uh, all right. So, yeah, thanks for listening, buddy. Tony Baluti in studio, 10 time Mechanic of the Year award winner. Oh, Steve, you're all right. so. Next kind. up on the show, one of, my, uh, one of my favorite people in the industry. He's uh, been out of it for a little bit. We're going to chaparral, but he's the sports, probably the sports all time winningest team manager, Supercross team manager, former uh, Mickey Thompson, Ultracross champion, and former top private here in the sport. Should have won the South Carolina 1987 125 national. Guy's done it all in the sport. He's going to be back on the sidelines. I was uh, there, Steve. You were? 87? Absolutely. Uh, me and, me and uh, Machine Gun. Machine Gun? Oh, Tommy yeah, Watts. Yeah, and I remember Brooks that day. Oh, Brooks. I'm sorry to bring up South Carolina again, Brooks. Yeah, it was it was one of those days, but <laughs> hey, it was a memory. <laughs> you should have won. It was yours. Should have. Should have, would have, could have. How many times have you heard that? Was it one lap or two laps to go? No, it was like halfway. Oh, started okay. coming apart and tried to tried to make it to the end, but yeah, she didn't make it. Uh, your buddies at MXA covered it pretty well too about how there was an updated wrist pin bearing or something. And yeah, <laughs> anyways, it was that time of the year when bikes didn't really—they uh, were difficult. They weren't as reliable as they were today. You know, I don't think I've ever asked you this, Brooks. Or if I have, it has been a long time. But what's your single greatest race? Like you had, is there one that stands out? You, you finished on the podium. Um, you know, like I said, you should have won that South Carolina moto. You've won uh, 125 Supercrosses. You've probably had some hell of races at Mickey Thompson things where you had to come from last place because you were the heat winner or whatever. But is there a race or two that like where you just killed it, just absolutely yeah. was on fire? You know, I would I would say some of those uh, 125 Supercross races that I won. Those mm-hmm. were. Uh, those were pretty fun. You know, I had just kind of rolled into the whole pro scene and, and, uh, you know, that's when the 125 class just started in right. Supercross and, you know, I was able to win a few of them and it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun, you know, to be on the podium and, you know, in the, in the 125 class definitely didn't have the prestige that it has now. Right. Um, it, uh, it, it's definitely grown, but, at that time, it was in its growing stage, but still, it was it was definitely exciting. Yeah, no, you yeah, you were the guy then too. Did you point out, or how did that work? Why'd you leave the class? Yeah, so then you know the, the point system's always been. I know it's always been weird, right? It changes class. every year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. So then it was uh, you you got points. I think in the outdoors also, whatever right. it was, yeah. they they pointed me out the very first year that I that I had raced it. And uh, so I only got to race it that one year, and I broke my wrist at the beginning of the season, didn't get to race the first few. So, you know, I won the last, you know, handful of races, whatever it was at the end of the series, and mm-hmm. didn't get to win the championship, and then they dumped me out of the class there at the very end. So, nice. Yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a bummer, but, right. you know, and I never I never got on with the 250 and, and rode it as well as I did a 125. That thing pretty much ragdolled me, so... Mm-hmm. I never did as well on the 250 as I did on the 125. Well, you know, I just did a podcast with Healy, and I talked to Mike Bobby Moore. I mean, they got kicked, Todd DeHoop, Buell. These guys just get like, hey, see you later. You know, like, we don't care how big you are or what your skills are like. You got to go full-time for 250s. There's a lot of bad decisions made with a lot of riders back in the day that nobody cared about. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, and yeah. and it changed their it changed their the way that you know history was written kind yeah. of for them. Yeah, and uh, you know that they were they were a good one twenty five rider, let's say, and they they got thrown up in the two fifty class, and you know their 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 career changed, and and you know things things were things happened like that, like people really got thrown out of the one twenty five class back then. Right. Nowadays, right. they just keep riding it year <laughs> after year. We we love Nathan Ramsey, but perhaps fourteen years in the class, angry. Um, and then Nathan even like rode factory Honda 450, won a Supercross, then went back to 125s. Like maybe, <laughs> exactly. maybe that's and that's when you worked for him when you managed him, Brooks. Um, yep. Like maybe, right. maybe someone should have said something. Hey, Nathan, you're not going to work. You know, like you won a 450 Supercross. So <laughs> I don't. But know. I mean, that, that's that's the AMA. I mean, it they're changes, letting it happen. Yeah. That's that's the yeah, bad yeah, part. yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And you know Is that Berlut in the background? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. Berlut's here. Yeah. Berlut, what's happening? How are you, bud? I wanted to yeah, ask dude, you who dude. won that that year in that series that you uh, in the 125 class. Who who got the championship? Uh, Bobby Moore. Oh, he did. Bobby Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Was Was Campbell's brother racing that year? He was. Yep. And Bobby, do you remember Bobby Barr? Didn't you guys Rod, have Rodney Barr? Excuse me, Rodney Bobby, Barr. Rodney Barr. Did, yeah, yeah, Bobby Barr was his dad. Dad. Right? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Um, Bobby, uh, uh, Rodney was racing also. Well, did you guys have a? Uh, was there a shootout at the end in that that year? Yeah. Yeah. I it, wadded it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying won to, it. I think. I think Rodney actually I, I, won. It. I think he did. Him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's when. Uh, what was his name? Eddie Warren. Eddie Warren won the East Coast. Right. And Bobby won the West Coast. And uh, and then Rodney Barr won the championship. Right, the, yeah. the shootout. Or the shootout, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, there's some names from the past right there, folks. Because what, the shootout was at L.A. Coliseum? Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You guys were doing the 250, I think, and then we all raced the 125. What yep. do you mean, you guys? Who were you working for? Well, Berlut was a mechanic, I think, at that time. Uh, it might have been, like, with Tommy or something. Oh, uh, with Tom, Machine Gun. Yeah, possibly, Tommy, Tommy yeah. Gun. Um, yep. All right. Hey, uh, Larry, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Um, hey, thank been, you. been trying to get you on for a while, and so I'm finally glad you're I'm yeah. pumped you came on. Um, I've been kind of ditching you a little bit. Sorry. I know. Yeah, <laughs> bastard. Hey, you know what? That's all right. I'm used to it. A lot of riders and people ditch me, so it's okay. I'm used to it. Yeah. Um, but I told you I would come no, no. on. Yeah, you did. 702-586-757. You got a question for Larry Brooks. All right, Larry. So um, you're back. Blue Buffalo, Slater Skins, Yamaha, unless I'm missing the title team name. But um, you're going to work for for that team, uh, manage them, Benny Bloss, Bloss, and uh, Michael yep. Lieb, right? Right. Am I right. missing anybody? Lee's gonna ride. Nope. Lee's okay. gonna ride the West Coast, and Boss is gonna ride the. Uh, sorry, West. Lee's gonna ride the West Coast, yep. and Boss once he gets his arena cross points and mm-hmm. his Supercross validation, he's gonna ride the East Coast. And then uh, Brock Schmelian is actually gonna ride some 450 uh, motocross oh. also. Oh, okay. Cool. How's his body? Is he good? Oh, dude, yeah. How about yeah, that wreck? He's up. He's riding again. Yeah, he racked all pretty hard. He God, got, that was... He got tore up. Oh, Darling. my God. That, that's actually... That was a Brooks L.A. Coliseum move. That was... Yeah, that was... I think his was way <laughs> his was worse than mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, are you still working Chaparral, or is this a full-time deal for you? Did you decide to jump back into it? Yep. So, I decided to come back in and oh, just... Dude. Uh, yeah, the whole side, you know, building side by sides. Just you know, after a couple of years of that, it got so boring. Yeah, what? Smoke. that's yeah. what you were doing. 
Yeah, I was Polaris? building cages and and yeah, yeah, modifying Polarises and building them up and taking them from production to these forty thousand dollar vehicles and they were bad. They were awesome. <laughs> they were really cool, but. You know, you do about 30 or 40 of them, and you're just like, oh, smoke, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, you know what? Honestly, uh, as, a, as a Pulp MX show host, I should have done some homework. I thought they were a West Coast slash outdoor team only, but West and East Coast. Okay. So, yep. you're back, dude. Um, yeah. What, what, made you, what made you take it? What made you jump at it? Who, who was the owner? Who approached you? Um, what made you want to get back into the up and down roller coaster life that is uh, pro motocross? So we kind of had a different plan pretty much in the books uh, when we were talking about it and we were going to do four fifties. And I just, I, I, I prefer racing four fifty class, but you know, when everything kind of came down to it, we, we had a chance to get gloss and, and leave and, you know, we just thought, okay, well, it's a, it's a better deal to start in the lights class and just build the team up from there and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kind of start all over again and, and do the do the growing pains and, and everything that goes with it. But, you know, doing the lights class again. And, yeah, it, so far it's been really good. I mean, mm-hmm. working with the kids and, and help coach them and take them riding and all that. I mean, I love that. I love yeah. being at the track and, and being in the dirt and, going to the track with them and helping them. I just love it. So I just, uh, I've been having a blast to tell you the truth. Yeah. You're yeah. You're a guy, you're a track rat guy. You love it out there. Just dropping rocks for riders, you know, and, uh, and running around and, you know, trying to lap time these guys. That's, that's your element right there. No doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely like to be in the, in, in that scene, that whole track scene. That's fun. What do you think of the Slater Skins thing? The deal that obviously it's a, it's attracting everybody. The Blue Buffalo sponsorship is is prominent on there. People probably don't know that you you know you probably wrote the original Skins with MXA back in the day. But um, talk about that. It's a little unique, little different deal. Um, some people like them, some people don't. But there's no denying that it's a neat idea, and it's a way to give your sponsor some love that isn't available anywhere else. Definitely adding signage area to the bike. I mean that that's the whole idea is the marketing side of it and and giving the motorcycle more signage. And, and, you know, I think that's something that, that we've been missing in the sport and not able to do is have, have signage area on the bike, you know, and everyone tries to, tries to say, you know, talk about NASCAR, this, mm-hmm. and whatever, but NASCAR is like a rolling billboard around the track. And, and, you know, the motorcycle we've, we've cut plastic and all that production bikes are, you know, they barely have any plastic on them nowadays. So, mm-hmm. you know, this kind of goes the opposite direction and, and tries to add some signage area. And, and so far it's been good. You know, I, I've worked with the stuff and, and, and help them um, build, you know, change it a little bit, should mm-hmm. I say. Yep. And, uh, and it, it, it seems to be working good. The riders like it and no one's, no one's complaining about it. And, you know, it is different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you think that the the riders would, would maybe not like it as much, but yeah, they, they've got on with it fine. I'm surprised it hasn't caught on more, to be honest with some other yeah. teams. I really am because you, signage is it, man. You would, you would, you would think that, that they would want to publicize their sponsors and have signage area on their bikes. And, you know, nobody has really gone that direction yet, but you know, we've changed the skins a lot this year mm-hmm. and, uh, and I think it'll draw a little more attention to the teams that 
that, you know, it, it covered some of the, the engine parts and stuff like that before, and, and they trimmed it back now. So those those parts are now, you know, visible or however you want to say that mm-hmm. everyone yeah. was worried about overheating problems, and that's not an issue. You know, right. we had data acquisition on the bike the other day, and we were actually running colder than, than what optimal temperature is. So, you know, we're not <clears throat> we're not having a problem with heat, so that's a good thing, but we're kind of – going through all those testing stages, kind of having data that shows that, okay, these things, they're, they're not hindering the motorcycle's performance at all mm-hmm. and all that. So cool. you got you got to have proof when you're talking to teams and, and the technical guys. Yeah. That's a good point. Right. Um, how about fit Larry? Fitment? Yeah. Yeah. No, fitment's good. It's, it's, you know, I mean, I've been working on them for, six months now, you know, working on fitment, working on trimming them down a little bit and things like that. And I seem to got them pretty good. Like everything seems to be fitting. Okay. I mean, we haven't gone into a race condition yet, but get the practice tracks and, and all that, it seems to be not a problem at all. So is it basically two, two side panels, two, two separate, Correct. one on each side yep. and they, and they, you just yep. pop them off. They come off pretty easy. Yep. Yeah. Nice. I, I have them held on with, one, two, three, four bolts. Four bolts hold the hold Whole one thing panel on. on. Nice. Yeah. So nice. you can you can get it off quick. It's three bolts and a push pin, and so you can get the thing off and you know really quick, as quick as you can take a shroud off. Sure. Yeah, it's funny people go on and on about the weight and everything else, and then they cover their entire bike with stickers. And they're do you like have well, any idea what stickers weigh people? You know, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, the the plastic that you take off is actually weighs more than the skin itself, so you're actually saving weight by oh, putting okay. it on because you take the lower shroud off, you mm-hmm. take the side panel off, you take three pieces of plastic off, and those three pieces of plastic weigh more than one skin, so you're actually saving weight. Right, right. Um, hey, uh, so let's talk about your riders a little bit. First off, uh, Lieb, certainly I've gotten to know Michael a little bit. Uh, X-Brand goggles, I did his goggles, and I know him. I've watched him. Talented Supercross rider. Um, you know, obviously he's been hurt a little bit here and there. He's got some skills, though. But what, how's it working with Michael, and what's your expectations? And, and talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I've been uh, pleasantly surprised uh, mm-hmm. working with him, and, and he's got speed. Like, the kid's really fast, and I haven't, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I've never worked with him before mm-hmm. this. And, uh, you know, but the kid's an open book. Like, he wants information. He, you know, everything, every time I talk or, or share information with him, the kid's like listening and he wants to learn. And, you know, we kind of changed his whole program up. And he's been busting laps out. Like, I'm, I'm really happy actually with, with the way he's riding. And he's never had a super solid, program like yeah. his dad was the one that pretty much put the program together and, yep. and you know they did it as good as they could but you know how it is you know you only know so much if you've never right. been on the inside so um you know helping helping him and it, it, it's been good it's been really good yeah. I've, uh, I've been really happy he seems like he was always riding hurt also he was always injured a little bit yeah yeah tweet yeah. tweet here yeah. is he he's healthy 100 percent now yeah, he's healthy right now, and and you know he he got injured really bad. He broke his foot in Oakland last year. He stepped through the bars and yeah, it was and ugly. Broke yeah. his yeah yeah, and uh, you know that that seems to you know he's dragging that around a little bit. But overall, I mean his body's good, and 
Um, you know, I, I think I think in the past that they always felt, oh my God, we have to be at the races, so they would go to the races hurt. And right. When you do that, you always get hurt again, and sure. more. You know, it just it it's something bigger and worse, and kind of one of those things. So, right now he's healthy, and that's the biggest thing that I've been working on is just trying to keep him healthy. You know, if he's riding really good that day, don't push it. You know, like slow down and you know just or load up and let's go home let's go home with a smile on our face <laughs> instead of waiting until you hit the ground yeah um and bloss uh bloss bloss how do you say it what how do you it, it's bloss b-l-o-s okay is he too big for 250f is this kid he's got skills he won the horizon award winner we saw him score points at the last national last year but man i'm scared of it he's too big He's definitely a big kid. You know, yeah. I don't think the 250 is his class. I right. mean, it, you know, the way that they've, they've structured this thing now with, with having to go through the arena cross and then and then ride the 250 and all that to even be able to ride the 450 class, he has to take these steps. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no yeah. there's no way around it. I mean, the, the, that's why I was saying, you know, when we were talking, we wanted to go 450 racing, but the way that the, the rules are written now, there's no way to do it. So, he has to take these steps. He has to go to arena cross. He has to do 250 supercross. So, yeah. you know, it, it yeah. is what it is. For him to be able to get to where he wants to be, yeah. he has to do this. So It's such a you joke. Know, he's a, it's, that's such a joke. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it's all about trying to sell some tickets in arena cross. It's not about making sure these guys are ready. It's not. I'm just confused of why these kids go to Loretta Lynn's now and why they, they – push it so hard through the amateur ranks except to get noticed and whatnot i mean he won the horizon award and they're still making him do this like right right. obviously the guy's got skills obviously we put him on a team and we put him on a supercross track and the guy can ride supercross and he still has to do it it's it's a joke rj hampshire jordan smith these guys got to go do it meanwhile like uh arno tonis won a gp and they don't make him do it he doesn't have to go they're just like oh yeah you're good enough exactly but meanwhile, exactly. RJ, and that's that, you know, and that's that rule that they slip in at the end that dude. you know they get to they get to decide you know final decision or however they word it. If that, they were, you know, AMAF. Hey, if they were really worried about guys being ready for Supercross, how about you go to the to the practice at the daytime at any one of these Supercrosses and watch some guys that have never had to go to arena crosses. And watch them ride and pull their licenses. Yeah. Send them to right, arena cross. Right. Don't send the 15-year-old kid that's grown up and is a Geico rider or, or, or a Blue Buffalo rider that Larry Brooks said is, is qualified enough. Don't pull those kids out. Pull these jackasses. No, that, they need to. They can barely jump out they, there. They definitely should pull Exactly. If they were really worried about safety, which is what, yeah, they, what they're exactly. claiming. Exactly. What they claim is they're, ready, they're, they're, they're trying to help the young kids. Well, but they're, they're, these other guys have been got, uh, grandfathered in. You know, they got their license prior to any of these yeah, but, rules being made. So, and, you know. And, but they don't do anything about it. They don't do anything no, about it. No, they don't do anything. And, and they're struggling to get through the whoops. They're struggling to make the triple. And, and they let them go into the night show. But, it's you know, it, it's, it's just, yeah, I think you hit it on the head. Oh, you know, they're trying to sell tickets or exactly. make a little bit of money somewhere yep. in the back scene. And it just, it's, it's a bummer for these guys that, because honestly, we all know arena cross is freaking dangerous, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm, panicking having my rider go to arena cross and <laughs> right. having to go go race on this you know 20 second track with regal like dude regal will punch you into the first you know yeah. first row and, no it's and they're going for a championship 
It's a joke. It's a it's a joke. It's and you know what? And if you're really, if you're really going to concern about these guys, start the Arena Cross Series in November when it used to be, so that teams can have their guys for the first West Coast round. You know, again, right. another ridiculous, another ridiculous rule. All it is is they own Arena Cross. They want to sell tickets. They want to pump it up and get these kids there. But it, they don't give a shit about safety. Don't let them tell you that. There's I, no way. I thought if you won your class at Loretta's or top three, I, I, that, I don't that you got a that you're. You got a, a pass, no? I have no idea. So, yeah. So that's the way it used to be. That's the way it used to uh, be. That two years ago? Top five. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. If you got top five or got on the podium, then you got put right into the, you know, you were able to get your Supercross license and you didn't have to go through these extra steps. Now, the, you know, with the, what is it, the RC Road to Supercross or whatever, that now they're making you take these steps. and Even you know, if you win the class. Yeah, yeah. Regardless. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, he won his class. He won yeah. the Horizon Award and, yeah. and everything, and they're still making him go. Mm. So it, it, Ridiculous. It, there's, no, there's yeah. no way around it now. And that's why I was saying, like, what's the point of Loretta Lynn's now? You know, like, like what's the point of going there and doing good? If, if you do good, you still have to go through the exact same <laughs> yeah. steps. Right. Well, got last right. I mean, at Loretta's. it's insane to me that, that – uh, they're making these. They're making the professional teams that support their series and spend millions of dollars. Oh, we gotta go to Arena Cross in January instead of Anaheim. Like, okay, all right. You want to make your dumb rule? Cool. Go to November. You know, don't right, hurt the teams. Right. No, I like that no idea. Yeah. Sure. It, anyways, yeah, no, um, that would be that would be much better. But yeah. hey, you know, let's just take it a step further. If you win your class, let's just put you straight in. Right. I mean, yeah. Exactly. It was like that for a year or something. Or, hey, you know what? I I would take Benny Bloss in Supercross over Arno Tonis in the GPs. I'm thinking Bloss is a little more qualified. Than a GP right, rider, exactly. you know. So exactly, it's it's. Well, dumb. I mean, I, there's no way around it. I've already talked to everyone and tried to, <laughs> tried, to <laughs> tried to work it, and there was no. Way. I'm sure Larry if, has. If, if we know, <laughs> if we know Brooks, we know that you've tried to work it. <laughs> AMA is supporting that system, and that's what it is. And there, there's no way around it. Right. So it's like. I'm waiting for them to slip somebody in somehow just oh, so I can you scream are, and yell. You are going to be all over that, no doubt. Um, hey, do you get to ride the Yamaha track? Is that cool? No problems there? Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's been fun. Right. I mean, they, they, there's two tracks up there. Right. I built one of them back in the day, and I know, now right. I get to go back to it, so that's kind of fun. Hey, has Blouse been out there riding with you guys? Yeah, no, he's been Does he kill it in the whoops? In Killing it. In the whoops? Killing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I would think so, he, yeah. He, he wants to go. He wants to ride. He wants big whoops everywhere. The bigger they are, he wants to just hit them every time. And it's like, dude, please don't go through the whoops. You know, it's like <laughs> let's let's roll through them a few times. Let's get them down. And the guy is, I mean, he's so strong too and big. I mean, he's 190 pounds at six five. Mm-hmm. Ginormous. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. he is not afraid of anything on the motorcycle. He rides it like a little BMX bike. Nice. Who'd you uh, who'd you pick to do your motors and suspension? Uh, Jamie Ellis, Twisted oh, Development. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And he's so, doing a really good job. Really pumped with him. So yeah. I mean, everything seems to be working good. We're using FMF pipes, and so every everything's good. A motorcycle is great. Michael broke his race bike in mm-hmm. Sunday. Sunday. Yep. And uh, yeah, it runs really good. I'm really pumped. And suspension, Ross. 
Ross, yeah, yeah. of course. Ends right. up. I know. <laughs> With you, that's almost a, a silly question, right? Um, yeah, yeah. You, you've I'm been a, a believer. Fan. Yeah, I know. Always, yeah. The whole time. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, we were bench racing before you got on about the 450 class. We had Eli Tomac on earlier in the show. And you're not going to be – you're in, 50, in 250 class, obviously. But what's your outlook – on 450 class like who do you like for this thing uh, what, what's your thoughts on some of these guys and i just think dungy is so solid yeah. you know and i i know tomac's going to come out blazing guns are blazing but i i don't know it, that's a tough one we mm-hmm. were just talking about it the other day and i think it's going to be a really tough season this year to call somebody i mean roxon's a bad dude and mm-hmm. um Stewart. I mean, obviously Stewart will throw it up there on the podium and probably the winner circle, but I don't think consistently. And, right. Um, Chad's always a bad dude. You never know when he's going to win. He could just come off the bench and win one night. And, um, How's he been looking? You know, they, How's he been looking? I haven't seen Chad. Haven't seen no, okay. I haven't seen him right at all. No, I, I guess he was out testing a month ago or something, but okay. you know, he hasn't been around lately. Right. So, and then Barsha, he's been out there. Barsha has been looking pretty good and oh, Pike, yeah. obviously. And, yeah. Yeah. But I think the, the, the guys that are shooting for the championship, in my opinion, are Tomac, Dungy and, uh, Roxon. I mean, I just, yeah. I don't see anyone that's really going to challenge those guys, but I could be wrong. No. Yeah. I think you're right. And I think like Blue and I were talking a little bit, I wonder about Tomac's uh, switch to Cowie, and I wonder about his shoulders. I wonder about Roxon's unhappiness with the bike. He's on KYB. He won the Monster Cup. Things aren't the smoothest over there. I wonder about uh, Barsha, and, you know, he didn't start Supercross off last year. That's strong. I have all these questions about everybody except for Ryan Dungey. I have no questions about Ryan Dungey. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's right. the way I kind of look at yep. it. So. I mean, Barsha's whole program changed a lot during motocross season last year, mm-hmm. you know, with, with – the way the bike was set up and and all that, and I think I think he's really happy with the bike now, and and I don't think he was as happy in the beginning. Um, I think he's pumped with the way his motor runs and the bike's working and whatnot. So I think that changed a lot for him, and we saw it at the end of motocross last year. But you're right; there's no question with Dungey. I think he's just so solid. The guy just. He's just right. a motor, you know, he just, he just comes out and does what he has to do and he gets decent starts and the guy hammers to the end. He's fit and he's smart. You know, he'll take a second, he'll take a third, he'll take a fifth when mm-hmm. he has to. And that's the way you win championships. You don't go out to win every single race. You go to finish on the podium or, mm-hmm. you know, on a bad night, get a fifth or be happy with a fifth and, you know, and and I don't think a lot of these guys are still matured enough to really realize that you can win a championship and get a fifth place, get a sixth place whenever you have to. But right. it's a, it's it's yeah, it it takes a, mat- a mature person to win, and I think I think Dungey's definitely got the maturity. I'm a bit surprised, Larry, that you're back in the sport as a manager of a team. I thought if we see you again, I really thought you'd work. With a team, with with a rider in particular, like one or two guys, or you would be um, either be a manager and you'd be the rider coach, or you know one of these loaded top dudes would pay you a bunch of money to be his personal guy or whatever. Um, did you think about that? Did that happen, or did you talk to anybody about that? I thought that would be where I would see you come back in. Yeah, I did think about it, and and honestly. The position I have, I mean, I carry the title team manager, which you know I hate, but 
I um I I carry that title, but really I'm I just work with the rider and I work with the motorcycle and the mechanic and and I don't necessarily go solicit sponsorship and do all the things that I used to do that oh, okay. that really yeah, yeah. got yeah. to me. And so now I I, I do kind of have that position as a as a coach, mm-hmm. you know, quote unquote coach. Mm-hmm. But but you know in in the racing industry it's they they call it a team manager. But okay, so yeah, so I you mean, are, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am yeah. that guy. I am that coach guy. But mm-hmm. you know it, it's. Everyone calls me a manager, and I just finally just broke down and went with it. <laughs> You're fine. You're like, whatever. Whatever you guys want. I'm just over here helping these guys. So. Exactly. Just let me do this. You can call me whatever you want. Look, I, I got four Bassadowns. Can you get me some Blue Buffalo dog food? Like, seriously. Dude, is Blue Buffalo dog food the best stuff? Like, I don't know. Like I, 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 I can't when, afford it. It's too expensive. Are you serious? It's the best stuff ever. When when I first started talking to him, my wife told me to feed the dog. I walked over to the refrigerator and I pulled out a blue a can of blue buffalo. I didn't even know we fed our dogs. <laughs> it was it was the craziest thing. I'm like, oh uh, my god, this is riding on the wall here. Like I need to take this job because it's dude, just too much of a coincidence. It's, it's almost double what I pay for the per- cheaper Perina stuff, but it's really right. good stuff. Now I guess you could say like. You know, I, I guess I, I'm fine with feeding my dogs garbage stuff, but just tell the blue buffalo guy I need a deal on it. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll right. pump it up. It's really I'll good tell stuff. You what, I'll yeah. get you some blue buffalo dog food just so you know how good it is because it's, it, honestly, my wife is kind of a freak about the, mm-hmm. the dog food and yeah. feeding the dog good food and all that, and, and that's what she buys. So. Well, I'll, I'll definitely get you some. You can try it. Berlou, you have a dog? You no, a dog? I appreciate it, though. I used to, but no, I, I thank you, though. Yeah, but I have four Bassets, so like, I need a lot of Blue Buffalo. Repeatedly. Yeah, you, you go broke trying to feed your <laughs> I know. And you know what? And now, hey, and now one of our assholes has figured out that he can push the table, the chair over from the table. He pushes yeah. the chair to the counter, gets up on the chair, takes the wet food that we leave there because we mix, mix dry and wet. Takes uh, his yeah. big big mouth and takes the, the can of wet food down and brings it outside. Eats the whole can. Holy smoke! Pushes the chair. Dude, dogs yeah. are smart. Yeah, they are. It's they ridiculous. figure out if they if there's food to be had, they figure out a way to get it. It's like me. I'm good at it's like me. <laughs> yeah, well, we know that. We know that. Steve. Uh, uh, Larry Brooks. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, good luck with everything. I'll come see you at A1. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, seeing how you how you do with Michael Lee. Bloss is on the uh, Bloss. What would we say it was? Bloss. Bloss is on the East Coast. Right. Schmelian's doing outdoors, and yeah, welcome back to the to the sport. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Balut, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, Larry. Great, great talk right. to you. See you, Larry. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Larry Brooks, everybody. He's back. Yeah. Blue Buffalo. Should be good, man. Look, the guy. He's got passion. He, he, you know, there's people that don't like Larry. He's left a couple teams high and dry, and I get that. The guy can work with riders. I've seen it. He knows what he's doing. Like you said, he's got a lot of passion. Some of the team sponsorships and shit went sideways on him, and I get that. That's not cool either that that happened. But this Larry Brooks loves the sport of motocross like I've never seen, and he can work with riders. And I've seen it firsthand. I've been his worked underneath him, so he can do it. 
Lieb and Bloss, Bloss will be better. Bloss will be better for it. Vortex Racing email Jake at vortexracing.com uh, for forty percent off. Vortex Racing official sprockets of the Yoshimura Suzuki team. Babbitt's Kawasaki uses the bars and the sprockets. Pulpmex twenty fifteen gets you forty percent off. Like I said, Vortex Racing, pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on our show. He's uh, hanging it up. It's been uh, a great career for him. It's unfortunate that he's got to hang it up, but has to come sometime, and we love having him on the show. One of the very best guys in the pits. Nick Way, what's going on, man? What's up, guys? Hey, Nick. Brooks is back. Brooks is back. You know, Larry Brooks is good to see him around, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Buffalo team. Um, okay, first of all, Nick. We're sorry to hear about your retirement. That sucks. Um, but you've had a great Why, career. Well, I mean, what, what doesn't suck? I what, mean, whatever. Because I want to have you at the races. I want to be able to hang. All right, all right, all right. Um, now, you had Berluti as a mechanic, and you had me. Molly? Don't ask him the same question again. You've already done this, dude. Well, now that his career is over, maybe you can okay. look back with a little yeah, clearer mind. That's true. A little bit of different what was outlook. The, what was the best part of me and Berluti? Like, what did we do good? As mechanics, like if you could combine us into a super mechanic, you would take my. <laughs> what skills of mine would you take, and what skills of Berluti would you take? Oh, I love it. Well, Berluti was confidence inspiring. Okay. Like you know, I, I feel like you tried to you. <laughs> You tried not to be confidence inspiring. <laughs> no, I didn't. Like, I, I swear. Always bring up, I always bring up the little bit of this, little bit of that ratio right deal. But I mean, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> right, right, right. That's how he mixed your oil. He he was getting on me for not using a ratio right. So then I would just make jokes about like, I hope this is enough oil. Oh, okay. you know, because I I wasn't getting on him randomly about it. Is because like at the, the beginning of these supercrosses, like. It gets cold, dude. So the oil was separating from the fuel, and I didn't know why it was like. Yeah, but that was a fuel issue. That wasn't me mixing it. Yeah, I get it. Right, but nine twenty-seven. We were using um new. What's that fuel you guys use? No, it was like new tech fuel. New tech for sure. Not yeah. It was it was nine twenty-seven. We switched to nine twenty-seven. Separates easier than any oil. Yeah, we switched to just super am or whatever, and we were good. We switched to super am and no problems. Yep. It wasn't the fuel. It's that. Well, you got to shake the shit out of that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. so Berlut was like a great, like Berlut, well, I've seen him. Like, he's gnarly. He yells. He gets into it. He's heated. You know, <laughs> like he, he's very, he's like Brooks. He's very passionate. You never did that, Steve? Ah, I was just, you know what? What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, so that's it. Take Berlut's confidence. Nick, you didn't say anything about me. No, I said you sucked at like mixing the gas. I know, but what what good things did I do? Like, what would you combine us and make a super mechanic? Well, I mean, you keep it pretty light. You know, you have a good time. Okay, thanks. There we go. I mean, you you pack a gate like a motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I have that. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't be wearing boots nowadays. I would not wear the boots. I'd tell you guys to f off. Berlut's like you're right with that laugh. He's like, you know what? That, that is, a, he does got a point. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. You got a question for Nick Way, the great Nick Way, on the Pulp MX show, brought to you by Vortex, and of course, Pulp Pulp MX ten saves you uh, some money at btosports.com. So, were you close, Nick, to do? I know, and we talked earlier, and we did an interview on Racerx Online too. But were you close to going racing with just kind of spending your own money, or was just like, were you? 
just trying, trying, trying to, you know, to make it make sense dollar-wise and to make it make sense. You know, you had the bikes, you had the parts, you had the support and all that. Were you close to, f- to pulling a trigger on that or were you just not going to spend, you know, your own money, your personal money, you and Nicole's money to go racing? You're just like, wasn't, wasn't going to happen. Like how much, how no, close was, did you come? I was super close. Like I looked into like bonus insurance. All okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff to where like it, it would make sense. Right. Mm. But I mean, ultimately I don't want to just be there, you know, like, no. I want to be there and do well. So, you know, that's kind of like part of my motivation to want to be there also is, you know, I made some changes to my bike and I learned more stuff that helped me directly be faster at right. the end of the Supercross last year. So I was like pretty stoked on just learning that type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I was a lot of it was like with the the ECU, so that was cool, and and that made like huge gains, honestly. Right. And then I I spent a lot of time testing with the show guys this summer and working on the Cowie and working with other bikes and came up with like a new linkage for the Cowie that was way better, and that's what these guys will be racing with. And nice. We worked on worked on a new a new like that we've been testing this new system for the air fork, which mm-hmm. is like the next version. I think it'll be in line, but essentially show was going to give me, you know, work suspension and my own technician. So that would, that would have been awesome. And then I'd been working on these mountain bike trails and training on my mountain bikes, like every day this mm-hmm. summer. Cause I knew that was like the high heart rate stuff where I need to work on. Cause I mean, I can ride all day, but right. need to be able to need to be able to get some. So, yeah. But I mean, realistic. Like I, I know I can't race forever, and I can yeah. get it. And I'm like, I'm pre- I'm appreciative of the, the opportunity that I've had for sure. But I mean, you always want to be better, and that's kind of what. If you're not winning, that's what drives you, right? So, I yeah. uh, learned um, quite a bit of stuff that I, that I thought I knew for sure would help me be better. So that was kind of my motivation to. Yeah, yeah. Keep at it, but it didn't work out. So, whatever. I'll go watch some of these some of these dudes rip some laps. The uh, the 2016 Cowie, you liked it? Better bike? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. for sure a good bike. Yeah, yeah. Um, they made it a little Honda like, huh? They kind of tightened everything up, made it narrow, kind of made it tighten up a little bit. Not, it, def- but, it, but, defin- it definitely feels quite a bit smaller than the old Cowie, and the old mm-hmm. Cowie was like comparable to every other bike, right? Right. Besides, besides the Honda, so it's it's similar to the Honda, but mm-hmm. in my opinion, a bit more stable. Right. Um, yeah, it's gonna. You gonna go overseas at all? You gonna get some money to go over there? What, what's your? You still want to do some of those? Well, I did some. I did some riding today, actually. <laughs> oh shit! You're back. <laughs> did some riding. Did some riding today. Felt good. It was nice. Uh huh. Because been like you know ten days or so since I've ridden, so it was cool. Yeah. Super cross track, and then like I got an opportunity to go race in Germany this weekend, so I thought, don't tempt me with a good time. Nice. <laughs> So, what? But MC MC was out there today. He he got some suspension put on his bike and whatever. So mm-hmm. it was cool cool doing some laps with him because you'll love this conversation because <laughs> RV's call, Williamson's calling RV like, are you doing some lap? Do I got to get a bike ready? Like, what's the right. deal here? Yeah, right. Because Prater's telling me I got to do a lap, and RV's like, yeah, whatever, I'm doing a lap. Like, everybody's right. doing a lap. Yeah, big deal, right? Williams is, yeah, Williamson's like, do, are you going to practice? <laughs> like, he's like, no, I'm going to ride around. I'm going to, like, cruise around and, like, do some, like, fist pumps. Like, yeah. Dude, why, why need, what do I need to practice for? <laughs> and then you drop it some F-bombs in the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. But then and then MC's, like, listening, too, and I'm like, 
Well, MC ain't going to cruise around and do some fist bombs. We know damn sure why he came today. He's practicing his max. He just died laughing. And sure enough, you know, he knocked out about 15 knacks before he loaded up. Oh, nice. yeah. Yeah. No, you, uh, you yeah. know it. Every, everybody had their phone out. How about when MC was on that KTM and he was doing the farewell thing to Dreams by Van Halen, which was awesome, by the way. <laughs> there was a few knacks that came up like you were like, oh, like he the KTM wasn't working so good to the whoops. And <laughs> I now that you mentioned that, I remember right? that. Yeah, we were all talking like every we're like, oh, shit, like, dude, his bike's That's gonna... funny. You say, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, one of those things. So they're gonna have RV do a lap. They're gonna have you do a lap. They're gonna have uh, MC do a lap. It, do I get a lap, or does anybody? No, 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 no. I'm not doing a lap, dude. You should do a lap. What are you He's talking going about? To Germany no, this week. I, I got, I, yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm overfielding questions as to why I'm not racing. So I figure I'll just beat it. You know what I mean? Before I, know. I just line up, dude. I'm trying to talk to you all winter about what's going on. You're just like, shut up. I don't want to talk about it. Go away. <laughs> Well, well, in your really, interview I mean, that you... I don't really know. Right. In that interview you did with him, how many years did you do this, Nick? 18? Is that what I remember? Yeah, I don't know, something like that. Steve, you did the interview. Yeah, no, he started in 98. So well, was 90, it 18? 98 to, yeah, 98. 98, to 15, 98 to 15, so that'd be what, 17? Yeah, 15. So is yeah, that a record? Um, no, oh, I think LaRocco I had more. Okay. I think LaRocco went longer. Okay. He's right up there, though. NYK, yeah. I think NYK passed JT in number of main events. Um, number of races? No, not main events. Races. Would have been races. Career 450 Supercross races. You're, you're fourth or fifth all-time, I think, Nick. Did you know that? Not really. Yeah. Guess I guess I wanted it. <laughs> the whole time. No doubt. That's a long career, though. Congratulations. Right? That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, thanks, Berlut. Um. But you still haven't answered the Thanks question. Thanks for all your help, too. Thanks for all your help, Berlute. Thank you, you, Nick. You too, Steve. I mean, seriously. Yeah, you had I mean, uh, you had me in 02. You I, had Berlute in 05. Like, like re- like, yeah, like recently, I you know I get used to changing tires and doing all this stuff, which is not necessarily making me a better dirt biker. It's just out of necessity, right? Right. But, I mean, there was a time in which I wasn't necessarily doing all that work. So No. But I'm sure even you when you were know. Factory Suzuki, you were hustling. I have no doubt. Berlou, do you remember any? Oh, I, I, re- I remember in the offseason we were using Michelin on Suzuki because it's a funny story. Yeah. Because I pulled, I pulled my Tundra onto my tire to get it off the bead like Josh Woods was like guiding me. <laughs> to break the bead. Yes, I to get it off the bead, dude. I pulled my truck onto like just on the very, you know what I mean, to break the bead. You probably had a hump rim. A what? I don't know. I bet you I did. No I bet he had the humped rim or the the one the one so that your bead doesn't come off the rim. Oh, okay. We, yeah. ran, we ran those sometimes, oh, really? and Buzzard sometimes would you know throw those out because we had a lot yeah, of those. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those were a bitch to get off the. So that's probably what you had. I put money on it. Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, I took it. I got that sun bitch off of the Did you? The old Tundra yeah. worked? Yeah. <laughs> Throw the Tundra up on yeah, it, man. That's awesome. Hashtag hustling, right? Yeah. Um, you get her done. No, no doubt. Hey, um, okay, so yeah, so maybe European this weekend. And then, so what, Loretta's? You're going to do some Loretta's plus, plus 35? Dude, I got no plans. <laughs> okay, all right. Just checking. 
Um, yeah. Hey, we uh, we had a we had a, a voicemail for you uh, to play. A guy left a voicemail for you. To, uh, he heard you were going to be on the show. He wanted some uh, some riding advice. So you want you want to listen to this guy's voicemail and try to help him out? Oh yeah. All right, let's do it. Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, I just looked online and saw the lineup tonight that you got uh, Way Deuce Deuce on. Um, I thought it'd be a good question to ask them. Um, I'm just like a average sea rocker on a 250. Um, you know, obviously not going anywhere. Probably going to suck the rest of my life, but I'm trying to get better. Um, my question is, is I seem to have uh, some problems when uh, I'm just learning to try to jump something new for the first time, maybe something further, maybe a new track. Um, and I never really have a good idea on which way to approach it, either jump it standing or jump it sitting. Um, I was wondering if the uh, guy could break it down and give some advice. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm not really looking to try to yard sale myself or get hurt, so I'm just looking to try to do it the right way the first time. I'm um, just looking for some input. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. All right, so what do you think, Nick? How's this guy tackle oh, some jumps? Well, every single person you see go over the bar front flip on MX sales or sitting down. <laughs> okay. So there we go. There's your answer. 100, 100% of the time you're going to want to stand up. Okay. If you're if you're in the, if you're a beginner and you are not and you are not in the uh, category of seat bouncing something out of a corner for whatever reason, yeah, yeah, you are definitely standing up one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> okay, do not and don't get discouraged, man. It's it's hard for everybody at new tracks. Did you ever do that? The, when I don't know if you ever did this because you're you've always been a great rider, but I did, and I mean I was a decent rider, but if I saw a sketchy triple or double. I jumped off the side, uh, on a t- not on a racetrack necessarily, but on a practice track or whatever. I never jumped. Mm-hmm. I would jump off the side and be like, ah, "I'm good, I got it." Would you ever do that, Nick? Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's normal. Okay, Larry, uh, everybody did, yeah. did, does that. I think. Well, I don't know, but maybe a guy like I Nick mean, like, is so good that he's like, "I don't need to do that." I mean, I even like uh, even there'd be like some sections like at like the races where people jump to the side like McGrath because he could he was like what are they going to do disqualify me would like try like see if there was like a three out of the corner of them he would just jump beside the bear like the hay bale off of the side <laughs> yeah I guess you're right I've seen that I've seen that some pros yeah. do that but and like and at the test track that's like super normal that's like exactly I mean, you see all these, like it's like so important on these everyone's Instagram that hit a quad right like how many times they jump beside it to hit this quad like I get it your butt can go far <laughs> That what milestone quad. Up? I'm over that milestone quad. I'm over that thing, dude. That's what I'm saying. I'm over the milestone quad. <laughs> like we've seen enough of the quads, dude. Like we get uh, it. Yeah. At the races, you're not going to be able to quad, and if you do, like everyone's going to do it. So it's not a big deal. Right, right. Um, yeah, no, you're right. All right, let's get to this phone call from Canada. Uh, Gibbs, what's up, Gibbs? What's going on? I'm just up in uh, the Arctic Circle right now. Where are you at? Uh, Callaway. It's like. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of close to Alaska. Oh, you're being serious. Territories. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying, oh, like, you're just oh. joking. Like, it was cold where you are in Canada, but you're actually literally. No, no. Yeah, I'm up here for NORAD. What the it's fuck? Based out of Colorado. It's like Fucking a, Matthew Broderick called, bro. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I pulled that out. Um, <laughs> War Games, everybody. Remember War Games? That no. was NORAD. That was NORAD. They were yeah. in the mountains. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good film. I haven't seen that in a long time. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. All right, what's your question for NYK? Oh, I was, I remember, uh, 
maybe I, I wasn't like I wasn't an insider on the sport. I know I'm not an insider, but I listen to this janky radio show now. But um, I remember back in I think it was '08. You were on that J Law team. Was that like a good team? Like and like why did it fold? And who was paying for that team back then? Like was it a good bike? I mean that's a good question. <laughs> the bike was NYK's uh, JGR did motors, and that well, was, was like that was after I was kind of fit. I was fed up a little bit, but oh, yeah. okay. Well, I was pitched that it was Yamaha Troy because, like, the year before they had like their full team, right? Mm-hmm. Not that I, not that I ever thought that that was going to be awesome by any means, but I was like. Kind of what I got sold was a lot different than how it, how it came came about. But regardless, like there was a bunch of outside sponsors that were interested in sponsoring J Law and having me. And then, I mean, I just I think essentially the second year they kept going because they were trying to collect on some sponsorship money that were promised from the first year. Mm-hmm. I would have to guess. Yeah. But I mean, they had good intentions, but just. Jason didn't, you know, he didn't necessarily want to race or, you know, got anxious when the time came to race or he was anxious that he couldn't do as well as he was expected to do. I think that was mostly it. So then kind of definitely didn't go super well for, for him specifically. Like if he had won, would things have been a lot smoother with the team? Like that was kind of what was expected because he did struggle with that plate and then he switched to 450 class. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think that was like the he, he struck like he struggled. I think he was he was decent, but he wasn't like the speed he was the year before. No, um, no. And I just I just think that you know he knew that you know what was getting sold is he was number one W, and then I was you know the, the other guy on the team, mm-hmm. and he he just kind of felt I I mean I he felt the weight of that for sure because he wanted to I mean by all means he was like his heart was into it. He wanted to win again for sure. Mm-hmm. I just think with kind of a lot of the turmoil he had in the summer of the year before and all that stuff just added up because he just, I don't think he was as prepared as he had been in seasons past and just the weight of having the team, yeah. even though he wasn't, he wasn't directly involved in running anything by any means. I could just tell that it definitely weighed on. For sure. Do you think the championship so. party and from Vegas was still affecting him a year and a half later? <laughs> <laughs> was he still was he still having problems from that party? Because apparently that I mean, was the thing was I mean uh, <laughs> Um Hey Gibbs no. Gibbs, uh there you go. Any other questions? Um Nick, do you remember that poster? Um Transworld when you had that white MDK Honda, the it was the Transworld poster, the girl was standing by it on it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my mechanic and all my buddies were hanging out there, I get multiple yeah, plenty of pictures I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I remember vividly. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Like if if one of you guys, like Steve, you do your reporting skills, maybe get get that girl for me. And she, I think she's still like a fantasy, well into my mid twenties now. So I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what's up, dude? What's up? You know her number? Gibbs needs Gibbs needs to hook it up. Like, I, honestly, hey, like hit Gibbs up on Tinder. What's up, lady? Tinder? Don't you feel like those Tinder. chicks are all the same? Like, how do you? How do you? Remember, uh, they're all smoking. That one's hot. iconic. That one is iconic, though. Like the, it's, the only poster I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, but gives it's probably someone's girlfriend or wife right now, right? So? No, 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 I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying she's probably so. times. she's probably still around somehow. Yeah, well, I have to look into that. Maybe we're gonna hoot her somewhere. <laughs> that like the ideal situation, right? Well, imagine <laughs> she imagine. may or may not. She may or may not be at Twin Peaks 
somewhere in Texas, <laughs> or uh, she might be at what's the what's the place? Tilted Tilted Kill oh, down here to make. Yeah, yeah. You might as well just yeah. just start driving. Yeah, I'm telling you, if it's not her, <laughs> I'll tell you where she. I'll tell like you her. where she's not in the fucking Arctic Circle, Gibbs. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> for sure. All right, thanks for calling, buddy. All right, cheers, guys. All, right, All right, mutual friend Donkey on the line. What's up, Donkey? Oh, uh, just working on dirt bikes. What are you doing? You're back, bro. You're yeah, back in I America. Think got, so I don't think he, I don't think he likes being t- called that. Donkey? Yeah. He called himself that. That's why we call him that. He coined it himself. He self-referenced himself. Really? Yeah, that might have been like the only time I have called myself that because <laughs> I actually have a cousin back home who they call Donkey. I'm I'm just basically Donk. Donk, you're back in America working. Hey, keep that quiet. Okay, in case there's any INS people <laughs> listening to the show, you are not. You were going to change tires and being over it. What's up, Donk? <laughs> Why don't you go over to NYK's and help out, Donk? Yeah, let's hang out. <laughs> well, that, that's, what, that's what I'm calling for. I'm, I'm just wondering when Loretta's prep starts. I mean, I'm going to have some off days here in the future, and, I mean, we can hit milestone and do 30s if we need to. Yeah, I mean, man, I'm definitely not going to Loretta's. <laughs> but, I mean, I'd like to do, I'd like to do 30s. That uh, and I'll, Berlut will come down and rip too. He likes to rip. Well, that's the classic NYK line, Donk. Uh, why don't you come over and hang out in the garage? Yeah. And let's 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 tackle some tires and some some chassis. Yeah. <laughs> come over and hang yeah. out, AKA. I got this motor I need swapped real quick. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll do some zone defense on these six skeletons I got out here. <laughs> uh, so Donk, you're helping out, Vicky Golden. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, helping, not working. Right, yeah, helping out. That's that's. I like that. I like yeah. that. Well, you pl- is she on a team? Right, she's on a she's on that team. She's on a yeah, the micro. What is it called? Yeah. Well, yeah, we, no, nobody in the household knows, but she's on a team. The Slayton team, sports. right? She's on the Slayton team. No, 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 no. Oh, it's a different team. Okay. Yeah, they're on Suzuki's. Oh, okay. Micro built something. Will you built? Will you please just not like mouth off to the owner or manager and just just bite your tongue hey man i'm i've been up in canada for like the last six months i'm popped up on all sorts of happy goodness and stuff so i should be all right <laughs> okay all right just, remember, just he's, all, he's all hopped up on tim hortons yeah oh, dude i had the last one before i crossed the border it was so good <laughs> you should have stopped by here on monday night or tonight well i'm hey man i'm 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 in the words of the great Nick. I'm already grinding, man. I've got motors out of frames over here. We're, you know, we're sitting, we're shipping shit out in the morning. Work's, work's got to be done. It's a serious program, Nick, right down there. That micro-built Suzuki team. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. No, it doesn't sound like he's doing Loretta's. It sounds like he's over it. He's not. No, nah, he's 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 just focused on Germany this weekend. Apparently. Do you see yourself, Nick, and I, I Ala Tim Ferry, coaching some dudes? being at the races, working with guys. Is that something down the road you see yourself doing or no? No, I mean, I think that'd be fun. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like I like I rode with Will a bunch today, and he was, like, asking me about stuff, and I like felt like I helped him a fair bit, so. Uh-huh, okay. It's fun, it's fun for sure. Yeah, yeah, something. Like, I don't know if you just if you want to do the travel or just you wouldn't do the travel anymore or whatever. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, I'm pretty open to a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would do the uh, – Opening ceremonies track ride again. Those are that was awesome. 
Well, I had that lined up, but I got uh, Jake's going to do that this year, so that's cool for him. Weimer's going to do it. Yeah, that's good. That'll be good. But we he, will, we'll, we'll, we'll see how he does on the mic. I don't think kinda, he'll be as kinda, good. It's kind of tough at first. Kind of tough at first. Right. Right, Donk? There's no way Weimer's is good. No, I mean, I like Jake, but he, he's a yeah. soft-spoken, yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty uh, you know, hesitant kind of guy when you're in a conversation. And Nick will just get the, the point driven home. A couple times out there, I remember Nick going, ah, let's give her a little bit more and see what happens here. Ah, oh, we made it. <laughs> like, I think, yep, I that think, was a big triple, I told you. Right. Like, I think people like that. You're like, oh, it's bigger than I thought. You're like <laughs> in the air. And and, Ron, I stopped and pointed out Ron Burgundy in San Diego. People were <laughs> I don't remember that, really. <laughs> Ron. I said, I stopped and I said, Ron, is that you? And I pointed. <laughs> Burgundy. <laughs> see, I don't see why we're like, doing the whole that. Sec- the oh. whole section by laughing, and I was like, "Yeah, that was nice." That was, that's what I <laughs> like, I don't see why we're doing that. I'd, I'd like to, but I just don't see it. But that's awesome. Did you ever have a scary moment on one of those where you were, you did almost eat shit? No, no, you no, kept it pretty. Really. Yeah, you kept it pretty. Uh, well, I mean, because the track's all prepped, like the during the second. Mm-hmm. The, during the sec the second time practice for us, or the first time practice, I guess the track. Yeah, super beat. It's super beat. Right, way more than it's ever going to be all day. So, any sketchy moment you have is basically going to happen in that one. Yeah, you come out and it's just prep perfectly. Like track, like track wise. Yeah. So the guy in the chat room. Yeah, like oh, go ahead. Because that um, I would always be like, because they they never gave me any feedback as of like what I'm supposed to do or whatever. So mm-hmm. I kind of just did my own deal. Uh, obviously, because I, I just did that floor thing a couple of years ago where I helped out, and so I must have did decent then, so they must have trusted me, the Feld guys. So, like, I would just, when I would ask them, they'd be like, we just need excitement. And then I happened to see Prater, like, mm-hmm. before the New Jersey one. Yeah. And he's like, if we ever need excitement, today is the day. And I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> I remember, like, going through the whoops, and, it, like, and I was like, all right, all right, all right. Well, I was going through the whoops. <laughs> I, I laughed at my. I laughed at my. At, at yourself. Someone yeah, in the yeah, chat room yeah. said Nick was always two clicks away from success. Weimer sounds like he's two clicks from offing himself. <laughs> it's actually not that. It's not that far off. Uh, come on, come on. Jake's nah, we fun. love Jake. We it's love not, Jake. He just, just doesn't have any experience with that type of stuff. So no, yeah, he's, he's never had a mic in his hand. Can you imagine a mic on Donk as he's yelling at officials and team managers and riders and you know yelling at everybody? <laughs> I can't believe man. Donk the people, the people must think take, that I'm just an Donk anger, angry down person. Case, What's that, Nick? Did you did you hear that? Donk, Donk tried to take he he took down K Smith or they wrestled around or something. Yeah, no, Donk, you, we love you, but you're just you gotta back no, it down. No, hey, hey, man, I feel like there's always a story behind it. The only reason why I took him down <laughs> is because listen, him and Coat Nichols got into it. On well, the what's track. that got to do with you? Exactly. Exactly. Just listen for a second, and I was walking back. To the to the truck and Kelly Smith was all he tried over tripping Coat, you. Like, he tried like, tripping you, punching him and pushing him, and then he like jumped on him. So I grabbed Kelly and pulled him back and fell, and that was it. <laughs> and I stopped like the fight between Kelly and Coat. Oh, so you're a hero. Like, you're actually a hero. 
Like, that's what I'm trying to say, and you guys are all making me look out like an asshole. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I saved my guy's right. coat life. <laughs> what about when you yelled at that tour group about uh, your chain? Getting, were you a hero then, too? My, about my chain? When they were rolling your wheel backwards in the tour group and you went off no, on them? No, 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 no. no you got, again, you have it backwards. <laughs> I heard you have. I heard you put some teenager's finger in a sprocket and hold it backwards for rolling it backwards. That's messed up. <laughs> Come on, NYK. Right? Like, oh, what is up with this guy? Right? Tonk. He's nuts. Tonk, you just just back it down. I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> but you won't. You're very passionate. You're very. He passionate. did save a riot that one time in Bercy, though. He did. He, he got, did. He got, he got between Aranda and Barsha. He did. Well, he, not, that, not that Barsha wanted any, but. No. <laughs> Barsha might have been just exactly. like, Barsha might have been hey. doing the same thing when Pike wanted a piece of him in that tunnel, you know? And then. It's either I'm like way too good, like I break up like country wars, or I'm just starting shit, one or the other. I'm not, I can't find a happy medium. <laughs> I just, Donk, I just want you to like, you know, just work hard or help hard, quote unquote, help hard, and. You know, keep the gig and just be happy. Oh, yeah. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's how these things always start for you. I'm yeah. cheering for you. I'm cheering for you. Will you, will you, uh, we have time to come up here, Donk, or no? Yeah, for sure. Me, right. and Kenny, me and Kenny Taco Bell are coming up. He told me that you guys are homies now since you went to Geneva. <laughs> He's my favorite freestyler ever. That's what he said. Ever. Because he, he, honestly, like, he backflips. And he and he, he he does this gnarly stuff on a bike that you don't know. Like he just brings in his bars and shit. Like it's like, yeah, I like Kenny Taco Bell. He reminds me like I could do that. Like I could be Kenny Taco Bell. <laughs> you know, one hundred percent. Like yeah, he he back like from thirty feet out. You're like that dude's backflipping. That's what I <laughs> Right. And he's and he's and he's like you know he's making money. He's going hey, up. yeah. Hey. Hey, I'm right here, dude. I can hear you. Come on. Oh, hey, what's up, Kenny that's Taco what, Bell? That's what I'm saying. You're right. sick. You're the people's champ. I'm dying yeah. Over here. I'm no, dying. yeah. Bring up. Well, yep. Just because I'm in the 200 plus class, like I'm not allowed to do flips. No, it's awesome. Yeah. Bring up. Bring the American I mean, there's Eagle. Not a lot. There's not a lot of Clydesdales out there committed to flipping. I'm going to be real. <laughs> <laughs> bring Kenny. Come up with Donk. Bring the American Eagle jersey for the studio, please. Done deal. Done deal. All right, Donk, we're going to let you go. Thanks, buddy. Not good. All see right, you guys. Cool. All right, see ya. That's Donk, everybody. He's back. Kind of. Helping. All right. Nate, what's up? You want to talk to Nick Way? Yeah, Nick. Sad to see you retire, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, unlike Ricky Bobby, I didn't find the uh, found a youth. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah, so you got plans for uh, for going to Supercrosses and live announcing from the floor or TV package? You going to replace Carmichael in the booth or what? Oh, that would be my dream. That would be awesome. I mean, I literally, ha- I literally have no plans. I mean, I, I, I'd like to stay involved. I don't necessarily see me going and just, like, watching all the time. I mean, for sure I'm going to go. I actually got a race I'm going to go hit up this weekend because, you know, I got a new setup. I need to test, test up, make sure I need to race test it. Right, yeah. of course, right, yeah. Yeah, got that new, new. Don't, you got to stay ready to be ready. That's what I'm saying. Right. So I'll, when I come back, I'm going to take my little guy. I actually broke it to him today. I said, I don't know what to tell you, man. This, the firework race, it, it's this weekend. No way. <laughs> oh, no where's way. My, where's my, 
Hey, he's like, where's my new picture? Where's the race bike? Where's the race bike? <laughs> oh, no. I was very concerned as to which one's in the garage is the race bike. Oh, <laughs> no, really? And I'm Jeez. like, we don't really got... Like, like father, like, like son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what? What do you mean we don't got a race bike? We don't really got a race bike. Mm. <laughs> oh, poor, <laughs> poor kid. Uh, all yeah, right. yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be great to see you in the booth, though, for sure. Yeah, awesome. Um, I think you'd add a lot to it or earn the pits, pit reporter or something, you know. So, um, hey. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Thanks, Nate. Yeah, yeah thanks hey, for calling, uh, Nate. Appreciate it, man. Hey, you guys have a good night. All right, see you. Uh, let's get to Mark. Mark, what's going on? Thanks for calling the show. Uh, how's it going? Good. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say congratulations to Nate for his uh, awesome career. And uh, Yeah, thanks, Mark. I appreciate it, dude. Just real quick about what you guys were talking about before with the jumping off the side. Do you actually mean like downsiding the side of the landing or just jumping clean off like into the flat? I was talking jumping clean off land on the flat. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. kind of like, I mean, you can start off clean off in the flat and then you can get a little bit more cocky and move over towards the side of the jump into a spot where you're not necessarily going to crash, you know? So you can mark it up and be like, yeah, let me see where I landed. Yeah, but I made that one. I'm going to go straight this next time. It's on. Okay. I'm going to hope. I'm going to hope. That might be kind of sketchy. Are you talking to Mark? Like, you're going to start using this technique, Mark? You're going to bust this technique out? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I I get. Okay, there's a 100-foot tabletop where I practice. I dump it every lap, no problem. Okay. But then there's, like, a 60, 70-foot double, and it freaks me out every time oh yeah well, it's it, just like because I, I haven't done it yet and i blew my ankles apart once uh coming up short on a double so well you got to yeah, realize you're you're actually flat landing when you do that and it's 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 a it's harsh too right nick yeah i mean i'm not trying to there's no chance I'm jumping beside the tabletop at 100 feet. <laughs> no, because no, it's a tabletop. You're good. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're talking more like a like a technical like 30 footer or something. I mean, no. even if the jump's like, dude, if the jump, I'm not jumping beside the landing on the triple, bro. I'm sorry. But no, you guys, like, all you guys like on a new supercross track. A lot of times, you guys before you guys would just do a triple. Sometimes I say not all you guys, but a lot of guys would just. Jump alongside, you know, but it would be a flat landing. I'm like, God, those guys are nuts, but they, I don't know. Yeah, but maybe the, maybe the, maybe the, I mean, unless you're talking, we're in the Supercross landings, like we're talking 91, when they were, they had barely had a landing anyway. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I know, I've, I've seen a couple guys do it, you know. I don't can't even remember exactly which riders. Mark, but. is the run to the double, is it the same as a tabletop run, or is it a little shorter? It's it's shorter and it's out of a turn and it's uphill and it's a blind landing. Uh, yeah, let's take some balls there, Mark. But you know you can do the hundred footer. You know you I can know. do the hundred footer. Well, is the hundred footer might the takeoff might be all laid down and the, t- and the shorter one might be like you get way more air. It's you know it's it's all relative to the, the whole setup for sure. Follow somebody it's off it, Mark. That was another one of my moves was following some dude off it because I was never the first yeah, guy to jump shit. I know once once I do it, I'm gonna be like I was such a pussy for so long. But yeah, yeah. I just figured I'd um, get some X brown goggles to help you see clearer. You know, try that. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. 
Uh, hey, do you want some Michelins to help you, Mark? Absolutely. Okay, we're going to get you some Michelin Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com, the brand new tire, uh, all these different sizes, different terrains, everything else. Uh, stay on hold. We're going to get you some Michelin Starcross 5s, and then you need to jump this double, call in, and tell us how the Michelins helped you. I will absolutely do that. Okay, stay on hold. All right, I won't you. say anything derogatory because I learned there's a different kind of rim that I've never heard of today. <laughs> exactly, there is. Stay on hold, Mark. Um, these Michelins, whatever you thought of Michelins before, Nick, take them out. Take, throw that away because Michelin Starcross 5 is back and it's better than ever. Uh, I get it that you're getting paid, and I really like Randy. Randy Richardson? <laughs> yes. Is he, is he part of this? He's coming in next week to the studio. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. He like is him. cool, ain't he? Oh, uh, dude, forget, forget about that. How awesome is he? Remember how his kit at Atlanta this year? No. Dude, are you kidding me? You were I think you were in, were you not in my truck and he was like just all kitted out. Oh, like, he had like yeah. Foxy jacket <laughs> right. and fanny pack. The retro and, like, race. Yeah, right. Yeah, he had like he had like the I mean, he looked like Matasevich, right. like straight out of ninety one, <laughs> Doc Martens. He had like he had he had some uh he had Nike high tops instead of Doc Martens. Um Hey, pick up three, uh he gets some Michelin tires. Mark, he's going to jump a double with Michelin's. Uh, hey, um, for it, dude. Jake, you got a Michigan Mafia question for Nick Way? Yo, what's going on, boys? What's up? NYK, this is Jake from uh, Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Oh, my man. You ever race up here? Dude, I... Across I've, the Big Bad Bridge. You ever come up here? I'm 35, I'm 35 years old. I've been, like... I don't even know if I actually can count that I went to the Upper Peninsula because I went to, like, Mackinac Island and saw the bridge and all that, like, a few <laughs> years ago, and that was, like, as far north as I've ever been. I went to that um, okay. I went to that Parts Limited ride up in UP. Where was that? What up in uh, Marquette, Michigan. Marquette. Yeah, stayed yeah. up there, went up there two years in a row, rode some trails that Dick Burleson laid out, and I was cursing his name because they were up steep cliffs, and I'm like, whatever, bro. So... Tighter than really? all hell, huh? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that much fun. Why? You yeah, I mean, I've, uh, yeah, right, Mathis, why you always got to be bummed? Why you get bummed everybody well, fucking, out? Well, fucking... You need to stop and get a drink. <laughs> yeah, well, why don't you ride these fucking Dick Burleson trails that are straight up a, a goat trail, and you're like, you're like, bro, I'm on a YZ450. I can't climb up that thing. No, I would love to. Well, Did he have yeah, a hill a climb bike? Issue, Was I he think. on a hill no. climb bike, Steve? I'm not going to ride a hill climb bike. No, I never Dick Wilson's like 25 years older than you. What, he's out there on a hill climb bike? <laughs> he probably was. That, that thing ain't going to make it up the hill. <laughs> hey, uh, Jake, so what, is, you just wanted to ask Nick if you've been to UP, really? You're just calling in for that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I haven't, I congratulate I him on a great I'm, career. And uh, one of my idols growing up here uh, in Upper Peninsula, um, I looked up to NYK pretty much my whole career. So, well, awesome career, man. Congratulations. What about well, thanks, uh, man? I really, I really appreciate it for sure. Jake, what uh, about maybe what? I'll see you in the Upper Peninsula. Well, let's, let's hit these Burleson trails, dude. <laughs> Jake, we what got a, to limited ride up in the UP. He's being a pussy, dude. Seriously. Jake, well, Jake, I must have. You're bumming me out. Look, you love Nick Way, and I get it. He was your hero. Berlute, but... tell him. Berlute, tell him, dude. Well, I can. We can send. We. I can bring you out here where there's cactus everywhere, and you have nowhere to go, and you just have cactuses in your hands. Well, and that's stuff. fine, but don't lay out these trails that these, fucking are impossible. Well, I mean, for the average guy. I was trying to qualify in uh, Tennessee, and after the morning, I didn't make the day show or whatever. But I came up to Berluti, and the guy hooked me up with Brock Tickle's chain uh, two years ago or so. Oh, right on. So, oh yeah. Yeah, on my Suzuki, so. No, you still have it on there? Yes, sir. Well, I 
I uh, I've been going to grad school the past couple of years, so I haven't rode in a couple. Oh, of years, okay. Well, it's good chain for sure. Well, Jake, if you know yeah, he, had, he hadn't rode much the last couple of years, only like seventy hours, Berlute. It's on. <laughs> Jake, you know no, you live in like you living up what kind in of the- patch you wearing, Jake. I'm trying to talk to Jake here, everybody. <laughs> Jake, you if Nick Way's your hero and you're from the UP, I want you to know that I worked for the great Kelly Smith, took him to a national win, took Nick Way to top privateer when I am Michigan. I'm practically half Michigan. I- I uh, got taught in high school by a professor that went to school with the great Curly, Kelly Smith down the Lower Peninsula there. All right. There we go. Well, but it all it, it all gets X'd out, these great things you did for Michigan people by cussing Dick Burleson's trail route. <laughs> I guess I, you're probably right. Hey, Jake, thanks for, uh, thanks for calling, man. No problem, boys. Have a good uh, night. Thank you. Berluti, giving a See chain you, away. <laughs> giving a chain away, Berluti. I like that. Oh, okay. All right, hey Nick, you've been on hold for a while. Um, we're we're gonna let you go, but before we do, uh, I think this man also wants to wish you well in your retirement and whatever's next. It's the seven deuce deuce. What's up, Entenap? Yo, what up? Nick Way's on the line. Uh, He's hot. Oh no, he, yeah, the legend, dude. I'm so bummed when I heard you retired. Oh my goodness, I literally shed a couple tears. Oh man, I'm feeling the love. I mean, it's we can go good, touch though, it off for maybe like four or five laps at Milestone next Wednesday if you want to ride. <laughs> so sick. You're not like fully retiring, though. You're still going to ride and race and do some other stuff, right? I mean, I mean I'm mean, i going to ride. I mean, I like to ride. She's pretty That's fun. what I'm saying. It's I'm probably like, going to like really make some end. sick scrub boat. I'm going to make a, for one, I'm going to make a super sick scrub jump and just Photo shoot oh, that's on a end lot. and probably post one every week for the next two years. Just in, insta, insta, insta bang. That, that seems to be the thing to do. And then secondly, I'm going to make a track and I'm going to make a section that has eight jumps. And I'm going to go four four down that mother. And I'm going to post that video <laughs> once a week for the next two years too. <laughs> Boom. That's how you get the follow. Oh, Instagram God. milestone quad every day. Mm-hmm. I, it's You know what? It's insane. I I have seen that stupid quad on just about every guy's Instagram. I mean, after the first time I seen it, I was like, dang. And then I was like, I swear I said dang so many times now. It's like I'm just over it. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite Nick Way memory, Seven Deuce Deuce? Do I have a favorite Nick Way memory? Yep. Oh, yes. Yes, for sure. We were, uh, we were at St. Louis this last year, and he's like, he, he, we were sitting on the track, and I was bullshitting with him, and I was like, yo, Nick, what up? He's like, what up? And he's like, dude, you need to get the national number 7-2. Imagine the height behind 7-deuce, bro. <laughs> and I just laughed my ass off. Like, for oh, he is like a... 15 minutes in like, the whole practice. I was like, that's what I'm talking about right there. I didn't even think of that. I was just hitting him with some motivation. I'm like, tonight you could probably get enough points and be 72. You're capable of it. That's right. awesome. That's what I was telling him. Right? Then cool. I was hitting him with the like the, yeah. the Rudy talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> the Rudy. Know, like a fifth. I was hitting him with the Rudy talk. I was like, seven deuce deuce. You can do it. If it takes 25 points to get 72 next year, you will, motherfucker. You're gonna need to win tonight. <laughs> I like I was it. He was, like, oh, he was like my mental great. coach on the line before practice. 
I like it. Pumping me up. <laughs> I like it. And, and you know what? Also, too, like being Nick Way, he's got the marketing angle. Like he's like, look, I want you to do well, but I want you to do so well that you get the seven two. Like he's had it all figured out. Everything. Yeah, he had the whole. Maybe. I mean, he was just totally looking out for me the whole time. I was, I was pretty impressed. I like that. I mean, what happens if what happens if seven dudes do ends up being like number ninety seven? Like, how are we going to market that? I don't. I mean, he's yeah, gonna, no, it's, you know, he's going to go. Remarkable. Yeah, he's going to move to England like Hanny because he can't run his no, number. No, that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to go do a. Do you know how many hats and T-shirts he would have to get rid of, like ASAP? If he <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, it's not. Wouldn't be good. Not at all. Yeah, that's what I'm, kind of what I'm saying. All right, last phone call for Nick Way uh, before we let him go. Uh, Chuck, what's going on? Welcome to the show. What's up? Yo, what's happening? What's going on? You want to talk to Nick Way? Yeah, Yo, Nick, hey, I just wanted to I just wanted to say what's up, man. I, I really appreciate uh, what you've done tonight. I wanted to say you had the best looking bike of all time, the 2006 MDK Honda. Hello. Pretty hype. I was feeling, I was feeling the white bike too. I was into it. Yeah, yeah, you like that one. Um, was that the Smart Water one? Was that the the water company? Science? No. Okay. No. It was like it was uh, just a standard white one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, hey, cool. I really appreciate it, and I hope you guys have a good night. Thanks, Chuck. Yeah, thanks, man. Take care. All right. Chuck, since your bike was look, I was like, you know what? I, I'm good at buffing the chain. I'm, I mean, I'm super good at buffing out the frame. You know? the, the, year, the year and you and Villaman and Lammy was team manager, you guys killed it. That was a fun team to hang out with. I was over there a lot. Good team. Until Villy got, yeah, got run over by 39 riders at Millville. I wasn't uh, that into Villaman at that point. Oh, you weren't? I, it came It came later that I was into Villaman. <laughs> yeah, well, got... it didn't help. It didn't help that, like, I'm like, literally, dude, it was like lap seven at Phoenix where he, he they red flagged it because he endoed. <laughs> like, it was lap seven-ish. Yeah. So why is my... <laughs> I was like, I'm, And I'm telling you, I was second, and I was still on Stu, and Carmichael was still behind me. And I'm like, hmm. Feeling yeah, good about what, what's going on here. Feeling really good about what's going on. It's not Bummer. the Cobra's like, yeah, fault. Don't red flag this. He's fine. Don't let, <laughs> He's fine. red flagging this. We're good. Red flagged it. What happens to me? I crash on the start and the restart. It's not Villeman's fault, Dang. though. Dang. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, if, if he wasn't French, he would have popped up. <laughs> he he talked about that tonight. Yeah, he did. He did actually. That's, <laughs> That's funny. funny. <laughs> he said he, he the French. He thinks the French need everything perfect. If something goes wrong, they just fold the cards. They just fold the table. That's it. That's he admitted he, that. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, he really did. Um, some he did? Of, yeah, he did. Yeah, he said he, he goes. American. He's pretty tough, dude. He he's tough. He's pretty tough. He said Americans can lose an arm and they just keep going and trying to figure it out. A French, if a fingernail breaks off, they quit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, someone in the chat room says, uh, thanks, Nick, for giving my kids shirts when J-Law didn't show up for autographs. All right, so this guy, you made this guy's day. Um, I mean, J-Law was trying. He was. He was trying. Okay, he, Nick. He hey, was trying. We're going to let you go because we had you for a long time. Uh, thanks I got to go. I got to go, guys. All right, Berlute. Hope you had a happy new year. Hey, Nick, where are you going? Uh, I, I got a 27 Suzuki plate I need you to sign for me. One of the old Suzuki plates. One of my old plates. Oh, yeah, today. I'll be around. Bennett's got one of those in his garage too, and and my dad. Yeah. So, well, we're, it's an elite. It's an elite group who have one of those. Nick doesn't know this, but he's. We're. I'm going to fly him up here to do co-host the show, and so you can bring him by the house. Sounds good. Yeah. So perfect. He doesn't know that yet, but I'm going to. I'm going to buy him a ticket. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick.
Congrats. I'd be pumped to hang out. I'd be, I'd be pumped to chill and hang and talk torque spec with Berlut. <laughs> yeah. I'll bring my new snap-on torque wrench. You'll dig it, dude. Ooh, did you get the one that, that beeps? Oh, yeah, I got that one, too. I'll bring them both. They got one that they got one that beeps. <laughs> yeah, beeps and it vibrates in your hand. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's the electric one. You, this new one you got. This, this new one you got the traditional. <laughs> He's got the one from. Uh, isn't yours from Harbor Freight, Steve? Uh, no, I got. <laughs> I'm fucking. No, with you know you. what I got. I'm fucking with you. Hey, you know what I got what for tools? I got a. Uh, who was that? T- who was that tool company that gave everybody tools? Matco. Cornwell. 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 Oh, uh, I got Cornwell Torx. Yeah, oh, that works. Yeah, they were good. They were good They're stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. I have a Cornwall torque wrench. I See? traded it for some passes for RL one time. <laughs> <laughs> From RL, that's right. He was a Cornwall I didn't, guy. I didn't, I didn't like. <laughs> I didn't really. I didn't like offer it. He offered it to me, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna run that thing. So like, it looks pretty nice. Give it up. Passes for a torque wrench, bro. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you. Thanks for everything. I know we'll have you back on. It's a great time. All right. Best of luck this weekend, Seven Deuce Deuce. Hey, I appreciate it, Nick. It's going to be sick. Get I think some, it's going to be a little bit muddy, but I, I'm I'm hoping for it. That suits your style. Be strong you know out there. It. Maybe elbow a fool in the head, neck, wherever. <laughs> hey, you better be watching because I'm going to do something gnarly and you're going to know it was for you. Okay. I'll see you on it. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I'm going to do something. <laughs> I want, I want, yeah, what I'm I want gonna, you to do is something gnarly enough to get you number Nick. 72. That's what I want you to do. Say that again. What did you just say? What I want you to do is something gnarly enough to get you number 72. That's what I'm looking for. All right, perfect. That's what we're going to do. That's what I'm talking about. Congrats on a great career, Nick. Thank you for calling in. We'll see you around, bud. All right. All right. Later, guys. See See you. Later, Nick. A 2-7, everybody. I was going to play There Goes My Hero, which I normally do. I got a feeling Nick would hang up, though, if I did that. (laughs) He would not be into that. Vortex Racing, bringing you Nick Way on the show, vortexracing.com. Email Jake at vortexracing.com, 40% off. Uh, great guys, great company, everything else. All right, right on to the 7 Deuce Deuce. I wanted to get you on with NYK, Adam, because uh, I know that's a career that you would love, and you love that guy, and you love everything about Nick Way. Yeah, that's that's like my guy right there. I mean, he he had his own team. He did his own deal. He got factory rides. He pretty much did it all. He he top ten. He podiumed. I mean, he's he was well known in the sport, and and I think one of the coolest things about Nick Way is that he was kind of just known to be just a genuinely cool guy, and always kind of you know having a good time, and and like I said, just a cool dude. Well, I think, uh, and, uh, and I'd I'd love to be something even close to what Nick Way was. Well, that's just it. Like on and off the off the track too. He, you know, he had great results on the track, but he knew it was more than that. He knew you had to be. You know, special and a cool guy, and caring about friends off the track. Something that I think you that you also realize and understand. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, every time I every time I've even met Nick or seen him around, he always says hi. You know, he he never would shine you or anything like that. And he's very, you know, when you talk to him, you can tell he's a genuine guy. Just just by the way he carries himself and and the way mm-hmm. he speaks is is exactly how I uh, I model my career. You know, he's. Like I posted an Instagram thing and and hashtag legend because he really is one of those people that we're never going to forget. Talking about your career, six days from now, bro. Five days There's from now. Five. Five days from now. I'm not good at math. Five days. How are you feeling? Bro. You ready? Oh, dude, I'm so ready. I'm so stoked. I'm hyped up, ready to go. That's awesome. That's good. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. You uh, so your training camp up at Castillo's over, and you're... um, a little bit. I yep. think I might be able to get another day tomorrow in. Okay. Um, it it hasn't rained yet. Right. We're gonna kind of play it by ear, but um, honestly, I was already ready and prepared to uh to not ride this week because of the rain. So right. if I get a little bit of extra riding in, it's just a bonus. Yeah, we had Tomac on earlier. Said the same thing. He was prepared not to ride, and I was like, oh wait, you know. Shit. Yeah, no, it was a trip. I woke up this morning ready for just downpouring rain, and I'm like, oh, there's the sun. Yeah. And uh, maybe one or two clouds. You look like, you, like, well, that sucks. Right. You look like you've dropped some weight, too. Like, you oh, look yeah, like you're dude. in shape. You're ready to go. <laughs> dude, you know what's funny is uh, I, uh, I, I've gotten a few phone calls about that, and I'm like, honestly... I don't care how much I ate right now. There's no way I couldn't lose weight because of all the damn laps I was sitting on the track. <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, oh my gosh. But uh, yeah, no, it, it's been good. My uh, my new trainer Taylor has been helping me out a lot, mm-hmm. and then also Wanda, believe it or not, uh, she hooked me up with some Shakeology stuff, and uh, I've just been on that and and making sure I'm eating really healthy. Also mm-hmm. on top of just training my butt off, so yeah. it's been good, and everything's been flowing. And then you know having having bikes and stuff like that is just it's so nice. I swear everything. Everything has just worked out so much better and been so much easier this year, and I think yep. it's just because I prepared a little bit more. I heard, I found out something from, about you this week that you were hiding from me, and I found out, and I was very upset that you were hiding this from me. And I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna out you on the radio show, but um, I know about you. You don't even know. You you don't even know. I found out about you. Don't even know. You don't. Whatever. Oh, you, however you say you, it. Fuck. However you say it. So I know. I know that you know that I know, okay? Now you know that you don't even know? That's the name of the company, and that's why you know it. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know what? I'll tell you, you later, bro. You don't even know. You don't even no, know. No, but I know that you don't even know that you know that I know about you don't even know. So I want you to know that I know, okay? Hey. Okay, well, we're gonna have to have a conversation. I'll, I want to find out how you don't, how you know, you don't even know. You don't think I have a lot of connections to find out about you? Oh, don't even I know? know. I I know you know about you don't even know, but I just want to know how you found out about you don't even know. You, you can't get, I can't get my sources away. You know, but I'm surprised that you oh, didn't. Shoot. I'm surprised that you didn't tell me about that. Like I figured. Well, we were tight enough, and I had to go and find this out. It's like like your your wife's been cheating on you. I'm just like, what? Well, okay, okay, Steve, you know me better than anybody. If if somebody says to me, Adam, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to ask you not to say anything. And then if you know what I mean, if somebody else right, finds right, out another right. way, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Right, but, right. Hey, you know what I mean. That's that's my rule. Like, if you told me something and said, Adam, keep this to yourself to a certain point, I'm not going to go out of my way and say blah, blah, blah. But I think, I don't think you've ever really asked me, though. Have you? Yes, I did. Because, yeah, I did. Because I, the sticker, I'm just like, what's up with this? Like, what is up with this? So. That's my bad, dog. Okay. No I would have told you. I think I would have told you. No, I, I know. I don't think it was that secret. Um, But you don't even know now you know though yeah no i know i know you don't even know and you know so now i know um (laughs) hey uh did i see you're listing your sponsors at dirt rider magazine is this a direct conflict of pulp mx i don't know is it i don't know either call up Kiefer. are you are you on are you on dirt rider uh helping program with sponsors yeah um that's awesome 
we we did. I Tyler, he kind of he kind of recruited Tyler, mm-hmm. and then you know when you get Ty, you kind of automatically get the Entikant package. Yeah, <laughs> you do, yeah. So yeah, so it was like, well, Tyler's going to test the bike, so why don't we just throw Addy and then and then we did a little article for him, like a like a little thing. It's called uh, Ask an Entikant, and it was just some fun random questions, but. um other than that, we tested one bike, but um, we do we do a little bit of stuff here and there for Dirt Rider. It's just you know, Kiefer Kiefer asked us, and I swear I met the guys at Dirt Rider, and all those guys are just they're absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, that's like cool. Pulp MX people. Yeah, that's cool. No, look at you, man. You're blowing up. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to do my job. Hey, so is your team you and your brother? Yes. Sweet. Yep. That's cool that exactly. your guys' numbers are like that. Did did you have a heart? Oh, you know. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I uh, I called up Jane because Tyler ran 235 like two years ago, and and he missed the first one and and broke his foot on the second race. And we're like, you know what? Why don't we try to get him like a number away from mine? So we called up we called up Jane at AMA. And we're like, what's the closest number you can get to 722? And they're like. Well, seven two three is available, nice. and we're like, "Yee, what up?" <laughs> so it's seven deuce trace and yeah. seven deuce deuce. Now. I like that. And then I saw that your brother Tyler put uh, Pulp MX on his sticker kit. That's awesome. That's cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know it. How's he riding? He's riding really, really good. Mm-hmm. Actually, right. we've good. been riding together every single day. So, um, he he's he's has a lot of learning to do, you know. But it's it's crazy because. You know, when you have a brother that's such similar age and, like, we're both, like, the exact same body type and everything, you kind of, like, you look at your other brother and you go, well, if he could do that, I can do that, you know? So yeah. even with the whoops, he kind of just kind of mocked me a couple times and he's gotten 100 times better in the whoops. And then just, you know, figuring out the tight corners because he's really, really good at outdoors. Yeah, he's the better he's, outdoor guy, right? Yeah, for yep. sure, but he, he's gotten a lot better at Supercross, like a hundred times better for sure. I was very, very impressed. The last couple of days we've been riding, we uh, we have both been putting in really good motos, and uh, I'm I'm excited for the season. You know, obviously in Supercross it's a whole other thing, so there's going to be a learning curve to it, but I think he's going to do well. And then I saw another Entenap issue that I have. I don't have an issue. I'm just kidding. But uh, – <laughs> One of our listeners has a southern a floor company, a floor uh, epoxy company in Southern California. They are yeah. now sponsoring Adam Entenap. Yeah, so um, that that was a pretty cool little deal, dude. Uh, you're just killing it, killing it. I'm, tr- dude. I try. I, I, you know, when you dig fence post holes for eight hours a day, and then you realize <laughs> you can put eight hours a day into your riding, right? It, it helps out a lot. Uh, you know, the thing, it's crazy because. You think that social media is kind of like uh, your personal thing, but you know, to all the sponsors and stuff like that, it really is a job. You got to make sure you're posting on there all the time. And, yeah. And you just, I try to keep my fingers in absolutely everything that I can do, mm-hmm. which sometimes is uh, is a little bit much, but um, it always works out. You know, and I feel like the harder I work doing the media stuff, um, it, it works out for me tenfold. You know, and I think. Honestly, I have to thank you for that, Steve, because, you know, getting on your show and just figuring out how many people um, noticed me from that audience, I just tried to keep doing that, and uh, and it's been working. That formula is absolutely amazing. No, I'm happy for you. It's good. I'm glad it's working out. I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing this internet just sp- this little adamantinap just sprout. This machine just sprout out. I hope, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm putting the work in. And I'm pulling for you, for sure. I hope it's going to go well. I think it is. Uh, fly Sector Boots. 
painted or no. non-painted? Um, non-painted. Uh, <laughs> You're so mad. You're so bitter. <laughs> no, not at all, actually. You know, the thing about Fly is that they might, it's like, you know, Max had to say, no, they don't sell the boot on the shelf. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Fly is so understanding and so, like, such a good company that they just work with you all the time. So it's like, you know, we can't do this, but possibly, you know, there's a possibility <laughs> we might see the red boots, but um, uh, it's not a for sure. Love this and, guy right uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Oh, that's awesome. That's funny. I like that part of it. That was good. Um, you, uh, you're going to come up here in February? You're going to try to find a date where you can come up on a Monday? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. I'm sorry I'm slack on No, that. no, 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 no worries. Been, no, I'm just, I'm pumped yeah, up. I've just been, I've been working my butt off. Oh, I know. I swear, like, today was my first day off that I've had, and I've done so, I've had so many phone calls and so much stuff to do. Right. It was, like, ridiculous. Right, right. So, well, cool, it's man. Been nice to um, take a day off. We want to check in with you. 4A1, we're pulling for you. Our listeners are pulling for you. Berlute's pulling for you. Steve's Dude, all, I love you guys. Steve's all over you. He's got you. Uh, what was the question earlier that you have him? The one guy that oh one is, one like star rider who's you know not gonna gonna be bummed when he misses the main this weekend. I picked you, Adam. I'm sorry. Fuck. No, no, no. But the way That's it was said, said, the way it was said though is that you're you're on the bubble basically yeah i really think he is i think yeah. I, I think it's a stack feel and i think fighting. that's a compliment i mean i think you're gonna be awesome. fighting for the man yeah, no, it's think, gnarly dude i i really think guys like um you know if i don't make the main yeah i'm gonna be i am gonna be super super bummed this weekend uh like you guys said the field stacked you know we counted 24 factory guys or yeah. something like that yeah that i saw i saw a list of 22 guys where i'm like shit like they got help yeah. from factories you know yeah, that's that's yep. what I mean, and um, you know, I I will be really bummed if I don't make the main this weekend. But you know, the thing about it is, is I have been working really, really hard, and I think everybody's going to be uh, going to be very impressed with my showing at Anaheim One, and uh, I'm excited to go there and set the tone. If I don't make the main, um, you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to go out there and try to make that second main as hard as I can, oh, and, yeah. uh, and do the best that I can. But um, I'm counting on being in the main event at A1, and uh, and and that's my mindset. Awesome. I absolutely believe that awesome. I'm going to be. Um, if there if there's some mistakes or something happens, you know we're going to go out there and get them next weekend. But I put in a lot of work this year, and uh, I'm right. excited for Anaheim one this weekend. I start. No, I got a source. A source called me, and you know my sources. They said, "Hey, dude." Seriously, seven deuce deuce looks really good. Awesome. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. He's like, no, he looks really good. I'll be looking. So that's cool. Yeah, no, I I have been, dude. I uh, I got some help from some good people this year, and mm-hmm. uh, that five months off, I swear, that that wrist injury really took me back, and and it was like, damn, this shit sucks working. Right. It sucks being off the bike, and I don't know, it it lit a little bit of fire underneath me, and and just the people that have been helping me this year, I really want to do good, and I I've been putting the laps in, and I'm like, I'm trying my ass off, dude. That's good. Good to hear. Good to see. All right, yeah. buddy. Thank you for uh, for coming on tonight. Want to check in? Good luck this weekend. We'll be pulling hey, for you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it, man. You yeah, Adam, are, good hearing. I, I can't thank you guys enough. Good hearing from you. Yeah, good luck this week. Hey, I appreciate it, Berluti. Make sure you're looking for the 722 on the TV. Oh, for sure. You know I will be. <laughs> I mean it. Thanks, My gal yeah, is, too. My chick it. will be looking for you, too. She, we, we, I got your shirt, so you know. My, she, sure. You got shirt? Yeah, she, my, my, uh, my girl got a shirt from, uh, is it your mom? 
Uh, no, her name's um, her name's Wanda. 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 My yep. mom. Okay, yeah. Well, she she got it uh, from her, I think, up at uh, Salt Lake. Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's an awesome lady. She helps me out so much. Oh my goodness, I don't know what I'd do without her. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks, buddy. Hell yeah, boys. Well, I appreciate you having <laughs> me on tonight, and uh, I'm excited for Anaheim 1, rain or shine. Yeah, can't wait. All right, buddy. All right, boys. Have See a good night. You. See okay. ya. Bye. Adam at the net, the 7 Deuce 2. Snow, you there? Yep. What's up, bro? Not much, man. How you doing? Good. What's up, Luke? How you doing, Snow? Pretty good, man. Yeah? Uh, not not the rapper, Steve. Not Still not the rapper. Informa? Right. No, no, absolutely okay. not. Uh, don't bad. even go there, huh? My, my bad. Terrible. He's Canadian, though. Uh, I know, unfortunately. Yeah. Anyway, uh, quick question. Uh, this coming weekend, I'll be going A1 for the first time. Nice. Uh, I've been at A2, A3, San Diego, Vegas, all that. But I just never actually made it to A1. So I have no idea what to expect besides what I've heard, which is, like, pretty crazy. Um, any... Any advice you can give me on like things I should do, should try to do, even if I gotta go super early or whatever? Well, Is it any different than any other races, really? Do you care about getting autographs? You know, my my girlfriend and I are big Chad Reed fans, and given the Chad Reed situation, the fact that this may be his last year, she really wants to get an autograph from him. Mm. But other than, I mean, I I think I have like. Autographs, yeah, had the, and, like dungeon, all of that. The so, problem with I mean, the, the the problem with like if you want to wait in line for the autographs, it's a long wait, Berlut. Those people are camped up there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're you there all day. Yeah, you don't get a chance to see a lot of stuff. That's from Watson. Oh yeah, you're yeah. talking to Watson right now. Well, no, I was text. He texted oh. me. Oh, okay. Um, you know what? I mean, myself, get there when the pits open. Uh, look at the bikes. Look at all the new gear. You know, there's plenty of samples to, of the pits and to go around and sign up for all those things and walk underneath the tents if you can and, and you know, do some sponsor activation. I mean, just kind of soak it all in, you know, and then, you know, go back in the pits and find Entenap. He'll hug you. Tell you his, you're his oh, best friend. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm that guy that goes, like, super early and just, right. like, hangs out all day because I just love it that much. So I, I look for those dudes. Like, at Straight Rhythm, I was going up to dudes, and they're, like, shocked that I know, like, who they are and whatnot. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But it's super cool. Yeah. No, it's so, cool, man. No, I definitely. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, there's lots to do in the pits, and I would take advantage of all of it. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't wait in line for an autograph. But that's just no, me. I wouldn't either. I mean, I, Berluti, we know these guys, so maybe we're, we're jaded yeah, or something. Yeah, but even but, then, even then, I, I don't care in any sport. I yeah. would not do that. Right. You know, well, yeah, I mean, even, even I, I've been to a few races, and even I'm like, uh, I know how it works. Like, you spend all day waiting for one guy, and then by the time it's over, autograph session's over all together. Yeah, and yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. There you go. Um, go wait. Go wait in the stands. No, Talon, where do you stand on the uh, on the autographs? Where do you uh, What do you think? I've gotten a few, but it's not worth missing practice. Do you go. wait in line, or what? You, how do you? You know, uh, I never wait in the long lines, but I've gotten a few when you can just walk up and just get some. see the guys or whatever in the truck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that's the best thing to do. Like if you're if you really want to autograph, walk, hang around the pit, walk around the pit. You know, yeah, for you know, sure. Maybe you'll see for somebody sure. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, they're all cool like that. They'll like sign you. besides yeah. like besides like Stu Reed <clears throat> Dunge, which Roxon, they're kind of protected, but almost any other guy. Literally just hangs out. For sure. You know? Especially, like you said, Entic Nap. Yeah. The guys like that, or Nick Way, those guys. Those guys, 
Chis, are as cool. Chis, 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 Weimer, Weimer. Yeah, yeah down yeah. to earth right. as any of them, you know? Yeah, there, so. there's some really good dudes. Like, I, I had one. It's actually with the whole JGR team. The whole uh, the story was in 2013. Yeah, at, uh, I went to San Diego Stadium. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was out in the pitch just kind of walking around, and then I see Brayton get up, like, come back from practice. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I had a jersey. I brought a jersey kind of trying to have all the – as many riders as I can get or just team people I can get to sign it. Mm-hmm. So I go up to Brayton, and he's literally fresh off practice, like it, literally off the bike. And he's just like, yeah, dude, you're, you're – you know, and he starts asking me about what I ride and this and that, and it was super cool. And then Coy's right there. And I was like, hey, Corey, do you mind signing this? And he's like, yeah, sure. Then he's like, do you want everyone else? And he grabbed J-Bone. He grabbed Josh Grant. No, cool. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. this is awesome. I was getting the candy store. It's pretty sweet. Well, that's cool. Yeah, those guys are good. And they got wiener schnitzels this it's year. It's a good sport. You know? get some yeah, well, back then they didn't. For the most part. No, I know, I know. But, but, uh, but yeah. And oh, also, so, too, like, if you want to kind of, like, get in a pit or walk around the tr- act like you belong just walk in like you own the place like then that's the move yeah. you know like, what i mean that's do true like what Kiever said bring my girlfriend and just be like hey you know, <laughs> yeah yeah singing the, anthem, singing the anthem you know yeah yeah Kiefer, your babe show babe show him your pipe that's funny <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah so there you go buddy there's some advice for you have fun though all right so- all right, thanks, man. Thank you. you guys, take it easy. You uh, too. Last commercial break here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Talon, the producer, uh, what's your Twitter handle for people who want to tweet you? Uh, at Talon, T-A-L-L-O-N, 911. All right, Talon, 911. Hit him up on Twitter. Tell him how he did. Give him shit for screwing up the show earlier. Do that. People already did, I think. And uh, and Tony Berluti, 10-time Mechanic of the Year <laughs> award winner in studio. We'll be right back with the, yes. Enf- with the NFAB question of the day. We've got an NFAB JGR check-in. we got the voicemails to play. A little more bench racing between us. But uh, stick around. We'll be right back after this message. F you, dude. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX 
items when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Bolt-on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas Brace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike. $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? 
I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's good choice, and especially if you got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. 
you can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. You go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech, privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machine from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got your attention... Let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsap, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeberg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. 
just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Oh my gosh, Chels. Did you hear the last Pulp MX show? I mean, all he does is talk shit about, like, everyone. I mean, who does he think he is? He's got the biggest ego. It's just so big. It's just so ugh. But I can't help but listen. I love Pulp MX and I cannot lie. Are you fans? Can't deny. When Steve Madden says his radio show, you know your ass is gonna listen. Quit your bitching. We got discounts and giveaways. I know you will be amazed. We give away a free freaking pipe. And we know you still gonna gripe. We don't give a fuck if you think we suck. We still gonna have the show. What do you know? Joe Blow? Less than raining yellow. That's one hype up fellow. Berluti, Berluti. He mechanic for Suzuki. Yeah, he's a little bit spooky. But he's Western Pikes. Groovy to the break of dawn. We got it going on. We can't get the motor talk on. So, fellas, yeah. Fellas, yeah. Pope Max got the shit. Hell yeah. We the best. Radio show for MX. You can't deny. Because we so fly. That's the gear we supply. BTO, be the one. That's Pope Max, son. Let me go through the list. That puts up with math and shit. Guts. No motor company. FMF Racing. Welcome back, everybody. Pope Max show presented by BTOsports.com. I got it over here, Talon. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Tony Berluti, 10-time Mechanic of the Year on, on the board. <laughs> you like that? I love it. I wish. Ah, dude, you're my 10-time Mechanic oh, of the Year, so like whatever. Steve, you know what I mean? It. That's fine with me. You're the man, dude. Um, welcome back to the show. We appreciate it. Uh, hey, let's, uh, let's, uh, this is going to be really easy. The NFAB question of the day, let's, uh, let's do that right now. The NFAB question of the day. 
n-fab.com probably built in houston texas usa the n-fab big part of the jgr yamaha team and uh you can get the n-fab.com products uh at, at, at the website jeep trucker suv parts they've got it got a set of steps on my uh Original, I've never been happier, and uh, they're a big part of the sport. They got the uh, NFAB uh, Ampro Yamaha team, also too. Gear Alloy, they're working closely with those guys. They're on board with us this year. And NFAB, they're going to have some real cool things uh, coming out, so check them out. Question of the day, Berlut, it's just really simple. Who's going to win Anaheim 1? If it's, okay, look, it's probably going to be muddy or sloppy. Let's, let's go with that. Who's going to win? 41. Yeah? Yeah. The Trey Kennard machine. I think Roxon in the mud. I like Kenny Rocks in the mud. German, oh, you, you know, good. Euro guy, everything yeah. else coming out swinging. I think I don't think it's going to be Anaheim 05. That was a shitty race, brother. Did you work that one? Who'd you oh, work yeah. for? Who'd you work what, for? What, uh, 05. I would have been with Tortelli. Was he ready for it? I, was he there? I, I know it was like. Raining the first lap, wasn't it? Like oh, the, it dude. was coming down. Like the first ferry lap. didn't even qualify. And uh, oh no, ferry didn't qualify. He got a shitty start in the LCQ. Can can came around to the finish. He that was the one that Wyndham won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. All I that work and he didn't even qualify. Oh, dude, I was bummed. Good thing you weren't working on the bike. I was. You were. What are you talking about? I Cal- just said I was there. I, you were there, but I didn't. You've always been there for a long time. Well, I was a mechanic then for Factory Yamaha. Oh five. Oh, that's that. I guess that is going back. Yeah. My bad. I thought he was on Cowie's by then. No. Okay. No, I was working on the bike. Maybe that's didn't why even he, qualify. Maybe dude. that's why he didn't qualify. I, thought, I was working on. I it. know how much you love him, and I Crap. felt that maybe. Right. I, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I know how passionate you are about Ferry, yeah, but no, I didn't realize no, you were right. a mechanic. I was. I was. It's my shit. last year being a, being a ranch was 05. So, wow. Why, what happened? Uh, just crashing the heat. Did they even have semis or did they go, oh, oh, everybody else is queue? I don't remember. Didn't they have nine? Did Was that when they had nine? No, go? no. It was five. I, maybe they did nine, though, because of the mud. I remember there was a weird program. Uh, I don't remember And then in the that. LCQ, he got a bad start. He was coming around. He made some good passes. He comes up to the finish. McGrath's in the LCQ. McGrath does not jump the finish. Timmy's going, yeah, he sees McGrath not jumping. He jams on the brakes. Oh, shit. And then uh, and then kind of rolls the finish because McGrath did. And then as he's coming up, a guy clips him, and that's it. He's done. The guy who jumped it clipped him, and see you later. All that hard, all that preseason work and all that, everything else, just done. Oh, so, God, dude. dude. I feel bad for you. So, um... I think Roxon wins. Yeah. If, it's, if it's a tad muddy, everything else, I think Roxon takes the win. You think Canard, Trey Canard? Yeah, I got Canard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got Canard. Why do you have Canard? I got Canard whether it's rainy or whether it's. Really? You're just on the, you're on the Canard bandwagon? Um, well, I know the guy can ride yeah. the mud okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's from yeah. Oklahoma, but uh, in the dry, I think he's the fastest guy. I think uh-huh. he's the fastest guy. Bold statement, talent. He's just coming that's, out that's, swinging. That's bold. He's coming out swinging. Who, who, you consider that bold? To say that he's the fastest guy is was, bold. Was he or was he not the fastest guy at the uh, Monster Cup? Uh, probably was. Yeah, probably yeah. was. Yep, yep. Who do you got, talent? I'm gonna go Tomac, just to be different. Yep. Yeah, I, I just think he's fast. Oh, he is. No, yeah, yeah he's fast. You're, you're I'm right a James on that Stewart one. fan, but I'm worried yeah. about him. I'm going Tomac. Yeah, I'm worried about Stu too. I'm hey, how about many Stu. guys? How many of the young guys love Stewart? Yeah, I, bro. The young we're, kids. We're in the me generation, and Stu's me generation. 
Is that what it is? I don't know. I am just made that up right now. I but. actually didn't used to be a fan of Stewart, but my dad just hated him so much that I became a fan just to, just to rival with just him. Just to piss him off, yeah. yeah. I get it. I get it. What about the 22 coming out and winning? That's what I want to know about, Steve. What? Give well, me some scoop on I him. I talked to him last week. Yeah? He told me that he thought Monday or Tuesday of last week there would be an announcement. So I said, come on the show. And he's like, I can't. There's no announcement. So then I said, hey, come on the show tonight. He's like, there's still no announcement. I said, that sucks balls. He goes, yep. <laughs> that was it, huh? He'll be there on a Yamaha, but I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I have no idea. Is Goose, gonna... Goose is working for him. You're kidding. No, Goose is working for him. I don't know if you knew that or not. But... No, I didn't know yeah, that, and yeah. I'm, you're blowing my mind right now. I'm sorry, bro. What's he doing for him? Mechanic. What? What's wrong? Fuck. <laughs> uh, be- because and, of the way, because of the way Goose... Left. Oh. The 2-2 team. Yeah. Droopy's back. Droopy's suspension guy, I think. Who's Droopy? Shane Drew. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I thought Drew would... I heard Drew was going to be his mechanic. He was, I think, and then somehow Goose came. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, again... I don't know. I'm with Mark Pellegrino. Maybe not. Maybe I don't know. You know? So, <laughs> that's what I think I know. Okay. But okay. it's it's crazy that nothing's come up and we're five days away. It's uh, he's good with that. He likes yeah. to do that, doesn't he? Yeah. So another thing, yeah. the NFAB and the NFAB guys. That's the question of the day. I got Canard. All right, Bruce got Canard. I got Roxon. Lone Wolf over there has a st- has um, Tomac. Ow! Lone Wolf. Um, the other part of the NFAB like thing, that. and we're gonna start. We're gonna start doing this next week. The NFAB is uh, going to come on board with a, a little JGR segment each week. We're going to talk about the JGR guys. They're a big part of the JGR team. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't get a chance to do it this week because we kind of just started. But I do have a an NFAB JGR story, sort of, kind of. Coy Gibbs called me today. Yeah. And uh, he never calls me. And I No? Want, no, he doesn't. And I wanted to know what he, he, he wanted. And... So I think he just called to say hi to me, like just say, ask me how everybody was, how am I doing or whatever. Really? You know? Yeah, yeah, it's super weird. Yeah. But he told me a Wygant story, and you know Jason Wygant, he's really cheap. He's really, really cheap. So frugal he, or cheap? Both. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Both. <laughs> whatever works. And you probably know this talent from listening to the shows. But so he said he was in Dunkin' Donuts drive-through line. And he saw Wygant pull in to the front of the store in his orange Jeep. He saw a woman get out and go into the store. Then he saw Wygant drive around and go into the drive-thru lane. And then he was got in behind Wygant to go um, into the drive-thru. And Wygant, he asked him what was he was doing. And Weege had uh, two Dunkin' Donuts uh, coupons, but you could only use one at a time. No. So he, he dropped his mom off at the front. <laughs> To go use a coupon, then he did the drive-through to go use the other coupon. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Wygant. <laughs> that was like for a dozen donuts. I don't know what it was for. It's probably to say fifty cents. So his mom, his mom lives. No, his mom there. was visiting. His mom was visiting. Okay, yeah, from Jersey. He, yeah, yeah, so he don't live in Jersey anymore. He lives he there. He lives in North Carolina. Okay. Yep. So get the. F- we have two coupons. We can only use, you know. So here, mom, go in, and I'm going to drive around, and we're going to get Dunkin' Donuts for an extra coupon. Wagon's going to kick in the balls, probably. Huh? For what, saying this story? Yeah. Uh, yeah that's right. He deserves it. Yeah? He deserves to get rat- ratted on for that. <laughs> Holy shit, I would never thought that. I, didn't, I had no idea. 
I really don't care. It's just crazy. It's nuts. It's Jason Wygan, everybody. That's uh, that's his story. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and uh, Fly Racing. You can call anytime seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Leave a message. Here's the best of the best voicemails that we got uh, from the last week or so. We had uh, twenty six messages, and I think I got it down to like the best five minutes or so. So, all right, Talon, let's do this. Hey, what's up, Pulp Mech? This is Gene. Um, First off, I want to comment about Gibbs. Um, it's sad to see him go. I think he was a good kid. However, um, I think it's probably for the best. It seemed as though he just wasn't working out for the show. It's it's unfortunate because, like I said, I think he was a good kid. But, Steve, you and he just had a, not the best relationship. It was kind of always arguing back and forth. And as the employer – I just don't think that it didn't sound right. Anyway, so it's too bad to see him go, but hopefully you'll find someone great. I'm sure you will. Um, and also, I want to comment on the boot and gear combo mix match issue. I think I, I totally side with Kiefer and JT. You can't you can't mix uh, whatever boot with whatever gear. The only exception is if it's a Fox boot and shift gear because Fox owns shift and you see all the cool guys are doing it. So, yeah, that's acceptable. Otherwise, it's not. You either look like you're a woods guy or a slow vet rider. Anyway, sorry, that's just my two cents. Um, Happy New Year to all you Pulp guys, and uh, good luck on the next shows. So, Steve. Hey, Matt, we've got a quick question about Doug. Um. Number 41, isn't he still Alpine star? Yes, he's Alpine star. Okay, so what's, I mean, let's talk about, I mean. What? Ah, guys. No, my my you, whole thing Your was, deal is that you don't think it's that important, right? No, I think it is fine for a local racer. We're not talking about sponsored riders who get paid a lot of money. I think it's fine if Talon wants to show up at some dumb off-road race and have uh, fly gear. Dumb, he said. Can you believe it? Some uh, some fly gear. Yeah. With a fox instinct boot. Yeah. And and a, an O'Neill helmet. Like boots and helmets to me can be anything. That's my whole point. There's some high, everybody makes high end. Not everybody, but a lot of high end boots out there right now. A lot of high end helmets out there. You do not need to have. If you have fox gear, you do not need to have fox boots and helmet. It's fine. Now, would it be preferable to have fox boots and helmets? Sure. But if you have a nice helmet from Fly, Fly makes great helmets, wear that with some Fox gear. Look at Tomac. He's You're got fine. a Bell helmet, and then he's got everything else Alpine Star. Yeah, but Alpine Star doesn't make helmets. Okay, well, in that case, you're so, right. So, but so, but if, if a company makes, you know, like if you wear 7 or Troy Lee, you have no choice. Okay, you, go back to the 41. Yeah. He's he's been an Alpine well, guy for a long time. Those he's assholes. Been a, he's been a no, fly guy a long time. Those assholes are saying that A Star is a boot company. It's a neutral boot company. You can wear A Stars with anything. So what do you mean so they, they say? Kiefer and JT. Well, ultimately, a clothing company wants their professional no, athletes do. head to toe. No, they, they do. Head to toe. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, they, they Even do. with goggles, that's why they started making goggles. Yeah. No, they do. They yeah. want it, but it's fine. Like, if you want to wear a high end Fox Instinct boot. Or fly sector boot. If you want to wear a fly sector boot with fox gear, you're fine. Like whatever. <laughs> like it's it's great. It's no problem. It's not the 
perfect mix or whatever. You know what I mean? But you, whatever. Like, who cares? Those guys are saying it's not cool. Uh, like, even for talent at his dumb off-road races, it's not cool. That ain't cool. I, I dis- Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on right. this. Right. It's fine. Know? Fox makes great helmets. The reason why I'm with it because the professional athletes are doing it. Yeah, but that's different. I think that's different. They're saying you're, like, say, you're saying it's different, but little Johnny wants to be like Tomac. He's going to have a bell helmet, and he's going to have the rest of Alpine Star gear. I yeah. mean, so what's what? It, it's not. Why is this even a big issue? <laughs> Something to talk about? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's a big issue. Were you on that show or no? Was it last week? It was last week. Yeah, it was last it week. It was Travis, right? So, Berluti, how do you feel about the new the pro circuit riders? They're wearing Fox boots, gear, and then Bell helmets. Yeah, they be wearing Fox helmets too. Well, I don't know who brokered that deal. I'm surprised no, Fox didn't do you that. You guys aren't quite getting it because Bell doesn't make gear. So if you have a boot. If you have a helmet company that just makes helmets, you're like that. They're saying, they're saying that that doesn't really matter because they just make helmets. A star, they're saying just makes boots, even though they make gear. They're trying to say they don't bring but the gear in when America. When you think of Alpine stars, you think of the boots. For, well, at least I do. Right? No, I think everybody does. Yeah. So. Yeah, but Steve, I get what you're saying, but still, no, I'm on whoever, the side. Whoever, yeah. whoever brokered that Fox deal, that blows my mind that they are well wearing Bell helmets. That's that's a deal for Mitch Payton because he's getting paid. Probably yeah. good for both both yeah, companies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know? So. All right. There's nothing wrong uh, with it. God Bod, Great Western Bank, uh, Asterix, AC, uh, Mr. Dave Castillo. Maybe you could answer it. His uh, stuntman work, does he do only moto or does he do, you know, like uh, cars racing through the streets and falling downstairs and jumping off buildings? Uh, Regis, too. Uh, what all do those guys do? What's the scope of the stuff that uh, they do? If you could answer that, that'd be awesome. Keep up the good work. And uh, so far, I like uh, like Talon and I like uh, Taylor, Zach, or whoever you got uh, got on this most recent Monday. All right, thank you. The guy like Travis. He didn't like you. Well, my first name's Talon. My last name's Taylor, so I think he just really likes me. <laughs> no, the other guy was Travis. Yeah, but he said he liked Talon and Taylor. So oh, he did? Both. I did hear that, yeah. That's both yeah. me. Um, oh, yeah, Stuntman. Yeah, no, Castillo does everything. Uh, Harrington does everything. They do, like, falls and gags and don't do windows and everything else. So We had Castillo on the show last week to talk about that Asterix AC system, you know, that he has in goggles. Oh, yeah. And so he was going on about it, and then he had a promo. The Pops or David? No, Dave. D- Dave yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So Dave had a promo on the show for thirty um, percent. I don't remember what it was. I think it was thirty percent off the system, off anything at Asterix. Oh, okay. Just for the listeners for one week, and then he was blown away by the response. He got in trouble because braces. People were ordering braces, and their margins aren't that much on braces. No. And he was like, "Dude, you got to shut these people. Tell these people it's not good for braces anymore. We're just getting tons of orders." And I'm like, oh, sorry, bud. I don't think you realize like how many people listen to the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then he was like, the braces were getting. He was getting cleaned out of braces at 25 or 30 hey, you're percent a big off deal, or whatever. Steve. This is I'm not a big deal, but Talon no, and you. No, and the, you're, the you're show. a big deal. Anyways, it was kind of funny. He was he was getting uh, bombarded that with is braces. Funny. He was like, oh shit. <laughs> now, how you like it, Castillo? A lot of people listen, don't they, Dave? Suck it, bro. All right. Hey, Paul. Uh, another deal about the chase thing going into effect with Supercross. I really hope you guys help push that to where that doesn't happen. Um, it's I don't think it's going to make for good racing in the beginning rounds with everybody knowing 
that day you just get to start all over. So basically you're just going to make the beginning rounds boring um, and the ending rounds will be better. Yeah. But it's just switching the two basically. Um, I was thinking that you guys or, you know, whatever they do, whoever it is that we say you guys, cause we call into this show and somehow things happen from it. But um, why not make the points in the beginning of the series uh, worth more? So first place is worth more. Second place is worth more. And then as we go down or at some point, halfway through or whatever, the points go back to normal so that you have to be on your game in the beginning rounds. And it's more important to uh, be, I guess, good in the in the beginning rounds. So I don't know. Play it on the air. Talk about it. Well, see what comes. How, keep going. See what comes about it. Um, how many people like the chase thing is something they're batting around, you know, to make it tighten the series up a little bit. The guy says it makes the racing boring, but how many people like a race is a race. These guys aren't gonna like lay up for a chase or something. They're just gonna race every main event as hard as they can. So I don't know how that makes it boring. You know well, what I, mean? but, I, I you would know. like to hope that what you're saying is true, but yeah. I get what he's saying too, yeah. though. You I know, mean, you, why? For sure, why, you, you stay healthy. You stay healthy. Okay, I'm gonna get. It's easier to get a fifth or sixth tonight because I don't have to worry about it till the end. Yeah. Well, yes. Except you would go into the final chase with a deficit. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna. Nobody. Not everybody starts at zero at a chase. They will wait you to where you ended up. Well, that's how they kind at of some point. NASCAR. Yeah, NASCAR that's how they do it too. Yeah. So they'll wait you at some point. So it is valuable to. Well, that's get why he hunt. mentioned get more points. And then tapered the points down towards the middle. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm just yeah. saying it. I mean, he, that was his right. idea. Let's just change the fucking sport. Let's do something, okay? Please. You me. love change. Well, dude, we had the same freaking sport forever. Let's What's change it What's wrong up. with our sport? Our sport does can, well. well okay, it's the we, second probably can, to NASCAR and motorsports yeah, in the U.S. I wonder. Probably. I think huh? it is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Fortunately, it's a huge, massive gap, but it is, yeah. So what? It's a huge gap between NASCAR and us. Wow. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it. You but. can only put fifty thousand people in fifty thousand in a fifty thousand uh, stadium, right? Maybe if Talon would, you know, <laughs> work a little harder. All right. It's all on me. Hey, I got an idea to change up Supercross. I know that Steve's really big into this, so. How about we do 250, 15-minute mains, 450, 20-minute mains? That way, they don't have to cater the track to the TV program. The program's going to go as long as long. It's going to be consistent every week. They know how long the race is going to go. So they can do a longer track. They can do more jumps. They can they can play around the track more. They don't have to cater to the TV program. So that's all I got for changes. Maybe... Maybe like everybody else says, uh, points for the heat race. I don't know, but that's my big contribution. What do y'all think? Uh, yeah, 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 sure. Um, yeah, whatever. I mean, building more tracks and all that. That you know, that's more dirt. More they're gonna have to. Yeah, I don't know. So he's going by time only. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Although, like honestly, most mains get more boring as they go on. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm for shortening them. I'm for like two ten lappers or two twelve lappers. Not at all of them. Five races a year or something. Those are more exciting than. Yeah, that's kind of like because what they you, did the Monster Cup. Yeah, if you think about the last five laps of a main event, it's kind of over. No, it typically most typically, of the time, yes. yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I don't think longer is the idea. Yeah, I was just looking at Michael Lee's Instagram, just kind of wondering what the fuck. 
He's on top of his fucking number plate. It's just fucking ugly. Oh, uh, that's part of that. that for Supercross. It's the Blue Buffalo thing. So sorry, Bo. We talked about it. The front number plate, the front bars, that is a little tough. That's a tough look. I'm I'm with the guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough look. But, um, like I said, I'm surprised that more teams don't don't do something with these skins. And it it is a good idea. And if if they don't weigh more and they don't overheat the bike, what's the downside? The only downside, but he he answered my question tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got a good point. You as a former 10-time mechanic award winner, a fire drill comes, the last thing you need is more bolts. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, I was just wondering over this whole debate on matching gear sets. <laughs> well, I run alias gear in the teal with uh, Alpine Star boots, but... I know you guys said you can't wear a fox helmet. I mean, uh, boots, but is it okay to wear a fox helmet? I run the V3. So I was just wondering if that's okay, but just not the fox boots. Thanks, guys. I, uh, <laughs> I love God. this on Twitter. Like, is this okay? <laughs> that's funny. No. No, it's not okay. Ah, who cares? It's fine. People hitting us up on Twitter. Well, obviously, you've got this, this yeah. thing started. No, it just started you know? last week, and the, yeah. the listener response has been... There's a big argument between myself, JT, and Kiefer. And, you know, really? Yeah. And so, it's fine. Don't call in or tweet asking if you're okay. So, they're both... you got to be completely matching. They're saying, like, if you... You need to have all fly, all fox. You know, if, if your company of gear makes boots and helmet, you need to wear those. But we're talking... The amateur, or yeah, we're talking yeah, no, the no, pro? No, 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 amateurs. Buying gear, wearing gear. People who don't get paid to wear gear. That's what I mean. Like, That's you're so, nonsense. So, like, your Tomac thing, your Tomac thing doesn't, make a, like, doesn't exactly fit what we're saying. Just local guys. Talon and his dumb off-road races. What do you mean it doesn't fit? No, the pro stuff. Yeah, just, we won't talk about the yeah, pros, yeah, but no. to me, it still transfers yeah. over to, to these guys, especially the amount of money. I, I'd be just happy, you know, if I was, you know... Fox, that you're buying my gear, even though he already got a Bell helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know it's what fine. I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. Now, if you want to, uh, yeah, it's, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But yeah, you know, I'm right. You're right. Those guys are wrong. They're idiots. Talon's right too. Well, that's that's, but that's JT's marketing. He wants. He's going to say that, of course, right? Yeah, but look at his haircut. <laughs> I mean, what are you? How can you? Like, you know? Hey, where is that Henri fucker? I thought he was going to come yeah, back. I don't know. We're almost done, so he's oh, okay. clearly still in in air. <laughs> All right, is that it, or is there more? We have more. Okay. Okay, here's a message for ProPemex listeners with uh, with not a lot of data on their phones with, you know, cheap data plans. Go to Stitcher, get on Wi-Fi, go to Stitcher, download the shows for offline listening, and then you can listen offline. You turn your mobile data off when you don't have a hotspot or Wi-Fi connection. Turn your mobile data off, and you can listen to these four-hour shows without using up your data. There you go. Is that so, yeah. is that um is that is that a handy tip? I don't know. He's talking about listening to the archives. You can't listen live doing that. Yeah. So, but wouldn't when he's talking about data? I guess he would talk about the app, right? The PopMX app is using data. I'm thinking he's thinking of a data well, plan. Yeah, no, he is. But if he, you're listening to Pandora and you're not on Wi-Fi, it's going to use your data. Yeah, and same with the Pulp app. Yeah. So he's oh, talking okay. about downloading the show 
on a podcast or on Stitcher. You can do the same thing on the on the iTunes podcast yeah, app. Yeah, you yeah. just right, download it right. and then you don't have to use your data. I mean, thank you, caller, for the help. I don't think that's exactly breaking news, right? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah I don't know much about I, I don't it. Know. I'm just saying. I thank you for the call, but download the show, and then you don't get charged data. Yeah. Right? We're yeah. all on that board? I think it's because our app doesn't allow you to download it. You do use data if you listen on the app. Yeah, if you listen to the app, but if you just... Right. Yeah, or you just connect to Wi-Fi. Yeah, the app uh, isn't ideal for... Uh, it isn't ideal for um, um, listening to the, to, the, to the archives. I would go Stitcher or the or the podcast app, but the the app is ideal for listening live, but uses data, of course. So, and you have Sony, and you have sound drops, like you know, like who picks these questions? Caddy and Factory Phil, and of course we've loaded up with Tony Alessi drops and Factory Phil. Yeah, my app keeps crashing. Hold on, there we go. What the hell happened? <sighs> Thanks, Tal. Oh, Pellegrino, what is going on with my app? It keeps. I don't know. I don't know either. All right. <laughs> oh, Steve. Hey, Steve. This is uh, the pole team. You know, went a real long time with no show. Real long time. Was real strung out there for a while, but now my fixes are coming. I like it. I can't wait. Uh, another thing. I ran into uh, Talon in the uh, California desert. I know you're not an off-road guy, but uh seemed like a uh, cool dude. Yeah, you should hire him. He's a good writer. I found out, and uh, he didn't tell me to suck a dick. So uh, that's good. Anyhow, can't wait for more shows. Right. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. What do you think of Talon so far, Balut? Like, here. I I think he's doing really well. You guys yeah. got about 13 mutual friends yeah. in Vegas here. Yeah. So that works out. You uh, like off-road. He likes off-road. Nah, I'm, I'm a moto guy, but I like I'm, yeah. I, I, I respect them all. I yeah. like I like racing motorcycles everything right i like them you like them yeah and i'm not full off-road i like moto too like i went to a moto track on thursday last week it just there's not much to choose from here and you get tired of riding the same tracks all the time so you just go in the desert yeah Berluti goes in the desert is mesquite running it up the hill or do you you turn right at the top of the hill or left at the top of the hill right at the top of the hill it's just kind of running backwards a little bit yeah they they change it every they change it every couple years Cool. Um, Nick Way, uh, Eli Tomac, Larry Brooks, and the Seven Deuce Deuce all on show. Jason uh, Thomas also joined us. And uh, don't forget, uh, you can get it on Stitcher app. You can get it on Amazon. If you go to the Amazon banner on publicmex.com, click on that. Make a small purchase. We get a little bit, of, little piece of that. And uh, it helps us uh, keep the show going, keeps, helps us keep chugging along. And the Publix app, of course, like we just talked about, you can get that on the App Store. And uh, we want to thank everybody for, uh, for listening tonight. It was fun. Uh, which... Which interview did you like most, Berlute, tonight? Um, you know, Nick's Nick's a hard one. I like Nick. Yeah. You know, he's a good time. <laughs> it is. He's, he's a good, good time. He's good. I mean, you get good information from your top guy, you know, like right. Tomac. Right. I, I enjoyed that, but Nick's Nick's a good time. Yeah, and you combine him and the Seven Deuce Deuce together. And yeah. Sweet Jesus, it's on from that there. Uh, NitroCircus.com. Check out NitroCircus. They're going on tour in Europe, so I know we got a lot of European listeners. Uh, go to NitroCircus.com, and you can see where they're going, by the way. And uh, great tour. We went to the Vegas show a little bit ago, and that was uh, that was awesome. Did you go? No, I no. Didn't. Oh, okay, uh, you didn't go either, did you? I, I missed it. What? There's other things there was the going MGM. on that week. Yeah, there was something. I think a dirt track or something. Is that it? Yeah. 
Uh, thanks to uh, our, our new sponsor, Gear Alloy, for coming on all year. We appreciate it. We gave away some Michelin tires tonight. I hope he clears that double. He better clear the double. He said he was going to? He, I asked him before I got his email. I was like, you're going to clear that double, right? And he said, yep. First Dude, lap. what if he clears First the double? Lap. Hey, what if he jumps in and just eats shit? Oh, we're going to well, feel bad. Well, it wasn't bad. the tires. I know. <laughs> don't, don't look at me, Matt. I know, Berlue. You're got... the one that egged him on. Well, I shouldn't have said that, You're Berlue. giving him confidence. You're supposed to stop me. No, no. I think I think your confidence is going to make him do it. Okay. All right. I think it's going to be good. Someone on Twitter also said that gear alloy is way too close to alloy, alloy gear. gear. I was going to say yeah, that. Yeah. I was going to say it originally, but I didn't want to screw up No, it gear is. Alloy. Yeah, it's close. No, absolutely. It's a flip. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, we're going to be giving away some sets of wheels here, too. We're going to do uh, – I don't know what we're going to do, but it's pretty cool to have uh, – a company like that on board to give away some stuff and um, also to uh, we give away a fly we're gonna give away a fly f2 carbon helmet either a short or canard you have your choice and then we're gonna give away the other one too so we're giving away two helmets but for one of them email contest at pulpamexshow.com and uh, we're gonna just do a random draw on that and um and also to Patreon, if you want to help us out that way, uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon.com. Got some guys chipping in and helping out with uh, that. It helps uh, helps cover some costs. And, again, you don't if you don't do it, it's no big deal. We're still going to keep going. But some people ask if they can help more. And so I said, sure, I guess you can. So check out Patreon.com. We're going to do some uh, – I've given, some away, given away some stuff for, for people who go on there. And I'm uh, going to keep doing that. So we appreciate that support. You can email the show using the contact form on pulpamexshow.com or pulpamex.com. Sponsor codes underneath pulpamexshow.com. Please support our sponsors. We've got some great guys. Pulpamex10 is a new BTO code, everybody. Pulpamex10, new BTO code. So Just think of Brayton. Yeah, please stop emailing me and tweeting me and, email, and, and emailing me, tweeting and texting me what the code is. There it is. That's what it is. So... Uh, 250 Supercross, Berlue, before we go, who wins? Anaheim won. 250 Supercross. I'm going to go Nelson. Okay, I'm going to go Webb. What do you got, Talon? I'm not sure all who's racing, but Webb's hard to beat. It is. Webb's hard to I, beat. I was going with Nelson. But Nelson's good at A1. He's like yeah. Sealy. He comes out swinging at A1, that kind of yeah. dirt. You know what I mean? He's a California kid. Yep. So, I, yeah, I could see Nelson definitely winning that. What about Osborne? When is Osborne going to win one of these? When is he? I don't what, know. Third or fourth this week? Yeah, something like that, right? <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Osborne. Pick it up. We're cheering for you. All right, Talon, did you have fun? Yeah, it was fun. Hopefully right. I get to come back. Yeah, you're. Uh, we're going to have Travis next week. Travis? Yeah, Travis. And um, and we'll have to make a choice. It's going to be tough. Uh, you had a good, you did a good job, so thanks for, uh, Thank you. thanks for doing that. You made the show crash, but we're not going to hold that against you, so. Yeah, Steve knows I didn't actually make it crash. Yeah, uh, you got the outro. I forgot to tell you, there's an outro there. So I'm you're, ready. Yeah, on you're it. queued up. I'm hovering over. Berlou, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Uh, Love coming maybe on. Maybe see you next week then with. Um, I'm with, proud to be no, the no, no, first not next show week. of the year, no, actually. Yeah, not next week. The week after. Sounds good. I'd like yeah, to come with, in with uh, Randy and, I'd love and to, Kiefer. That'd be great. I will. I will remind you, and I will keep you on. Please it. do. Thanks everybody for listening. Next week we discuss Anaheim One and everything. That went down. Ooh, how exciting. All right, see you, everybody. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I... I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that.
if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>